Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Chris Kiefer. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome everybody to a new era of the Pulp MX Show. Tonight, Monday, December 30th, 2019, we're ringing in 2020 a little early. Oh, this feels weird. This is different. Feels funny. Feels good, though. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. PulpMXShow.com. Grab it on the archives as well. Thanks for listening. 702-586-7857. Anaheim 1 is right around the corner, people, and that is scary. It all starts this Saturday night, man, and, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a big deal. And there's lots to talk about when it comes to racing. Uh, tonight on the show, the Beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw will be on. He's got a new deal to announce with the Blue Crew. And, uh, yeah, we're going to touch on that and much more. So thanks to Damon Bradshaw for coming on. Tom Journey will be on. You know Tom from his work with Team Fried, with Jason Anderson and all of those guys. Him and his buddies make these fantastic videos. They shoot some great photos. Tom Journey will join us. I want to talk to him about these MXDN episodes that they were putting out while Jason and Osborne and Cooper were over there. Uh, looking forward to talking to Tom. Tater Tom, Tom Tater. Tonight, uh, thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Steve Astefan will be on. One of the most powerful agents in the sport. He will be in studio along with Chris Onstott, a.k.a. Beaker, who left his job at Fox to join Steve at the Family V2 agency. They represent AC. They represent Ken Roxon, Sheckler, uh, and Chase Sexton, and many more guys. So Steve and, and, and Beaker are going to be in studio, and we'll get into the business of the sport a little bit with them, and I'm looking forward to that. I have a lot of questions for them. Looking forward to that. Uh, thanks again for listening, everybody. 702-586-7857. Let's welcome our two in-studio guests. First up, he is uh, our regular co-host here, Kiefer Inc. Testing, Pulp MX, now Racer X. Gosh. He's Chris Kiefer. Got a hustle. Yeah. It's on the hustle game. How are you? I'm great. Thanks you for coming in. why I'm great? Why? It's 5 o'clock. New start time for the Pulp MX I've show. I've been up your ass about this yeah. for a very long time. Yeah, 8 o'clock on the east, much better for those people. Yep. A little rushed for us here, but I think better overall. We'll get you out of here. We'll, we're also doing it because uh, riders on the east coast, they're a bunch of babies, and yep. when I said to them, can we get you on at 10 eastern, they said, no, no way. Yeah. So or it's going to help, help or, us get guests. Or you'll screw us over and just go an extra hour. That could happen. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> um, Racer X too for you. I don't think yeah. I don't think that was happening officially when you were in. So no, yeah, we uh, decided to do that and help uh, them fill a void where David left. Yeah. So I'll be doing Racer X films, doing uh-huh. some bike intros, some bike builds. Yeah. Yeah. Doing some feature stories. So oh boy, I'm excited. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Add it to the resume for That's sure. Right. You'll be a great, you're a great addition to uh, the online side of the magazine. Uh, you already did a World Vet story in the yeah. newest issue. So looking forward to that. Also in studio. He's a Yamaha R&D man, but more than that, Ugh. he's a 125 Supercross champion. He beat James Stewart. <sighs> he's a former factory Honda rider. He's podiumed 450 Supercrosses. He's won 250 Supercrosses. All right, that's enough. I mean, Just say the name. He's a high desert that's legend. That's better. And Travis Preston. I came out of retirement and finished top 20. 
Hangtown, whatever that Hangtown was. Hangtown yep. 13. Yep. Yeah. We also, someone else in this room came out of retirement at Hangtown. <laughs> who was, yeah, who was, Why do you got to go there? Go? Why do you got to do not that? Not as good a results, though, as you. Yeah. Not as good. Not so, as good. You don't even look at the results. I'm not even on there. Uh, <laughs> thanks for coming in, Travis. Appreciate it. Yeah, it, was, it worked out. I, I had some time off work, yep. and so we decided to come up. Thanks, uh, thanks for coming in, man. This is a big deal. So over there producing the new video show, Holding Things Down, the Travis Marks. What's up, Marks? Yo, how's the video? I'm on the thing. I can see. Are we are we on the doing thing. it? Are we doing <laughs> I'm it? On the thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're doing it. So, brand new video. Uh, at we always put our shows on video. We've been doing it for years. First, we used the GoPro. Then we used a little Mevo camera. And now, as you can see, we got a lot of shit. We got a bunch of cameras and a bunch of lights. Yeah, I don't look so good. <laughs> basement. <laughs> we have a makeup person. Basement. Do we need makeup? Yeah, we all do. We need makeup. Yeah, yeah. I need to shape shift hard. Uh, thanks to Pancake, our buddy Pancake. Pancake's the man. Who uh, produced the uh, Finding Stew video for us in yep, Florida. Yep. He helped us with all of this and all this setup and everything. So um, how's it going, Marks? How's the new job? Yeah, it's sweet. You know what you're uh, doing? I'm not going to have any excite bike time, but that's all right. Yeah. We got logos. Logos, yeah. We'll graphics. have all, all kinds of cool stuff going on. Segment intros. Yeah, segment. I mean, this is a big deal. Preston, you're here for a new era. New start time, new video. I love it. Like, Welcome to the show. Yeah, Travis is the great. only good-looking dude in here, really. Well, Allie's yeah. here. Well, she's, she's not a dude, dude though. <laughs> Your new girlfriend, Allie, is here. We're going to bring her on later. Oh, talk yeah. to her a little bit about <laughs> things. <laughs> so um, also, oh, Marks is God. the video producer. Taking your calls, holding things down over there. You'll see him in here quite a bit. It's Talon. What's up, Talon? What's up? What's up? How are you, buddy? Good. How are you doing? You're going to be the new producer. Yeah. I don't even know the titles anymore. Do we? Marks, do titles matter? I'm the phone guy. Marks is video guy. Marks, do you want to be the director? Sure. And then Talon, you're the producer. producer, Okay, perfect. I like that. Uh, Those are the two guys that battled each other for the job originally, right? No. No, yes. it, it was. It yes. was me and him. Yeah. And after, Thanks uh, for remembering. That was them two. No, it was Gibbs and Lone Wolf. No, no, no after, after Gibbs, Gibbs, it was me and Marks. Right. And Marks clearly was better. <laughs> really? He elevated the show. Yeah. Lone Wolf, you didn't battle with Gibbs? No, I was after Gibbs. I met you at Glen Helen USGP, and I said, hey, if you want to get rid of Gibbs, I live in Vegas. Yeah, he's right. Mm. I remember this. Because I know Talon, wow. he's an off-road guy, so I yeah. knew Talon. Right. And then Marks came in, but he was like more of the, the techie guy. So yeah. you're like, I'm going yeah. with that dude. Wow. I, I can't really say which guy I made the right choice with because they're both here. And now Marks did a backflip. Let's, let's go ahead and do uh, that. And Marks, Marks is Marks, definitely more techie. Marks did a backflip. Right. Right. Uh, so, Lone Wolf, and you're going to share, you're going to be in more times than not, but. Yeah, Tits Legendary is going to come in, too. The Tits Legendary will make his return to the show. Yeah. Good God, Marks. Can you imagine the, the, the chip on that guy's shoulder when he walks in here? No, he's going to come in like he he's never just, left yeah, and just yeah, owns the yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. So, Talon, <laughs> uh, welcome to the show, Talon. Welcome to the craziness that is Pulp Mech show. Thank you. Uh, Happy to be here. Don't be creepy and weird with the guests. I'll try not okay, to. Thank I you. haven't been saving all their numbers on my phone yet. I'm waiting okay. until like week three. Thank you. Uh, you're, you're starting off with a bang because you already missed a phone call that somebody called in earlier. So, yeah. uh, 702-586-7857. Strike one. RacerX Facebook page for the uh, for the video, people. So, um, yeah, looking forward to that. Thank you again for supporting us. And whether you watch us or listen to us, it's great. Also, a new era uh, after a long time. What, what, when do we start the show, Marks? 2010? 29? Uh, yeah. That sounds good. Uh, okay, so for nine or ten years, BTOsports.com has been with us. Uh, great guys. They've done a lot of things for us. We thank them for all that they've done for us. 
But going ahead this year and further, motorsport.com is on board with us. So motorsport guys have been stepped up and uh, supported the show. We have a landing page for our sponsors. They're going to work with some of our partners to offer some better deals. And we want to thank the guys at motorsport.com. You know who else is motorsport, right? Uh, no. RV. Oh, is he? So RV and I are Motorsport and Yamaha. We are aligned. You've got a lot of way. strong teammates. Yeah, right we now. do. Absolutely. So uh, just like the Amazon widget on PulpMex.com, if you want to support the show, click on Motorsport banner on uh, the show site, on the PulpMex site, on the Fantasy site, and uh, it takes you to Motorsport. Make your purchase. they got the best deals in town. Uh, for those who ride dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs, that UTV your track. track. It's your track, day. That track, your track was good. God. I was shredding on that track. Move the show along, Steve. Uh, they know Motorsport is the best place for OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear, and accessories. Motorsport.com's dedicated team of gearheads have the knowledge and expertise to help you get your ride working at peak performance and have you looking good, too. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, commute on the street, make your next ride your best ride at Motorsport.com. So thanks to those guys for coming on board with us. Uh, they'll be on, yeah, Paul Mech Show presented by Motorsport.com and Fly Racing. Just a one year. A How many times deal? do I say BTO? I said one. Yeah, I'll probably say it at some point. You'll say one. Well, thanks to the guys at BTO, but I mean, it's been ten years. Yeah, right. this is a multi year deal with the guys at Motorsport. They're right. really helping us out. So, um, Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension Engines, Vortex Racing, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, Michelin Star Cross Five, X Brand Goggles, EVS Sports, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, Pro Filter, Skosh is on board with us this year. Scotia. They went from the Privateer Show to the Pulp Show for 2020 and beyond. Pulp 25 is the code to save at Skosh. I absolutely love the wireless uh, Bluetooth headphones that I have, and I also love their little boom bottles, boost bottles. Yeah, we have those, those in great. the gym. Those are nice. Those are great. Uh, Pulp 25 is the code to save with Scotch.com. Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, OGO Power Sports, Get Data, Guts Racing, FMF, WUSA, LA Honda World, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Ride Engineering, Works Chassis Lab, and Intense Cycles all on board with us. Mm. You see my post on Intense Taser? I did. I like that. 2,400 miles. Proud and I me. might go tomorrow, so I'm, I'm going to update the post. Snow melted off yet? Dude, it was so muddy and disaster. It was. I don't have any fenders. That's why those idiots have fenders on their bikes. Right. Whenever I see those guys with fenders, I'm like, you guys look like morons. Right. Well, guess what? I could have used front and rear fender the one, other day. One time a year it works yeah, out for yeah, you. <laughs> exactly. I was covered, dude. I just looked like somebody diarrhea all over my face. <laughs> you got all up your back. Yeah, all of my back, <laughs> all of my face and everything. Like I'm like, oh, fender. But you still went. Oh, yeah. I love it. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, you can't stop me. Uh, so thanks, everybody, for listening. Like I said, looking forward to this show and beyond. Chris Kiefer brought to you by Roost MX. Uh, for over 20 years, Roost delivers professional-level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. You know them as graphics com- companies behind the Rock River Yamaha team and Factory Cobra Moto. they got a huge selection of graphics online, or you can make your own. Pulp Nation is the code to save at RoostMX.net. Uh, those guys are also on board uh, with the Benny Bloss and the Rock River team again. So... Bloss is a sleeper, I think, for 2020 Supercross. We'll talk really? more about that. I do. Once you get on Yamaha, I, it, I mean, it does help you. Travis? Yeah, it helps. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so, RoostMX.net bringing you Chris Kiefer. Did you get that? Did you do that? Did I do what? Did you do it? No. You didn't do it? No. Why? Uh, I don't know. He's out. It's 5 o'clock. He's not ready. Yeah, it's 5 o'clock. I'm not... I won't like I won't like get going until about six. Okay, so. all right. Well, we can try again later. Yeah, let me know. All right. uh, Bradshaw, uh, Tom Journey, Steve Astefan, and, and Chris Onstott. Beaker's coming in. I got a couple questions for those guys. Yeah, I'm really interested to talk to them. And Allie will be on later too. Ah, uh, that's more important. Yeah, more important. And Keith after dark. That okay. That is the most important. Okay. Me. Did you sort out the questions? I don't know what you do. The questions. I have the questions right underneath okay, my notepad. So, all right. Okay. So good. good Plenty deal. of them there. 
Uh, Pulp Mex Fantasy, Marks, we are trending well with the Pulp Mex Fantasy for 2020. Thank you, people, for signing up. Yeah, looks good. Uh, hopefully, hopefully A1 goes no drop rounds. <laughs> better this year than it has <laughs> No drop two. rounds. We'll uh, PulpMexFantasy.com. Sign-ups are open now. Uh, we are giving away uh, three Yamahas. God. Two 450s and a 250 this year from the folks at Yamaha. How does that work? I'm not, I know it's not a fantasy okay. show, but how do you win three bikes? You... Out of all the users that signed up before Anaheim 2, for Anaheim, for Anaheim I mean, okay. you're, you have two entries, okay. random draw for a 450. Got it. Just random. Okay. So you don't got to be a fantasy expert. Just random. Right. Okay. If you win the Supercross League overall, yep. you win a 450. If you win the Motocross League overall, you win a 250. Wow. Yeah. Maybe I should enter. Might win a bike. Just want to. Listen, hey, the guy that won last year. No, never mind. The guy that won the raffle, our privateer raffle that we're going to announce next Monday. Uh-huh. The Yamaha's also giving a bike away for that, a YZ450. Yamaha gives four bikes. No wonder you can't get bikes. I, just, <laughs> I, I had to go buy a bike. <laughs> Damn, you guys sucked up the whole budget. The guy that won the raffle last year, the privateer raffle, bought one ticket. I don't know how many entries we had, Marks. A shit ton? Yeah, I don't remember exactly. A there, shit were, ton. there were a lot, like way more than we you We raised $40,000 for privateers. Villapoto wow. bought like a, a couple, didn't yeah, he? Like a yeah, hundred or something? Yeah, I don't know. We raised $40,000, so a shit ton of entries at 20 bucks an entry. The guy that won bought one ticket the night before the draw. No way. Yes. And Marks did a randomizer. He's nerdy. So it wasn't his, because he was last. No, his nerdy ass built some sort of computer randomizer. I'm offended. Is that a word? <laughs> Thank you. Randomizer? What? Is that a real thing? Sure. Okay. And the we, guy. We just make things up well, here. Womanizer. Yeah, womanizer. Yeah, no, randomizer. <laughs> uh, and uh, so, Lone Wolf, you bought one last year. I think you can't buy one this year. You can't win. I. About what? What I buy? He's he's right. Oh, he's off. He's off. He's I'm watching the phone lines because I already missed a call. Yeah. He'll he'll start seven zero two five eight six seven five seven. Maybe Lone Wolf will pick your call up. Maybe he won't. <laughs> Maybe he won't. Maybe he won't. Uh, anyway, so oh, also too, uh, one more bit of promotion here. Uh, St. Louis Anaheim one live podcast shows. Yeah, uh, and Denver's on sale now too. Woo. So Chris Kiefer, you will be there. Yes, Why get JT, Racer X, Pulpamex live podcast shows? You've done them before. Uh, you did, came on the... I'm just a spectator. Yeah, but you came on one up, up front. Yeah, you did. Anaheim. Or no, nope. no one. No, I just came Vegas. Drunk. You came up. Yeah, he did. You really? did. Really? On yeah. the stage? On yeah. the stage. Uh, I don't remember that. <laughs> he was drunk. That's why. <laughs> I, think, I, I think Denny Stevenson brought you up or that you were with Denny. No. Oh, no? yeah, you're right. You're all right. Thank you. It wasn't Denver, but it was another show. I don't remember which one it was. But you, Vegas. Right. It was Vegas with, or what? No, no? you, you guys. I'd, I've never gone on stage. Yes, on, you on have. A live show. I would know. Seattle. Seattle. I wasn't in Seattle. Portland. 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 I didn't go on. No, I just stood up in the crowd and waved. That's all I did in Portland. Travis was trying to leave and he couldn't leave because people were buying him drinks. Yeah. <laughs> So, <laughs> tickets on sale on Pulpamex website and RaceRex website. The Anaheim one is almost sold out. How That'll cool be is fun. that? That's yeah. going to be a cool venue, yep. too, I think. And uh, the catch at Anaheim, right? Kitty yep. Corner to the stadium. And St. Louis at the Motor Museum downtown. Uh, again, tickets on sale for that, too, as well. Marks, you'll be at the Vegas one. Maybe we'll bring you to Denver. I will? Maybe we'll bring you to Denver. Oh. I don't know. Denver is player card. You have my, you have my uh, attention. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Travis Marks will be there. Uh, Kiefer will be at the St. Louis Anaheim one. All JT, day and night. Weege, and myself. So looking forward to that, and we'll hang out afterwards and, and talk some moto. So, all right. New era in Pulp Mech Show. Let's get into it. Anaheim one. It's already here. The, work is, the work is starting. Dude. So, <laughs> Preston. We'll start with Preston. Of course, okay. yeah. He's so, a champion. your Travis Preston factory Honda rider. 
potential podium guy. Maybe if things go right, you could win a main event. I mean, you're you're pretty good back in the day. Okay. Not as good as Timmy, but pretty good. Yeah. Um, what are you thinking? What are these racers thinking? As what do you what are you thinking going in? Like, are you? Is this the most stressed all year you're going to be? Is this the most relaxed you're going to be? What's the mood going into Anaheim one for you, a factory rider back then, and for these guys now? Well, I think a lot of it depends on how your off season was. You know, did you have any injuries? Could you ride all, the whole time? Did you do testing? How do you feel comfortable on the bike? For me, if I felt good on the bike right now, and I had a good off season, I started training in you know October and didn't have any problems all the way through. I feel really good right now. Right now is the time when you start backing it down okay. and. All the hard work's already been done. You know, you just have to break in your race bike. And did you have a year that you didn't feel good? Yeah, I think there was <laughs> th- there was a year. Uh, I think it was oh. You're like oh shit. <laughs> there was one year I broke my collarbone maybe two months before. Oh okay. So yeah. I had to. I missed a month of training. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, it's. I mean, any time off the bike hurts yeah. you. Yeah. Um. Are you nervous? Yeah. And and, and now now that I don't do it, it's like. I always wanted to enjoy the holidays. It's like Christmas, you take one day off. Yeah. And then the next day after Christmas, you're, you're at, grinding, the, you're at right, the Supercross right, track, you're at right. the gym. So now it's nice to enjoy the holidays. But you're not nervous if you're confident okay. and all the work's been done. Yeah, yeah. See, I would think as a racer, Kiefer, I would be nervous. Like, like even if I'm Eli Tomac, Kenny Roxon, I'm just nervous. I don't I don't Because I don't nervous. know where I stand. I know I'm good because I'm one of the fastest guys in the world. But But you're like, I don't know. You want to know why those type of people aren't? Mm-hmm. It's because those are champions. That's what makes champions champions. Okay. Like guys like you and me, I'm nervous as hell. And that's why <laughs> some of the reasons why we don't do as well, because their mindset is totally different than yep. what we're thinking. They're prepared. So they're, when they're prepared, yeah. that makes them calm. Yeah, yeah. For me, I'm the opposite. The more right. prepared I get, right. the more expectation I put on myself, which... See, screws me when I race. I mean, I, look, I can only go off being a mechanic back then, and I thought all like Nick Way was a disaster at our Anaheim one. It didn't help that I left a clamp bolt loose. <laughs> but, I probably called him down. <laughs> He's a disaster, disaster because you're his mechanic. He's scared. No, that was second practice session, so he was already a disaster, and then that like put him over the edge. I remember Timmy being quiet, being real quiet, real. As opposed to, like, you know, as a mechanic, you get to know your riders inside and out, right? Yeah. And I remember Red Dog and, and, and Nick Way, for two examples, being quiet, or Nick was a basket case. And I'm like, okay. Like, they were better after Anaheim won, but just Anaheim won. Uh, but then I left the, the bolt loose, so. I think also, too, like, you have a, you've been training, you had your boot camp, you've been riding, riding, riding. I think you're so sick of riding the same track all the time and mm-hmm. doing all these laps, you're probably more excited to write yeah. something new. Yeah. Okay. You know? And then for, for me, like when I was doing my best was when you show up on race day, that's your easiest day. Yeah. You yeah. know, because the you know, done, mechanics yeah. there, you have yeah. all your guys doing all your work and then right. you ride a couple practices and just ride one main event. Yeah. And then did you not podium in Anaheim one? I almost did. Oh, but no, I got okay. fourth a couple right. times. Um, I thought you, you podium ne- in Anaheim, didn't you? Never on yeah. a 450. No? I never okay. got a podium in Supercross on a 450. I got fourth a couple times. But I thought you did. I no. introduced that as a podium guy. Okay, I take all that back. I, I really was thought. very close. Burner beat me out at Daytona one time. Yeah, Chad yeah. Reed beat me a couple times. Oh, so. damn it. Um, so, all right. So we've had our preview shows at Racer X video. We've had our Supercross preview podcast. I've said enough. Right. I'm going with Eli Tomac. I really... 
fucking said this every year. Oh, no, wow. But no, but I, I just think he does it this year. I don't know <laughs> why I have that feeling to Travis. Yeah, he's solid, you know. You know the guy's doing the work, and we, we hear he's had a pretty good offseason, right? You know, I haven't heard if he's had any injuries, hasn't yeah. been off the bike. His home so, life's good. He's having a baby. Everything's calmed down. He had a good outdoor season, so he's coming in with, with a lot of speed. So, yes, I mean, my, my second money. Second bike. And he had a back injury last year and a new bike. One year he came in. Oh, he crashed it out of him one, one year. Right. You know, end note or whatever. But but there's pressure. Well, he, he well had, it builds every year, right? Well. He got it done. I think, let, let's say if you have that stupid little injury or something wrong, maybe may the team might be like, oh, well, you know, first race, let's just go for a top five. But now if you if Tomac had this solid offseason, the team knows it, you're going into A1 expecting to win. Who? So who's your pick, though, next year? Uh, I like Roxon. Roxon. Yeah. Why? Because I like his bike. His bike, his setup on his bike looks so good. And his style, I just love watching him ride. Travis is all about like the bike nowadays. Dude, I was I was at Washugo just watching him. I had the hard eyes watching him the whole time he was riding. Like, <laughs> so what do you see in him that makes you think he is that? It, so do you think technically is he the best technical yes, rider by far? Why? Yeah, just his line selection and how smooth he is. He's a gear high. He just looks really smart, very calculated, and his bike setup is insane. The bike is so level, yeah. looks so calm. Um, it just, I love watching him ride. He hasn't won since he's been hurt at Supercross. He's not won a Supercross since he's been hurt. That's hard to believe. It is. It's crazy. Yeah. Do I think he gets it done? Yes. I also thought Eli Tomac would get it done every past year. So, um. Well, man, last year he lost his shit a couple times. He did. You yeah. know, pressure. Yeah, he did. Dallas, he got passed for the lead and went backwards and crashed. Yep. Uh, there was San a, Diego. There was a weird ride in San Diego. It was muddy. Yeah. Um, there's a couple. He's good for a couple of those every year. And, and you know, Cooper's so consistent. Cooper's. I just, I, I like Cooper. Obviously, he's our reigning yeah. champion. We, even in our preview shows, we didn't give him enough credit. I feel like. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. I think, I think we've all, all in the media and fans have been like, what about Kenny? Look how good he looks. What about uh, Tomac? You know, like but I didn't, do. he win the most races last year. Yes, he did. He won seven. You yes. don't win seven races just because yeah. you got lucky seven times. Yeah. You don't win a championship because you got lucky. Yeah. The no. guy's solid. To me, unlike what Trav says, I think he has the best bike in the paddock. Um, how how easy that manageable character of that engine is. When I watch him, I'm like you. I watch those guys a lot. He rolls things. The bike never wheelies. It has a lot of traction. I know uh, he's had some struggle in the whoops, but I feel that's more technique-based than his bike. You want to call I, JT about that? Yeah. I, I mean, I fight JT about all the time in the okay. whoops. So. Right. Uh, starts, he's very good at starts. The bike is very capable of getting good starts on a consistent basis. And I think, out of all of this, he is mentally sound. Like, he is a strong-minded person. I thought we were just talking about who's going to win A1. Are you, I'm like talking you're, about the whole damn thing. Okay. And yeah, I'm talking about the whole damn thing. Yeah. Oh. But A1's good. Sure. All right. Yeah. I mean, Roxon was second last year at A1. Yeah. So that was a muddy race. But to yeah. me, Barsha was kind of Remember a Remember last year was was Barsha, Mookie, and Wilson were like the stars. That track yeah. was nasty last year. Oh, the first was. one yeah. was bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you work closely with the Yamaha guys, obviously. Barsha and Plessinger. What's your outlook on that? Uh, there's a new addition to the race team. 
in personnel. Um, Sergio. R- rough year last year. Barsha won Anaheim, then got hurt kind of shortly after. Yeah. Plessinger didn't come in at all. Uh, ready with a back injury, then started getting a little better, but then broke the heel, and he never got up to speed. You stepped in to help with some bike setup along the way. So what are we thinking about for those guys? Yeah, just, just from what I see, I, I, I really like they from talking to the team, they say they both have you know the best lap times. They're they're looking really good, the best they felt. Um they're not having any complaints with the bike. Um and I, I like Barsha for the sense of like the dude's living in a trailer. I know, right? You know, and he just seems like he's putting in the work. He's he always it's riding. Con- it's a contract year. He's mentioned to me that it's a contract year. I like always times. see him at Yamaha, and yep. like when when I talk to him, you know, I'm just some old guy. Probably doesn't remember when I race, but he's <laughs> he's always listening. And if I say, hey, you know, why don't you try this? Like, yep. okay, I'll try it. You know, yep. he's just he's really putting in the effort. So yep. I, I really hope he does good. And then, yeah, Plessinger just you know last year was his first year. And now he's more comfortable on the bike. He's made some changes recently to the bike, and he's feeling better and better. So, Kiefer, without Travis saying it, mm-hmm. can we just acknowledge that those guys' setups were, were bad on their Yamahas? Yes. Because uh, Travis Preston's too nice. Well, to no, say no, it. I said it was bad. Everyone knew I said it was bad yeah. when I first wrote it. Publicly, though? Uh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean everybody's known it. You Look, know, it, so. it, even it's it's no secret. Even the riders themselves say, "Hey, our stuff's off." Uh, I mean, Barsha told me stuff in the off season stuff that was like he's like, "Look, we were terrible." And Yamaha's <laughs> not the only one to blame. Other race teams I've been around and a part of go backwards with production setup. You have a production motorcycle. You end up slapping all of your current race products onto that bike. The riders don't know better. They're just riding what they have. Mm-hmm. So they're just like, this is what I got. And then some of them will speak up and go a certain direction. Yeah. But now you have a guy like him. I hate talking about him because I talk about yeah. him enough. Uh. But then you got a guy like him that kind of knows what direction everything should kind of be in. He's been there, done that. Right. You have a good, actually, you have a really good base production motorcycle. Why go fuck it up with a bunch of other shit? I always think back, and I think this was brilliant, and I think we should have done this at Yamaha. I, I remember being really frustrated at Jimmy Perry, the manager, and he's still there. He's a good guy, but I remember being frustrated at his testing sessions at times as a mechanic. We just changed too many things, yeah. and we would change. You get lost. We would change when the track was done. We lost the track already. Like We're never going to ride on this kind of track. But regardless of that, remember when Roxon was struggling a bit at RCH? They took a stock RMZ 450 to Glen Helen. This is outdoors. Okay, go ride. Bone stock. Okay, here's some mounts. Okay, here's suspension. Like, literally broke this thing down one at a time. And remember that was the year he started using stock clamps? I think he, did he not go to uh, stock hubs too or something? Anyways. It was more stock than it was. Yeah, yeah. like, because they, they got lost. But see, the problem is, is you have to have a guy like me or Will Hahn or somebody Fuck Will Hahn. Yeah, fuck Will Hahn. <laughs> yeah. To, to go through that process. Because what you're talking about takes so much time, and yeah. these guys have trainers, they're right. busy. So Were you as – were you – when you were in your prime, 25-year-old Travis – no, 25-year-old, you were still trip, Motor Triple X. Late 20s. What? When you were Honda? I was 28, 27 at okay. Honda. So when you were factory Honda, Travis Preston – were you good at testing, or have you gotten way better now? Oh, obviously. way better. Yeah, yeah. To, right. to, it's age and experience. Yeah, testing right. is is a learned process, and mm-hmm. it takes so long. I feel like every year I get better. I mean, Chris, you can 
speak to that. Yeah, I think uh, when he's beating you in lap times, do you feel like he's? No, that's just skill. No, oh, he, okay. he's a champ now. Yeah, he's, he's he doesn't ride anymore because I got him. Oh, you're done. Huh. He retired. Done. And you should see how mad he gets. He gets really emo when we're out riding. I do. He doesn't talk. Yeah. I have a couple guys that drink Coors Lights. He'll have like there'll be twelve packs. He'll have like two or three. Yeah. And he'll just be happier on the way home. He's like, I'm retired. That's all he says. I'm yep. retired. Yeah. You just let it go. Just let it. I had okay. to. At some right. point, you just have to right. know when to say when. Right. Uh, but to his to, yeah. to his point, it takes a long time to learn how to test. When he's at his level, they don't got time to think like that. They just got to pound yeah. laps. Yeah, yeah. It's about laps. But for me, the Yamaha, like we talked about in these preview shows, it's the best production bike. Let's build from there. Let's slowly work our way up. You watch Barsha without even Barsha telling us like, "Hey, my well, motorcycle stock." Yeah. You watch him. He looks much better. He looks like he's loose. He's whipping it. He's over the front of the bike more. The bike looks like it's... When I saw him in Geneva and Paris, he told me they were going to go with a more stock-based platform for 2020. I'll be interested to see at Anaheim where they're at. He needed a bit more power, he felt. Mm -hmm. But other than that, he was pretty happy. Yeah, his his bike's pretty stock right now. Is it? So yeah. that's what they're, they're, they went that way then. Yeah, for for twenty twenty. I mean, yeah, he like what you just said. He just yep. has a little bit more power. Yep. Yep. And stock ignition. Yeah. Right. Back Why, to that. Yeah. Yep. I think for factory bikes, for guys listening to this, you need a, a fast engine for the start. Mm-hmm. After that, in a main event, I think you can go back to a more stock-ish style engine character because you can do all the jumps, you can do the rhythms. If you have more of a controllable bike in those shitty conditions in a main event because of how how broke down it is, Mm -hmm. it's easier to ride. And it's hard for these guys to wrap their heads around it as professional top athletes that I'm riding a bike that Joe Blow is riding on the weekends. I think it's more of like, no, no, I'm a pro. I need all this shit. Mm -hmm. It's tough to wrap your mind that you don't need all of that. Yeah. You know? Um Adam Cincerillo making his 450 debut this weekend. Lots of talk on Adam Cincerillo, like in the forums, on my on my Instagram, on on tweet at Travis segment. Like, I mean, I just I like AC. We're buddies. He's gonna go fast as shit. He's also gonna make mistakes. Like, I don't see this guy coming out like McGrath in '93. No, no, right? He's going to be fun to watch. He is going to be fun to watch, and he will figure it out, and he will be a you know multiple race winner at some point. But let's back this down on the hype train, everybody. People don't understand how many good riders there are. Not just Adam. Yeah. There's eight to ten dudes that are solid. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Like, I'm actually looking forward to sitting in the stands and watching. Are you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. going to be good. Yeah, I think, I think it'll be uh, – well, the weather's supposed to hold out, too, so that'll be, that'll be good, too. Uh, Damon Bradshaw coming up here shortly on the show. Let's, uh, let's get to the phone line, shall we? Uh, let's go to Zach's on three. Zach, what's up, man? Hey, uh, I just think uh, you guys are kind of forgetting some – what? Tomac is a 450 Supercross champion. Oh, I know what you're going with this. Go ahead. He's the triple crown 450 Supercross ah. champion. Uh, yeah, I forgot. And I love the way the when series they, within a series. Yeah, I love the way when they gave him the trophy. He was like, huh, a trophy? What? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. They just made it up. <laughs> yeah, I know. I remember that, I Zach. Think you, guys, you guys just can't forget that. It's okay. important, you know? Thanks, Zach. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, Thanks, yeah. Zach. See you guys. Great, great stuff, Zach. <laughs> See you at Yuck Yucks. Uh, Aaron, what's up, man? How are you? Pretty good. How you guys doing? What's happening? Hey, uh, so I started listening about a year ago. Okay, um, thank you. Jeremy Martin was on, talking about his back injury and the whole infection thing, and he had to do it over again. 
And I was wondering, maybe not him in particular, but um, is there any riders that kind of go back after doctors that screw them up, fuck them up when they do surgeries? Um, like, does that happen? I've not heard of that. Either one of you have. I mean, but, you know, I was talking to somebody about this a little while ago. Like, just like mechanics or your plumber or whatever, like, right. doctors can make mistakes. Doctors can yeah, have bad right. days. Um, who Somebody just didn't get their wrist fixed properly and they had to go back in. Like, it happens. Travis, did it ever happen to you? Like, uh, it, it have. I won't mention names, but recent story I was told it was... Uh, I think he's okay with me telling stories. Dr. Alexander. Okay. I broke my collarbone 2004, and then 10 years later, on the exact same day, I broke my collarbone again. Same collarbone. What? Yeah. So I go back to him to have the, the collarbone fixed, and I was expecting the first time I had it fixed in 2004, surgery hurt, I had to get some pain meds, whatever. Mm -hmm. So 2014, I'm going into the surgery thinking, oh, it's going to hurt. I'm going to be out for a couple of days. Surgery got over. I was great. No problems. Felt wonderful. No pain medicine. Really? So I go in a week later, and I ask the doc, hey, how yeah. come I feel so good? Like, I could have rode two right. days later. Right. He goes, well, have you gotten better at riding your motorcycle in 10 years? I said, yeah. So well, I got better at surgery. Really? Yeah. yeah he yeah, said, yeah, I, yeah. I, I make oh. smaller cuts. I know where to cut, yep, yep. how to do it, how to right. be less intrusive. Yeah. He said, I've just gotten better. I've done so many collarbones yeah. in 10 years. Um, I got it down. It's a good question, Aaron, for sure. Because, yeah, over the years, I mean, Red Dog had a wrist that didn't get fixed by a doctor, correct? And he had to go back in for another one. That's on the rider to do the research. Yeah. Yep. It's on the rider to do the yeah, research. Yeah, there's yeah. there's one doctor in NorCal, and I don't I won't say his name, but he's pretty famous for a lot of riders. And I had other riders tell me like that guy's a hack. I know what you're talking about. Never go to that guy. And then you'll see guys on Instagram going, "Oh, I went to this doc, went to doctor, quote unquote." And and I'm always like, I went to him, and he did a great job for me. Yeah. See, and other guys are like, "Don't go to that guy." Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. So. Yeah, just like a mechanic or a plumber or whatever, right? You get good doctors and well, bad doctors. Yeah, so, so like this doctor, the procedure you might yeah. have done, the doctor could be really good at that procedure, right. but the other guy could have had something else done. Yeah, or maybe his chick cheated on him that morning and he's going to work and That'll he's upset. Yeah, yeah, right. So yeah. Uh, thanks for the call, man. All right, you guys have a good one. Thank you. Appreciate it. Vortex Racing, speaking of Yamaha, uh, the star racing Yamaha guys, but fuck Will Hahn. Uh, use Vortex Racing. Plessinger and Barsha use Vortex Racing. Uh, email Jake at VortexRacing.com and get a hell of a deal on whether it's bars. Uh, 7-8 bar, oversized bar, 29% stronger than the competition of the bars are. And uh, the Star Racing guys are, use the front and rear sprocket, just like the factory Yamaha guys. F5 hard coat, all black rear sprocket. Hard coat anodizing will increase the life of the sprocket up to 15%. And uh, so I absolutely love those guys at Vortex. And they're bringing you our first guest of the night. This man needs no introduction. He's the beast from the east. It's a good dude. Damon Bradshaw. What's up, Damon? How are you? I'm doing good, man. How about you guys? I'm good. Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It's good to be back on. Especially because it's your wife's birthday, too, so you're making an exception for wow. us. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we got dinner reservations here in a little while, but we got time. Uh, Preston, you had a story about... Damon's brother. Yeah, Damon. So, um, <laughs> oh lord. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> it's not, no. <laughs> no, it's actually the strangest thing. I was living in North Carolina at the time, and I was mountain biking at Lake Norman State Park, and it was in the yep. afternoon. And this guy rolls up in the sweetest looking Bronco I've ever seen. Old school, like blue <laughs> yeah, lifted yeah. Bronco. And I was like, wow, that's a nice truck. So he pulls up next to me yeah. and he gets his bike out. We're talking. We're getting ready at the same time. And he's like, I haven't ridden here in a while. You, you know the trails. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I've ridden here a couple of times. Yeah, I'll, I'll ride with you. So he's fine. Okay, I'm already out. I would never ride with some weirdo guy in a Bronco. 
Really? That's, that's just me. But he, he was so nice. It doesn't matter. I don't want to ride with you. Beat it. Okay. <laughs> just leave it. But, but, but good for you. Well, you, you can just tell. Like, you could tell right. his bike was legit. He kind of, yeah, you yeah. could tell the guy knew what he was doing. Yeah, a cool right, Bronco, right. dude. Yeah. So I was like, okay. But he probably, but he may have looked like he hadn't been riding much. <laughs> <laughs> but he could still go fast. Yeah, yeah. So it was, it was Zach Bradshaw. It was. So we started talking. And, like, we didn't, even, uh, we didn't say our names. Yeah, yeah. We were taking off. So, of course, we start riding and yeah. we're talking about what do you do for work? Blah, blah, blah. I'm a firefighter or something. I'm like, well, I ride motorcycles. He's like, really? My brother used to race. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I actually raced too. I was pretty good. Really? And I'm like, and he's like, my brother's Damon Bradshaw. I'm like, no way. <laughs> you should have went, who's that? Yeah. <laughs> That's what you should have did. Really? Yeah. How funny is that? He was the nicest guy ever. We, yeah. we rode for like an hour and a half. And wow. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. How random is that? Dude? Yeah, yeah. He, 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 between him and my dad, they got almost a Bronco museum. <laughs> oh really? Oh, so yeah, so the old yeah. OJ thing was not good for you guys. You guys, <laughs> you guys are like, look, Broncos are good. <laughs> it was the Broncos way before that. Sixty six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool ones. Uh, Damon, you're home. Yep. Welcome back. You're on Yamaha yeah. now. You're back. Yeah. Uh, it's it's awesome. You know, I I, was, I think about it you know daily and a lot more now that uh my, I finally got my bikes and mm-hmm. kind of in the process of getting them already. But to have the opportunity to work with. Yamaha again after spending so many years there. I mean, honestly, I would have never mm-hmm. even thought that, that that I would even have that opportunity again. So yeah, I'm super excited uh, to be with them for the next couple of years and that's awesome. And, uh, see what comes of it. Yeah. Uh, every time I saw you, I was like, we got. I mean, Gas Gas guys were good. They did a good job for you. You know, I'm sure you appreciate all their help over the years. But every time, uh, absolutely, yeah, it, it was a great partnership, and um, you know those guys did everything they they said they were going to do, and 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 I enjoyed it. I mean, it was nice working with a small company, and but you know the opportunity with Yamaha and and uh, trying to do some you know some UTV stuff when I have time, it just ties into uh, what I'm doing with WPS. Every time I saw you, I'm like, we got to get you back. We got to get here's, you back. Here's my thing <laughs> in Idaho doing the fly thing. Yeah, Damon is ripping on this gas gas, and and not to talk shit on gas gas. They're just not to the level of these other brands, and he is hauling ass on this thing. <laughs> so in my mind, I'm thinking, if this dude got on a legit bike. Stop it. Gas gas are legit. They're fine. No, no. I'm talking about moto. Okay. He's on an yeah, off-road yeah, yeah, bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, 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 you know right, what I'm saying? Right. Legit so. moto bike. Yes. Right, got it. Um, no, it's awesome. It's great to have you uh, back with Yamaha. I'm glad it worked out. Uh, I know I was telling the Yamaha guys, you guys got to get down. I know. Back. So I, I heard it in the office. People were talking about it. And I'm oh, like, dude, that's I, I a good. I appreciate all the help. Yeah, I'm like, that's a good idea. You guys need to make it happen. Dude, I mean, come on. We got all these ambassadors riding different Thank bikes you. and everything this else. This makes sense. This one, <laughs> this one works. Yes. So outside of High Point 97, uh, all your wins uh, on a Yamaha, you know, Damon, plus an amateur, of course, right? Um, yeah, I mean, I think I was trying to think today, and honestly, I don't know the year, but I'm thinking I was seven-ish, eight-ish when I, mm-hmm. maybe, I think maybe seven, when yep. I got my first contract with the amateur program. Uh, I remember the race. I just don't remember the year. It was Brownsville, Pennsylvania, before we went to Reedsville, North Carolina, and then to Loretta Lynn's. So the so, great the great was, thing about Yamaha is uh, they sell and they sell and make great two strokes. So what what are you going to get? Are you going to get a two stroke too? Or are you going to get a four stroke? What, um, what are we getting? So so I got a, a four fifty motorbike and then I got a two fifty WR for my off road bike. And I'm already thinking that I would like to build a, a two stroke um, two fifty. You know the off road oh, bike yeah, for yeah. that just to 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 have it because I never really. I mean, I enjoyed riding the two-stroke, and the more I rode it mm-hmm. off-road, I understood why hard enduro guys ride two-strokes. But 
I, you know, the Yamaha being a new 250F this year with the new six-speed wide racer training, I was, I really liked that transmission. Um, so, but I thought, man, there are some times when the two-stroke could be fun. But as far as moto, I want horsepower. So, and and, <laughs> and I'm going to have to detune it a little bit until I get until I get caught up on it. <laughs> well, Travis can get you a map. We'll, yeah, we'll, we got plenty of maps. That's what I hear. Yeah, we'll get you a map and 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 load it in there. Um, so what if you? Would you put four on your bike, or would you put eight on your bike, mm. Damon? What would you put? Ele- you want to put eleven? We're not going to put eleven on there. What, what are we going to? I, I'm, I run forty-five. Yeah. You know that. Yeah, yeah you're I'm right. 45. Actually, that, that that was a stupid question. You do run forty-five, and I like forty-five yeah. too. Yeah. So, so I, I have a stupid question. Okay. So, what what's the significance of forty-five? Was that the last year you ran? Was that your last? No, number? that was his, that was no. his first pro number. My first. Yeah. Oh. Two-digit pro number. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, that makes yeah. sense. Yep. Yeah. Yep. There, there, there's always a story behind someone's number. So. Yeah. Eighty eighty-nine. Um, so I rode a few races in 88, the tail end of 88. And I think I was 638. And then my first given number was a yeah. 40 was 45 and 89. That's a, that's a low number for your first number. Yeah. He rode like two nationals. You did good at those yeah, two yeah, races. Yeah. Well, I, I tell the story, Damon's first ever pro race. And this, I mean, Eli Tomac came out his first pro race and won. And Stewart probably got one or Stewart didn't, I don't know. Stewart might've won. I it's way more commonplace. When Damon came out at his first pro race and got fourth at Millville, I mean, that I was around. I was at that race. That blew people's minds. No one came out of Loretta's. Like, Button got lapped his right. first race. Timmy got lapped. Wow. Like, all these, pro, all these Loretta Lynch champions back in the day would come in and get beat down for a couple of years until you figure it out. And, Damon, you got fourth, which you, I've asked you about this before. You're like, yeah, I don't remember it being a big deal, but it was. Nobody did that out of amateurs back then. Yeah, and I mean, again, I've said it time before, it, it's always easier those first few because to me, going in, and for a long time, it's like you have everything to gain, really nothing to lose. So you can, as you guys well know, you can let it hang on the ragged edge, and if it works, it works, and if it don't, then it could be it could be big. So I think, you know, and, and as time goes on, and said it before on the show, you know, Ricky Johnson told me when I won my first Supercross in Japan and uh, that, you know, I won't say the exact words, but he said, you know, you made a mistake. And I'm looking at him, you know, I'm 16 years old and I'm looking at him and we've been friends and I'm like, what are you talking about? And he goes, well, you made a mistake now. He goes, because when you don't win from now on, everybody's going to want to know what happened. Yeah. And yeah. so that pressure just builds and builds and builds. And really in the beginning, I mean, yeah, I was nervous going there, but the, the pressure wasn't there because there, what was the expectation? You know, yeah, it's like, yeah. I just want to do better than that. But, and, and it wasn't, again, it was the pressure I put on myself. I mean, I, I still expect it today and I don't know that it will ever go away. I mean, here a few weeks ago I was racing against Brownie in Pennsylvania and I don't, I don't race anymore. I yeah. ride for fun and, yep. and, and hang out with people and talk and ride with people. And so it's like, it's kind of a snap for me to get on the starting gate again with, you know, 30, yeah. 40 guys. And, and honestly, it makes me really nervous. And so we go to that race and it's a two day deal and Brownie's riding 12 classes and I'm riding two. <laughs> and, and you know, the, the, the first several motos and why he was out there with me, I don't know. Maybe he just wanted to make me feel more comfortable. No, I doubt that. But we start <laughs> on the outside and I just wanted to be on the outside because I wanted an outlet, you know, if I did, if I didn't like what was going on. So yeah. the more confident I got, I would move to the inside. But, uh, you know, I, I, one, one, one of the motos, I actually got to race with him and, and, you know, got up beside him a few times in race. And then, you know, one of the other motos, I made a mistake. He got around and then I rode the bike off through the woods trying to keep up. <laughs> but, uh, but, but I'd come in and I was still so aggravated 
Yeah. Because I still expected myself, but, but I just was not physically strong enough at that time to hold on to the bike. And, and I'm still working in that direction. I mean, I've been riding a two stroke for three years and riding a lot of off road. So it was like an eye opener. You know, I got a, a used bike off of, you know, somebody's, you know, dealership in Pennsylvania mm -hmm. and, realized that the bars had been clipped off and I, it took me till the second day to figure that out. I had to ask Brownie about that. I'm like, do you think these bars feel narrow? He goes, he goes, absolutely. He goes, I got a pair in the truck. So I, was, I couldn't understand while I was getting third, fourth gear head shake, but uh, Brownie, did Brownie put you, did Brownie put you into a fence at any part, any part of the weekend or anything? Did Brownie take you um, down? No, but okay. he, but he, but he did. So I, I, I had him, Shocking. I'll call it set up, because it was a moto I rode the best. Right. And it was a straightaway before the finish line. And I was really surprised that I was able to ride that well with him because, yep. again, you know, he'd been racing. So I'd been taking this one line. I'm like, all right, come in the last lap. I think I, I kind of have a line here. I think I can do it. Well, he, he hadn't been moving out there. Well, as soon as he heard me get up beside him, he he did the common thing. He he took me to the edge, and I had to shut down. <laughs> but uh, it, it was it was really it was really fun. I mean, it, yeah. even though we both wanted to win, and I know he did definitely didn't want me beating him as bad as I wanted to beat him. But uh, it, it was good. Yeah. I just you know it's one of those things where you wished you were more prepared. But honestly, that was God. I think that was the first time back on a four fifty, and well, since yeah. I think fifteen, wow. since fifteen, but. Yeah. But I don't, you know, I don't, like I said, I'm not much into racing. I mean, I, I enjoy, you know, what I'm doing with WPS and all of our exclusive brands and uh, racing just, uh, I, I say it all the time, risk for reward. <laughs> yeah, we get a lot of people asking questions about you whenever we have you on, like, when's Damon going to race? Or, and you know, you've, you've said that all the time, like, you're just not into racing, right? Like, it's just not, like, like I said, it's just not something that you want to do. You're too competitive. Something could go wrong. So. <laughs> yeah, it's just you just expect too much, and you know, and honestly, that day I, I really was thinking that, you know, about Brown. I mean, we don't talk; we're not. It's not like we're best buds, but when we see one another, we talk. But I mean, he was going really fast because I was able to go out and watch him in the other ten classes yeah. that he was riding. He's a Loretta Lynch and champion. Yeah, he's yeah. yeah. He was racing with kids that were you know young and going fast, and it's like I almost feel like we're going too fast for, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but um. Yeah, I mean, obviously you can get hurt riding. I understand that, but I just feel like you know raising that risk and, and going into first turn with with guys that are seventeen, eighteen, twenty, twenty five yeah. years old just not not exactly smart. Vortex Racing bringing you uh, Damon Bradshaw, uh, Barsha Plessinger, the star racing guys use Vortex Racing on their bikes, and so should you. Email Jake at vortexracing dot com. I'm laughing inside right now. Yeah, I, I'm listening to Damon talk. Right, I hear Brownie and Damon. Okay, yeah. I listen to Brownie. Hey, Kiefer, hey, buddy, puts his arm around me. Hey, man, yeah, I, I don't, I'm not into racing for fun. You know, I just want to have a good time. And that motherfucker <laughs> is so gnarly. Yeah, and I'm is. thinking, 10 minutes ago, this son of a bitch was just telling me he doesn't want to race. He's not into it anymore. And he is going ape shit. <laughs> and I'm thinking, Bradshaw is the same son of a bitch. He is the same guy as well, Brownie, dude. Damon, at the World Vets a couple months ago, Kiefer got the whole shot and was running running uh, first. Brownie was second, and uh, Brownie took him down. Park, Bra just just put him down. Bra Damon, it was <laughs> we had a 20-minute moto, Damon, and he yeah. slammed me the second lap like it was the last lap. 
And I'm sitting there, and I call them some words as we're picking both of our yeah. bikes up. Like, like there, there was no room in that corner. There really nothing. wasn't any room. There was nothing. And I, it's like, it's like Brownie. You're probably gonna get around Kiefer if you, you know, just wait. Easy, up, bro. Wait another easy, lap, bro. Whatever. I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> like you guys, but you guys have been talking about that for a couple of years, right? Yeah. I mean, like this race a little bit. Like there'd been some building up. There is a little bit, but yeah. I, I mean, okay. Just but like I said on the star line, hey Kiefer, yeah man, I don't really care anymore. <laughs> right, I'm not yeah. even supposed to be here. It's just gonna be a fun day. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Yeah, and also, yeah, right. no, 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 but, ooh. yeah, dude. Um, it never it ends. It goes right to business, yeah. you know. It's, yeah. it's funny how, and and again, it doesn't matter. You still expect it of yourself, and it's like I'd come in. I'm like, why? I, why do I expect this out of myself? Why do I even expect myself to be able to go this hard for 20 minutes? It's just yeah. dumb. Uh, but you know, that's the way we're put together. So what? Yeah, what yeah. Did you get an e-bike yet, Damon? Did you get one? No, no. Okay. I'm, just, I'm, right. I'm still I'm still pedaling the. Right. But I but I have talked about that ride several times with people. I said it was. I said I, honestly, and I, I could care less who who hears this. I got arm pumping the first five miles. <laughs> there was no. I swear, and I don't get arm pumped. But it was. We were going so fast. Wow, thank you. Really? Yeah. Just, I mean, you can I, go that fast, this dude. Well, it was intense, and I was trying to ride as close to your rear tire as yes, I could. Yes, you were. Yes, you were. And and it was like, you know, rocky and ruddy. And so, I mean, and if you went down, you were going to look like you went through a meat grinder. Oh, my Dude, God. Anywhere. I love it. Keep going. I love this. I got Damon Bradshaw behind me. What do you want me to do? This is what I was telling you. What do you want me to do? I, I have I have Jesus himself I right so, behind me. I feel so sorry for Damon because he's Damon Bradshaw. So anytime he goes do with he just does anything <laughs> right, with right, anyone, right, right. he has this motherfucker in front of him just trying to dick measure. And I'm like, just leave me alone. Right. I'm just trying to live my life. No, no, no. It's Damon Bradshaw, bro. No. You know? No. It's it's kind of fun, you know. At a, at a lot of our ride days, I get some, you know, guys or oh, or, sure. or, or whatever that want to ride. <laughs> Jesus. And the last, so I had two ride days at the end of the year, and three different occasions. I have, I don't even know who they were, but they were going fast. <laughs> they, were, they were going fast, and I'm like, oh, I, you know, I'd go out on the track, and I was trying to find somebody to ride with or whatever. So I jump in behind him, and we're we're going fast. Three different times I'm going into the corner, and I'm like, I know better than to ride this close to somebody that I really don't know. Right. And it was like this flashback in my head, and they fell right in front of me, going second gear, third gear hard <laughs> yeah. you know, in, into corners. Yeah. Two of the times, I got it shut down and, like, so much brake and, and ran into their bike, but almost yeah, went over yeah. the bars, but I was able to set it down. Didn't hurt nobody. The third time... I'm not getting it shut down because it's third gear <laughs> fast. And I end up, my bike ends up on top of this guy. I end up on top of him, and naturally I am pissed. I get up, you know, it's a bike, again, that I have borrowed, and front ends sideways and did some damage to the bike, and it was the last ride pretty much of the day. And I'm like, I made it through all these weekends without tearing somebody's bike up, and then now. Yeah. But, you know, it's just, but it's still, again, it, it's fun to, to be able to go out well, and, Racing around with some young kid. What I think is funny about that mountain bike ride was Damon was right on me. Yes. So then I'm like, oh, like he wants to keep like we're pushed. Like maybe I'm going too slow. No, let me, let me no pick one wants this up. To go that fast. You're you know, and, it. and then I'm starting to think I'm I'm like chicken, you know. And he's, he's, he just sees <laughs> he just sees like you know number twenty in front of him. And I'm gonna. This I is see, over. I see that every time. <laughs> it's, it's always well. Everything's a race. 
Oh uh, my gosh. Preston, do you have that when you go out to Glen Helen or Cahia? Like, do you have the guy, like, so, saying, like, hey, this is Travis. Because you're a this, taller guy. This, like, this is yeah. something me and Chris have been This is a hard time for me right now because I've turned the page. Okay. I don't want to go fast anymore. Okay. All right. Like, it That's comes. That's good. That's good. You're smarter than I am. <laughs> it, it, it's come to the point to where I, I still want to go the same speed, yeah. but I don't ride the bike as much. So I get really Look. bad arm pump. And yeah, I can yeah. only do three laps this week. So I want to do. Maybe I want to do a 15, 20-minute moto. I want to hit my lines. Yep. I want to look good. I want to maybe try to scrub something. Yep. I can't do that when my <laughs> arms are rock solid. Right, right. So I slow down four or five seconds a lap. I'm having fun, Steve. Yep. It's a good yeah, time. Yeah, it's a good time. You know, this guy, oh, what's your lap time? What's your lap time? Pulling in behind me. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, race. yeah. Like, yeah you're like, dude, chill out. Let me enjoy myself. Right, yeah. Yeah, Damon, Damon has a hard time with that, right? Uh, plus, like yeah, you said, yeah. I do know, and I, and I have got smart enough to know when I start getting tired, especially on the 450, it's time to take it to the truck. Yeah. Give it a few minutes. Yep. Yep. I have figured that out because I've had a couple of close calls, and it's been because of that. You know, you just upper body. I mean, it takes – well, you guys know. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just crazy amount of strength that it takes to hold on to these bikes, and you can't just explain that to people. I mean, yeah, somebody can go out and ride the bike, but when you start trying to ride it hard and at speed, the, the upper body strength it takes is – um, Damon Bradshaw on the uh, Pulp Mech Show, presented by Motorsport and Fly Racing. Uh, Damon, you still doing the fly uh, racing guys, still working with the WPS. Yes, sir. Doing all yes, that. Sir. So you're going to be at the ride days. You'll be at the Supercrosses, right? You'll be at a lot of those things for fly again? Yeah, yep. I will. Probably not quite as many this year because we have more ride days spread out around the country, and we're doing yep. you know, moto days, off-road days, working on some adventure stuff. And so, yeah, I mean, and I, and I enjoy getting to do it all, so it's kind of a mix-up. You know, yeah, to, get yeah. to go to some supercrosses, but then, um, like at Glendale, we have a ride um, on uh, Friday with some of our dealers in that area the day before the supercross. So cool! I'll, yeah. I'll be driving, be driving there and oh. taking my bike. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that weekend. We got you out of the monster trucks and 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 back on Yamahas. Things are going well for Damon Bradshaw fans. Yeah, we're we're, we're yeah, all happy. I can't be happier. Right, I right. appreciate it. Thanks um, for everybody's help. Yeah, it, it's it's been cool for sure. And also, too, speaking of WPS and the Fly Racing guys, Firepower Parts, uh, firepowerparts.com. Please check them out. The GDR Honda guys won a championship using their battery. Kiefer, it's one of your must-have mods for Yamahas over yep. the years. Yep. Uh, check them out, uh, firepowerparts.com, whether it's a less expensive chain, uh, which is 50% less expensive than the competition, or it's the battery, the premium lead-acid and lithium battery. They save you cash and offer superior performance, firepowerparts.com. That's a, that's a WPS company, so Damon, you know those guys well kurt and uh i do i use the batteries um all right so speaking of crashing somebody's bike and all of that damon uh we got <laughs> i was wondering when that was gonna happen we dark side what's going on damon when we going riding listen dark side you've done enough <laughs> damage we're good yeah. we're gonna go ride but feel... you're gonna ride your own bike <laughs> <laughs> and, and, so and let me clarify when you crash somebody's go, go ahead so, damon well, so that weekend, you know, again, it was my bike for the weekend, and I don't know how how much you guys have talked about it. Oh, but, about plenty. You know, oh, don't <laughs> worry, we got to cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, yeah. uh, you know, it was one of our our reps' potential bike, potential. <laughs> you know, after the weekend, but uh, hey, you know what? Things happen, and uh, I was just, I, I guess it was not a good time for him to crash, but I'm glad it was at the end of the day, and I'd about had enough. But, but so I didn't need yeah. to ride Dam- anymore. Damon, we couldn't figure out why he left it pinned over a single. Yeah, like we can't figure that out. We don't know what. <sighs> like, it's, I think it's one of those things that we probably all done. We forgot exactly where we were. Dark side. Did you? Did you forget? Yeah, they're yeah. they're not they're not letting me have it at all. They're just they're killing me. They. 
Um, we got this audio. We got this audio though from uh, from his from his GoPro, uh, Damien. You got to listen to what he's he's laying on the ground. Okay, he just oh. almost dies <laughs> on this on this Yamaha that you know the rep has now got to replace almost the whole thing on it. And and here's his here's his audio on it. Oh shit! That's Damon Bradshaw's bike. I just fucked up. <laughs> I can't fucking believe I did that. <laughs> That's, oh, God. He's got a punctured oh, lung and a broken rib or whatever, and he's more concerned with your bike, Damon. So, I, I, yeah, that's that's not good. I, I'm sure I told him several times that's not the important part. But I, I was standing at the truck talking to somebody, and I knew where he had went to ride. We, we had talked about this, and I heard somebody had crashed. So it's on a second track. So I'm overlooking that track, and I don't see a blue bike. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you know, so I had to run quite a way. So I run down there and I'd see another guy and it kind of tell me what's going on. I'm like, oh God, you know, told me a little bit. Yeah, he's, he's awake or he's alive, but it's this. And so then I'm trying to tell people to get off the track because they right. were still riding by, you know what I mean? Yeah. And one, one guy, I'm telling one guy, I'm like, if me or you were laying there close to the track, we'd probably appreciate it if nobody had ride by till they got him out of here. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, people started riding around me. And getting on the track. Oh. And I was grabbing jerseys. <laughs> and, and people are looking at me like, I'm like, dude, there's somebody, you know, because you couldn't see him. That was the thing is yeah. he was like hidden. I think you laid there for a while, didn't you? 40 minutes. <laughs> oh, no, I knew that. I knew that. I'm like, I could have I could have went and got a helicopter and come back and took him to the hospital quicker. And, yeah. Yeah, it took what? a while. Oh, Damon, we had so much fun with Dark Side <laughs> crashing the bike, uh, and oh, it was great. It was. Well, good. I've been asked about it a lot, and I've only been to <laughs> maybe two or three events. <laughs> and I've been asked a lot. <laughs> well, Dark Side, um, you know, yep. you know, hopefully you, you, you know, next time you borrow a bike, Dark Side, we just back it down no, a little no, bit. No, there's no more borrow bikes. Next year, ever. I'll just ask for two instead of one. No, no, there's no more borrowing bikes ever again. Uh, yeah, no, no. no, that's it, that's it. Oh, dark side, and then you've had to replace all the parts on it. Dark side, are we are we good with that? Do we do you need help yep. replacing the parts or? Uh, well, it's it's done. Um, I appreciate you guys reaching out and offering all the help, but we we got it done. Um, but yeah, Darren with uh, WPS, he wasn't thrilled. Obviously, it was <laughs> obviously. I think he is still trying. To, I think he is buying the bike. I don't know for sure, but uh, he wasn't thrilled. I so. No, I I think so. I was told. I was told yes. So. Yeah. Oh boy. Uh all yeah, right, Dark Side. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Thanks he for, wasn't yeah, hurt that yeah. bad. All right. <laughs> uh, Dark Side, Colin. We got another call for you, Damon. From uh, uh, this is Walker. Walker, what's your question for Damon Bradshaw? Hey, how's it going tonight, guys? What's happening? Good. Hey, Damon, I know we've seen you at some GNCCs and some off-road stuff, maybe some sprint enduros and off-road enduros, and I didn't know if we were going to see you hit some more of the Kenda sprint enduros or GNCCs this upcoming season. You know, I would like to try. I mean, I, I enjoyed the GNCC, but, again, it takes so much, you know, effort and, and training to be where I would want to be for that event. I think with the amount of riding that I do, I can go to a sprint enduro and have fun. Um, I really mm -hmm. like that format. So, yeah, I would definitely like to get back to a few of those this year. I was kind of looking at the schedule, but I do 25 to 28 events already, and mm -hmm. so it's it's going to be tough, but I really did enjoy those. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, also, what do you think about – I know you're kind of like a warrior. You know, you were in the monster trucks. Now you're on Blue Crew with myself and Mathis and all of us cool guys. Uh, what do you think about Sipes doing just, I mean, a shitload of different things this year? 
What's that now? The what what do you think of Ryan Sipes and all the things that he did? I don't know if you kept up with, with oh, Sipes' thing. Um, I, I have. I have yeah. bits and pieces. Amazing. Great guy and uh, obviously talented. And I've, I've always thought about that. You know, that, like back in the day when we rode the Mini Olympics, when you had to ride moto and hair scrambles, TT and flat track, I always thought that was one of the coolest events that there ever was because you got to see how versatile one rider was. And I think – if, if there was any way to do something like that professionally, I just think it would be neat. So he basically has went and did those things and did very well at them. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I appreciate that. Thank Thanks for the guys. call, man. Thank you. Uh, Damon, so you're on a YZ450F. You've ridden it. Now, you know, you've ridden all different kinds of bikes growing up, racing, doing these things. What do you think of the this new technology and the Yamaha and how, how it works on the track? It's crazy. I mean, it's only I've only been on the bike a few times, and it seems like by the end of the day or end of the second day, I'm starting to feel comfortable because just adjusting, you know, riding a, a stock bike off the showroom floor, breaking it in, doing all the adjustments and stuff. But uh, it, it's mind blowing, really. I mean, to be able to in the first, actually, it was the first weekend I got to ride was the uh, we'll call it the dark side weekend. <laughs> I was I was asking guys about my phone and how to do that and yep. how the, you know, the, the light worked. And it took about three people and finally a younger kid come up and he lined me out. And then it's obviously super simple, but I had no idea how to do that. And so when I first, when he first came up, I thought I had been riding, um, I don't know, I'll just call it the third, the third map or the, okay. the, the Alomi map. Yep. And, uh, but I wasn't, and I was impressed still, but, oh, my God, when he put that one in and I went out and rode, I'm like, it's like a different motorcycle. And then once I got, you know, suspension adjusted around, I, I felt really comfortable. So I'm looking forward to getting suspension sent off and getting it a little more, you know, tuned in for, for me to and then to be able to ride moto more. I mean, the last three years, you know, as Gas Cass's motorcycle is more aimed towards off-road, mm-hmm. I still rode moto with it. But I'm I'm more excited about riding moto now because I feel like I have a motorcycle that's you know intended to do that. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it's I was could not believe how much difference there was in the last one that I rode, which would have been uh, 16. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, um, would have been big was, difference then. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. major, major difference. So, uh, yeah, it's really cool. I mean, again, to I think they have. <clears throat> definitely one of the best bikes if not the best bike this year and it sounds like the rest of the public feels that way too so um you know into supercross mm-hmm. i think those guys are on a level playing field when it comes to you know a good motorcycle i rode it yesterday i love it it's an amazing bike i also went on the wi-fi and looked at my running hours changed my filter changed my oil reset it how many hours are you on do now i think 15 and a half oh wow is that good is that okay I mean, for, I'm I'm in for whatever you got. Okay, thank you. I yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, Damon. Well, hey, anything else for Dan Bracha, Travis? Uh, Welcome home. Yeah, I, I guess so. <laughs> you know, I, I guess you know, being being a test rider, I'm just curious, Damon. What what would you want to change on the suspension? Like, what is it too soft or just just? I'm you just know, an, initially for me, it, which I was really surprised, it felt stiff. Um, and I didn't. But again, you know, the tracks I was riding, the first track I was riding was a sand track. Um, and just trying to, I don't really know. I, I, I talked to one suspension guy and he kind of lined me out a little bit, but it just felt stiff to me initially. Now that was breaking the bike in. So, yeah. and I was, and I've talked to Steve quite a bit. I've talked to Dubok some and, and, um, 
not really about suspension, but it's just, you know, it's been so long since, I guess, because I rode gas gas stock as well. But off-road, you can kind of deal with it. I feel like moto sometimes fine in tuning something. But if I could probably go out with somebody that could watch and take my feedback, mm-hmm. probably could dial it in. Yeah. Um, but I've never ridden a stock bike motorbike like a Yamaha or whatever that felt initially too stiff. They always before felt initially too soft. Right. So, I mean, I don't really know where the springs are for me or whatnot, but I think I could probably use stock springs, I would assume. Yeah. Yeah. The stock springs. Which is cool to be able to tune in a stock bike. I mean, there's not too many bikes you go to the, go off the showroom and that's kind of what I like about being able to ride them, you know, get a bike from a dealer and go out and do some minor adjustments and ride it. And I'm riding with people that have, you know, they've had their bikes forever how long and sent this and did that. I, I, it's impressive. So I have one more question for you, Damon. This is a good one I just thought of. So my boss is Steve Butler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I kind of gathered that a little bit. And, you know, I've, I've told the story several times here lately. But, you know, in 90, let's see, it would have been 95, Emig was leaving Yamaha. And Steve was talking about maybe going with him because obviously Jeff wanted him because, you know, he was a great mechanic. And I begged him and begged him to stay. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm playing the company card. I'm like, Steve, you got a lot of time in here. Do you want to go somewhere and start over? <laughs> blah, blah, blah. But, but now it makes me feel really good because it must have been a good decision because, you know, he's, he's still there for all of these years. Yeah. And there's so many guys that are still, you know, at Yamaha. And, and even some of them – when I started there as a kid, they're still there. Yeah. I just don't know how many places you go. So it's like, it's honestly like I haven't missed any of those years that I was gone because there's still so many familiar faces there. Yeah, it's cool. It's, yeah. it's, it's crazy. Steve's a great I mean, guy. I know now if you have, you know, have retired, but no, he was. He was. Steve he's, is he's uh, a technician. Yeah. He, he's a technician. He's not a mechanic. He's one of those unsung guys in the industry that everyone who's interacted with Steve Butler is like that guy's cool. Like no matter whether it was a rider, a mechanic, if you worked for Steve or you worked, you were another rider that he he worked. Like no one has a bad word to say about Steve Butler. I think that that no, would be he's very thorough. True, would yeah, you say? Yeah, like, and I, I just love it. He's passionate. Yeah. and he's kind. Yep, yep. and you know, yeah, absolutely, he's, he's humble. Yeah, so. and he's he and could he's, tune a two-stroke, and I'm sure he's the same now. But yep. you know, that was the thing back in the day, right? The temperature changed, and you yeah, had to, he's really good at that. He, he still loves so, to ride so too. Yeah, he, dude, so he I, goes I for I it, too. To come down and ride with you guys. Yeah, yeah, you need to, dude. That'd be a blast. Bring it in for another e-bike ride. No problem. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Dick yeah. measure, Damon. Intense Run. cycles, taser. <laughs> Dick uh, measure. Run. Yeah. Uh, all right, Damon. Well, hey, thanks for uh, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Welcome back to Yamaha, uh, yep. and we'll oh, see you, you uh, We'll see you this weekend. Happy going... birthday to your yeah, wife, we'll too. Yep. Hey, thank you guys very much. See you this weekend. All right, thanks, Damon. That's, uh, that's Damon Brouch, everybody. Brought to you by VortexRacing.com. I'm glad neither one of you brought up the water on the table right here. To uh, him? Damn it. Well, because I he probably would have thought, thought he, that was super creepy. I didn't yeah, know. I was, thought he knew about it. It's weird. He didn't know about that. Okay. He doesn't know about that. That's a little creepy. Yeah. yeah. You want to tell me what it is? That's uh, Damon Bradshaw's water sitting here that he drank mountain biking. And, it says, and it's dated. August 12, 2019, dick measuring contest with Steve. No, it doesn't say dick measuring <laughs> contest. But after, <laughs> after mountain biking, we went and got a smoothie. And he got a water, and then he came to the house, and he was hanging out with Pookie and I. Let me ask you a real question. And then he drank that from that water bottle, and then he <laughs> left it on the counter when he left. Let me ask you a real question. And I, I think, told Pookie, like, let's, like, we don't, nobody touches this. This is just sits there. Be honest with me. Yeah. And I know this, this may even answer my question, but right. when you're out mountain biking with him, you're yeah. having the smoothies, you're yeah. hanging out with him. Yeah. Are you thinking, like, holy fuck? 
or are you just removed from that? No, I'm trying to hold it together. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm Did trying you take to a selfie with him? Yeah, we've got a bunch of photos together. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But isn't it? Oh, saying, mountain like, biking I did too. Yeah, yeah, mountain bike I did. Like too. you look yeah. back and where yeah. you were, oh, yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah, oh yeah. shit, dude. Oh yeah, yeah. That's insane. He was my guy, Dogger, right. Rollerball Peterson, Dogger, Bradshaw, and RJ. What other guys. sport can do that? I don't know. None. Oh, now I got Travis Preston in my basement. That's what I'm saying. Right. Like NASCAR guys right. aren't doing this. Right. Football players, it, right. it ain't happening. Right. Um, all right, everybody. Uh, Travis Preston, Chris Kiefer here on the Pulp Mech Show presented by Motorsport.com. Welcome, Motorsport. Good job, Steve. And Fly Racing. Thanks to those guys for coming on board. So uh, we're going to do the X-Brand Goggle Tariffs <laughs> coming up. Uh, Tom Journey coming up real shortly from uh, Team Fried. Travis. Steve. So this is a serious moment of the show. Oh, I like this. I just, I like so, serious. Um, I've got, you know, 13, 14, 15 hours on my bike. I don't know what it is. Uh, my Yamaha YZ450 2020 model. Okay. Um, now, this jerk-off here is going to get some credit for getting me back into dirt bike riding. Okay? Because he got me that RMZ and... Give me a percentage pie. Of what? Me credit. You getting back on the dirt bike. 70. Okay. Uh, so, now, of course, I've got a Yamaha the last couple years. I've ridden this year... So I got my bike at Milestone in August, whenever it came out, right? Okay, yeah, that sounds about right. Okay, so then I got all dialed in with folks at Race Tech. So September to now, 15 hours on it or whatever it is. Okay. Ridden more in, in the last few months than I have in, in in 10 years. Whatever. Even when I had my old Cowie, I didn't ride that much. I like this. I'm loving that motorcycle. Like uh, the the Western guys at Western Raceway let me go out there whenever I want to. I went to Glen Helen two weeks ago. I hate Glen Helen. I hate the people that run it. I hate the people that, <laughs> that, that ride there. I hate going to that place. I don't like it either, Steve. I hate everything about that place. I hate that they're money hungry. I hate all of it. I had a great time. The track was a world vet layout. It had rained. <laughs> you know. And I just I brought my bike and I had a great time. It was getting softer and softer. And <laughs> Like, no, no, no. So I ro- I've been loving this motorcycle. And I tell, I tell people all the time, like, this bike, it's so much fun. So, and, you, and you develop this bike. This is your bike. Yeah, it's, this it's, is, it's, this it's is, not my bike. It's your but... bike. I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> I love the doctor, but, you know, he's not doing as much anymore. You're getting more influence at Yamaha. This is your bike. And I don't want to hear another word of it. So I love the thing. Suspension, motor, whatever gear you're in. Oh, I'm in first. Oh, I'm in fourth. It doesn't matter. There's power there all the time. <laughs> I have a TP3 map, and it's incredible. It's a good map. And though. last year's map. I'll take I'll take all the credit for the okay. map. That's it. So I've been loving this bike. And like, and I told Kiefer, like, listen, I'm not, I'm trying to be modest here, okay? I'm fucking flying right now. I'm flying on the track. <laughs> okay? Like, so I'm fat. I'm feeling good. Okay. Better than I have in... 10 years on a motorcycle and I think it's due to your your bike that you've developed and you let me ride. Well, it's phenomenal. It sounded like this was a question or there's some no, problem. No, no. So, you're, no. you're just making a statement of, on, on how so, good you well, feel. Well, oh, what wow. I want to do is Whoa. I, we, we want to do something for you for this bike. I'm so happy. I, 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 I'm I like so it. happy with this bike. Mm, that this is nice. We want to give you something. We want to give you can you read that plaque? Yeah, out? please. Can read you read that. the plaque? Wow. Okay. okay. So yeah, read it from um, all the way. Yeah. <laughs> so it says Yamaha. Of course, this plaque yeah. is presented to Travis Preston in appreciation of his work on the development of the 2020 Yamaha YZ450. It was your work 
and only yours. Yes, I don't. I don't. <laughs> what? This I don't want to hear. This is going to be great at work. I when don't I go back to work. listen. I love Butler and that Stevie guy and all the Japanese. Sure, yeah, whatever. This is your bike. On this bike that allowed it to be so amazing. Everyone, <laughs> do I have to read this part? Yes, yes. This is great. <laughs> really. Everyone but someone uh, seems to agree. No, it says everyone but MXA. <laughs> seems to agree <laughs> that it's the best bike of 2020. <laughs> That's so, great. And then, okay, we so. We honor you and your incredible R&D skills. The world owes you a debt of gratitude. That's that is nice. yours. That's nice. Everybody, and, and then, bring it nice. in. And then, and then also. A, a gift card what? To, oh. to our restaurant, to our what restaurant of choice. Wow, that's a fire, that is not my restaurant. Of choice. That is a Firehouse Subs gift card nah. and a Gosh. plaque. So, you couldn't spring for some capriotis. Couldn't spring for that. There's no capriotis in something. Exactly. See, so, thinking ahead. Okay, so that <clears throat> was wow. why I was asking you those questions yesterday. Not oh, about not about feeding you okay. tonight. Okay. So I just wanted to, out of appreciation of that motorcycle and how much fun I've been riding. I'm having riding and how fast I'm fucking going. Like anyone who wants to bring it up to Western. We still got 20 seconds on you though. Anyone who wa- I got lit pros. We're ready. For, I'm ready for either one know. of you. I, I don't know, but he might have me now. Cause I so, backed it down. Oh, here we go. This hold the plaque up for the, we can hold the plaque up for the camera now. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Take uh, out the wrapper. What, what, what camera? What do we, what, which one? Which one? This one. Take okay. it out of the condom. Um, I don't damage it. So yeah, up. we got lights and stuff. Okay. Because correct me if I'm wrong. It won every shootout but MXAs. Uh, <coughs> hold on. Sorry. No. It we, did not? Um, in, no, the, in, the, in the 450 class, there, there was 450. A, in the 450 shootout, okay. there were eight shootouts. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The Yamaha won five of them. Okay. Well, and then we finished second in three. Okay. All I know is the other ones don't matter, but MXA didn't vote the Yamaha number one bike, and that's why I put that on the plaque. Yeah, MXA does not think it's an incredible bike. There it is. I want to present that to you. Thank you, Steve. This is, it, this is nice. It, it's just wow. Where's nice. that going, by the way? And, and again, I don't want don't I don't don't let Butler claim it. That Stevie guy, <laughs> none no, of the Japanese honest, guys. No. Like it's your bike, and I love it. It's an amazing bike. You deserve that plaque and that Firehouse card gift card. It 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 is like we talked about, Steve. I think Steve is uh, a good boss, and he's taught me everything. And doesn't I'm not getting him a plaque. <laughs> <laughs> Only you. So I really owe a lot to those Japanese and Steve. And I was riding yesterday, and the dirt was good. It was a little cold. Dirt was good, and I was just loving it. I was able to put my bike inside, outside, jump this, whatever I want to do on that bike. And I was like, this bike is amazing. So I got you a plaque. I, I really appreciate yeah. that. And a gift that's, card. That's really yeah. nice. And Allie, hopefully Allie likes it. Uh, she does. She okay. understands what that is all right, about. Right, 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 right. <laughs> um, go ahead. Well, okay, so just on this topic. So, okay. you know, I think some people think test riders, you know, like I just stick to Yamaha. I, I think I'm Yamaha's harshest critic because, mm-hmm. I, you know, I have Chris's friends. I have so many friends in this industry and guys that ride the bike. Yep. I want to make a good motorcycle. It's like my reputation is, yeah. is, is on the yeah. line. So every time I ride a bike, I want to to make Chris's life easier. I want him to feel comfortable when he's going fast, but I also want you to feel good. I, so we ride other bikes. So I started feeding. You know, I'm riding this Yamaha over and over and over. So I call Chris. I said, Chris, I need a change. I want to ride something different. So he has everything. Right. So one day I rode a KTM all day. And yeah, the KTM, it, it does some things well. Chris talks about the things it does well, mm-hmm. but 
you get on the Yamaha and it's just overall everything. It might not do everything the best. It does but everything it, the best. It, it has it's, a consistent good feeling for me in all areas. And mm-hmm. the sag adjustment helped, by the way. Oh, I did it. My sag was off a little bit. Kiefer and I measured it. And yeah, the Yamaha sensitive for that. It worked better. Yep. That sag has worked better. So I want to add, too. Right. Uh, yeah, it is It is a lot of Travis, but I also want to give all note to the engineers that helped develop the bike. You're, you're only as good. As, he, he's as, telling the engineers what to do. No, no. This is what I'm about to tell you. Travis can tell the engineers whatever he wants, but it's up to them ultimately to make that change. I've been around other parts, and I've told engineers, hey, we need to go this direction, but maybe they don't go do that. You know, So it's a, it's a cumulative effort from a lot of people, not just Travis. Travis is a big portion of that, but you have to be able to listen to your test guys and trust them well, and then have those engineers make those changes. I just wanted to give you that as appreciation. <clears throat> Thank of, you. Of, yeah, of it's good. And, and I think maybe what, what my – I don't know how other you know manufacturers are, how it works there, but what okay. I know about Yamaha, what I think is special is the guys that work in the, in the YZ group have been there a long time, and these guys are like moto fans. They don't get any of those firehouse stuff. <laughs> that's only for you and but I, I think that's, that's why some of the success, because they are right. such moto heads, right. and they are all online watching Supercross. They listen to right. the show. They barely speak English. So it's, right. Oh, thanks. You just shit on them. Awesome. What? You just shit on the Japanese guys. No, I didn't. You just said it's Charles Travis. It is. I don't want to hear about it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Allie, grab a, come around here. We'll talk to you about Travis's accomplishments in the in the sport here. We got the X Brown Goggle Tariffs coming up here shortly. Tom Journey as well. Pulp of Mexico presented by motorsport.com and the fly fly racing. New video show Marks is everything is everything okay? Yeah, it looks good. Are you know what you're doing? Like <clears throat> uh, I don't know if I know what I'm doing, but right. uh, it looks okay, I think. All right, okay. Yeah. We'll get uh, the hang of it. All right, let's uh let's welcome in Allie. Allie, what's going on? Hey guys. How are you? Good. How are you? So you are Travis's girlfriend? Yes. For how long now? How long have you guys been like? God, that's, I love this whole segment. <laughs> yeah, well, we this, this, we I, I love back. how you spring this on me well, too. Right, awesome. right when yeah, I get yeah, here, yeah, like yeah. right before the well, show starts. Oh, by well, the way, okay. look so, at Chris right now. He's like, yeah, yeah. Like, I love he's it. I'm so, so excited for me to so, talk about you. Know, well, <laughs> I just want I, after after I give him that. I mean, look, Firehose gift card is a big deal. Yes, it is. And, and that plaque there, that ain't Firehose. I love it. Oh, Firehouse. And that that plaque ain't free either. No. So I I just wanted to, you know, bring you in here and, like, this is the impact that your boyfriend is having on my life. Like, this is what he. I know Travis never talks about himself. I guarantee you he doesn't talk about beating James Stewart in 125 Supercross Series. No, he doesn't. He doesn't talk about grabbing Stu's helmet to make sure he was okay. He doesn't talk about his. Everyone wanted to interview him on uh, Factory Connection Honda Days. He was the only rider that anybody cared about to listen to their post race interviews. He doesn't talk about that. So I wanted you to know how special Travis Preston is. Oh, I know he's special. I do know that. Okay. Here's the thing. What? I've been around Allie and Travis yeah. a little bit. Yep. Allie doesn't come from a motorcycle you know, right. like, like we do background. Right. right. She knows a little bit, yep. but it's nice to, and I, I can't speak for Trav, but for me, it's nice to have a woman that is disconnected from that portion of your life. You right. don't have to have a chick that knows right. what you've done. He's just who he is. Right. So I like that she doesn't know shit about his racing career, but well, knows Travis as Travis. She does know something about uh, chassis. Oh, oh, wait. 
you have me here to talk about the rigidity balance of the new chassis on the <laughs> yes, way before. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> talk about Travis. Boom, I like it. Um, no, I just... <laughs> I know I am Okay, here. so you know that he raced professionally, right? You know, you know he raced professionally. You know that he, he was pretty good, right? Yes. And that's about it. Have you actually gone back and watched any videos or anything? Or Okay, so... Uh, well, of course, I googled him. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that was right. number one. What yeah. comes up, Stu? And, Stu Stewart and him? Yeah, and like yeah. some of his, I think, like uh, post interviews. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The interviews were a yeah. big deal, yeah, right yeah, back yeah. then. Um, Which have you sat and watched a race? But of- I haven't. No, I haven't really seen like the race video. I was trying to get his mom to show me. Oh, um, her and my time. mom were just going I, at I My mom has that. photo albums this thick of every year. <laughs> and her and my mom are on the couch, just yeah. page by page. Listen. She has magazines where she's yeah. put paper clips oh, where his, every, where his photos. Yeah, wherever his name is. So, it's so cute. It's so you've cute got a memory. taste of this. Right. He's not going around telling you. Like, I would tell my wife every single day if I did the things that Travis Preston did. Like I would tell Pookie every day. Right. You're going to know. You're going <laughs> to remember this. Remember when I won a Supercross title? Right. Remember? Hey. Make me a sandwich. I ain't cleaning that dishwasher. I got a Supercross title. That's what I would do. Pookie coffee. Right. Every single day. But he's much too modest for that. No, that's not so, him at all. She right. hasn't even seen him ride a dirt bike. Okay. This, I'm glad we're talking too about late. this because. Too late. <laughs> too late. No. I mean, I've seen some little clips and videos here and there but i've never seen him ride he's depriving me like yeah. i feel like any good moto ho has seen her dude ride and right yeah I, I, it's, oh, like, is, is no, it like a yeah. rite of passage or something i have yes. he's depriving me and we're gonna a1's coming up so we got to make sure you're dressed accordingly when you go to a1 <laughs> oh yeah hey, yeah tell them the story about didn't i take you to the track one time and you like had well, to google like she's like, I don't know what well, she to said wear. She's never seen you ride. So, so you Googled snacks. something or something. Oh, was that? Oh the- no, I looked up the hashtag uh, Moto Hosers <laughs> just for just to be funny. Um, and I was well, hold on, him. Wait, wait, I was forwarding him. I'm like, I'm gonna what? wear this. She said she's never seen him ride, but she went to the track. Like no, 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 no Loretta's. Loretta's. Oh, oh, yeah. okay, okay. All right, yeah. got it. Um, well, I just, I mean, everything seems to be going good with you two guys, and now. You have a firehouse gift card. I know. I can't. To share. That. We're going to be eating good, Allie. Yeah. So. And don't give that to any of those Yamaha guys because they didn't develop that bike. <laughs> so I want to make sure that you just get that. I like Thank Steve. You. Thank I like you for all that. those guys. Right. Um, so when you, yeah, when you Google him, the best thing that comes up probably is James Stewart and him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's where he was. Yeah. Are you okay with living with that? Yeah, I'm fine. Everyone no, was like, I, I, it, it took me a while because that first thing I was done racing, everybody was, I wanted people to be like, oh, you're so fast in the whoops, or your corner speed was so good. Now it's, oh, your your interviews. That's yeah. all I hear yeah, now. Yeah. Like, I'm known for interviews. Right. Yeah. right. That's how sad our current interviews are, though, because we never got none of that shit. Oh. So now we would want some of that back. I think it's getting better. It's getting better. Sometimes. I think it's getting better. Yeah. So I, I think yeah. Adam does a good job. Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of guys coming Kenny, up. Kenny's good. Yeah, yeah. there's guys yeah. who are doing a good job now. So. Um, so how long, how long have you guys been dating? Mm-hmm. Uh, you didn't answer that. Mm-hmm. Like, like six, like six, six months. Yeah, six, seven yeah. months. Okay. Yeah. Is, is, is well, not... I've known him for longer, but oh, have yeah, you? Oh, really I didn't know dating, this. Like six Kiefer. Months. Yes. You Please know ask Travis me the question well. I want you to ask me. Please. Is he happier? Oh. Is his home life better? Is his, is his life better? <clears throat> Let me just tell you something about my buddy here. Because <laughs> I'll be honest. I, last time I saw Travis was at your house. Mm-hmm. I don't think Allie was in the picture yet. It was mm-hmm. a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And he was, not he didn't a, seem like himself. Not a solid. Right, right. Travis is a very complex human being. Mm-hmm. Um, he is one of the best-hearted persons that I know. He has a very big heart. And he is somewhat picky as a person. I mean, 
Heather and I will both attest to this. Like, he's picky as a person, which I respect. He wants... He has certain things he looks at and yeah. wants, yeah. and that's what he goes for. Yeah. I respect it. Right. Allie seems to have fit all of the things that he has needed, mm-hmm. and now we are here. Um, <laughs> and now we are here. <laughs> are you are you marrying them right no, now? No, We're here no but well. now we are here. You and seem like you're marrying. It's <laughs> nice to see him. Like he's happy. You know, right. he's uh, right. Right. he's not worried about anything. Like he'll come to the house and he's relaxed. Like it's it's right. a, it's a nice feeling, yeah. and it's nice for us as his friends. Yep. That we actually like his chick. Right. We don't... She's not a psycho, crazy bitch. She's not yeah. uh, up his ass well, all the time, you know, so it's I, nice. I wanted to get you on to let you know what a special human being he is in his skills of de- developing a motorcycle. He's made my life happier. He so. beats Stu Stewart, which I'm, I'm not happy about because I'm a big Stu fan, but it was cool that he did that 190 pounds on a CR125. Yeah. Somehow beats Stu. And then, uh, you know, all the things that Travis has done. Yeah, we were. No, we weren't. Never mind. Okay. Now, now I just need to see him ride because Chris right. says right. once that happens, I'm. She's I'm done. Just gonna have heart ice. Yeah. Well, don't bring him to Western because if I'm out there, <laughs> she might flip it to you. You're gonna have heart eyes for me <laughs> because there's nobody that's coming coming close to me at that track. Are you just at the ninety percent tile out there? You're just shredding. There's, How many guys pass you on any given day out there? Like when you're practicing in your moto. Do you want the honest truth? Yes. Yesterday, yes. nobody passed me. There it is. Nobody. Not so that means. Person. And how many and riders are out the track? There's thousands. So hey, you know, <laughs> you, you know how like like you're you're like a five guy, right? All oh, the time. Five, all the guys. So like, yeah. it sounds like was yesterday like a like a seven or probably like an eight. Yeah. Wow. It was great. So it was wow. a really and, good. And the motorcycle had a lot to do with it. <laughs> Cuts wow. deep. Cuts deep. Yeah. I mean, it was it wasn't a UTV track. Seems to happen. You know? uh, sevens or above always seem to happen when I'm not around. Um, wow. All right, let's do the X-Brown Goggle tear-off segment. Can we do that? Okay. Yes. Before we... It's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Marks, did you get that? No. Oh. Talon really? did it. No, but don't you have the segment? On the video side. Yeah, the video has the audio in it. Should we do it again so that people can see no, it? No, I don't know okay. what's going on. Did it work, though, with the whole intro and the graphic? <clears throat> no. Oh. No. Okay. Right. X-Brown Goggles is the choice of champions everywhere. Pulp Show 20 is the code to save with X-Brown Goggles. Uh, great goggle. Terrific. New goggle coming soon. <laughs> Just don't worry about it. It's coming, okay? Don't worry about it. Let's say, anybody out there listening, please uh, go back about 20 episodes and see if he says the same shit. It's coming, all right? <laughs> uh, so anyways, X-Brown Goggles, Pulp Show 20. These are rapid fire questions uh, submitted by Corey Moser. Do you know who that is? I, is he in jail? Yeah. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> yeah, that's the guy. Um, so uh, you got 30 seconds, all right? Here we go. All right, let's do this, Talon. Steve, as a producer, what did Marks excel at and what did he suck at? He was he excelled at, play, he excelled at playing Excitebike. He was incredible at that. And uh, he sucked at uh, uh, nothing. He was great. You got a high bar to meet over there, Talon. I love Excitebike, by the way, Marks. That's a great game. It is. See, and, and people mocked me for spending my quality time my, over here playing Excitebike. Yeah. You know what? I I would love to Thank play you. you. I'd be surprised if you can beat me. Oh, it's here on. Yeah, yeah. yeah let's I screw it. Western. I have it. Right Excitebike. over there. On let's Nintendo. fire that bitch up. Yeah, let's do that. All right, next question. All right, Kiefer, would you rather have Preston's abs or his Supercross title? <laughs> oh, title, for sure. Can't anywhere he goes. You got a title. No one could take that shit away. Like yeah, your abs you can come You can't see the title though. 
You're going to hold it, hold it in the store? But you can want? tell people you have that. Even uh, though you don't, I would. Yeah. Where is your, where is your 125 Supercross ch- trophy? It's packed away in storage now. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> well, I sold my house. But you can't have it out in your gym at, at, your, at your place? No. I won a 125 Supercross title. Ah, oh, it's packed away. Look, I have a second place fucking wheel on my fireplace. Imagine if I had a yeah. championship trophy. I got, yeah. a fifth place, <laughs> I, got, I got a fifth place GNCC plaque over right. there. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, I next, have a trophy room. When I get my question. house, it'll be, it'll All be right. out. All right, Travis. If the Yamaha 450 is such a good bike, why couldn't Cooper Webb win on it? Ooh, good question. Dick. Uh, like that, that. that is. Um... I think he was a young first-year rider. Injuries. He has a new program now. So uh, it wasn't the bike. Uh, I I don't think it's like it's a combination of a lot of things. I, I think it was a, it was a little bit of the bike, but there was a lot that he goes admitted into that pie. Yeah, he admitted it himself that he the he, stock bike was good. He said it. He said one of the best yeah. bikes he'd ridden was a stock he, YZ. He he said on the sh- on this show that he practiced at eighty percent. And then tried to turn it up for the weekends, and Alden. When he got to Alden, they're like, "No, no, no, you don't, you don't practice." That's not how you do it. Yeah, yeah we, don't, we practice at hundred. So, all right, next question. All right, Steve, who gets better results this season, A Ray or the Seven Deuce Deuce? Uh oh, A Ray, A Ray for sure, right? Yeah, I yeah. would think so. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I love Seven Deuce Deuce, yeah. but A Ray seems to have a little bit more. Right, yeah. right, right. All right, Chris, most likely and unlikely race winner in the 450 class this year. Most likely, obviously, Eli. Most unlikely, I am going to say Malcolm Stewart. Really? That's a pretty good one. Main event. Yep. Okay. Not not one of those gangbangs. No, it could be okay. a gangbang. It's, oh, okay. it's a win, right? Okay, yeah, yeah, I guess so, yeah. It yeah. all counts. Yeah. That's a... It's. She, yeah. she looked confused. Yeah, she's, it's... Yeah. She's been around me long enough. She's fine. She, she, yeah, it's, she's it's a, that's another name for you. <laughs> we'll, we'll explain it later, Allie. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, Travis. It's not real gangbangs. Going <laughs> yeah, on. right. It's not literal. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> well, there probably is, but not. But that's after the race. But yeah. Okay. Travis, worst race bike you had during your pro career? Oh, that's easy. The Husky. Oh, you want to race on it though? Yeah, but the, that had it had a terrible right. suspension. Terrible yeah. suspension. I need to do a podcast with you and JT where you guys just swap Husky stories. Oh, dude, be great. Yeah. What made it? What made it shitty though? What made the suspension shitty? That's it was I mean. a sax shock. I didn't know what a sax shock. What? Who makes that? What is that? I've never heard of it. <laughs> sax makes sax. Sax. What do they do? Fifth Avenue, dude. What's up? <laughs> so how are you going to have somebody set that up when? Yeah. Who, who was your suspension guy? We didn't have one. Oh. Before. So it was weird. We had uh, we had a guy that would only work on the forks, and the forks were okay, and then <laughs> nobody would work on the shock. That seems really odd. <laughs> That's not don't worry about that back end. Let's just worry yeah. about yeah. the front we, end. We don't know about that. So Get the forks working and the rest will follow. <laughs> All right. Next question. That's Rhino. Yeah. Steve, is Pookie more Team AC or Team Golden Knights? Mm. Oh, she's more Golden Knights. Yeah, unfortunately, she's we're losing her. To, we're losing her in Supercross. All right, Kiefer, who will be the first rider to say they are still working on bike setup? I look forward to the round twelve mm. thing. Oh, we're just so certain things out. Oh. I would say Savachi, but he's not coming out in round one. So I am going to say, ooh, that's an easy one. No, it's not. I am going to nineteen seconds. I'm going to say Dean Wilson. All right. What was your Eli? 
That's nah. a good one. Nah. Right. He won't say shit. He ain't gonna say anything. Uh, all right. He doesn't say anything right. good, doesn't say anything bad. It's just like... Next question. All right, Travis. You've been responsible with the money you have earned from racing, but what was your worst investment? My ex-wife. <laughs> it actually says here, besides your divorce. Oh. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> he told me not Somebody to throw that in. Somebody was smart about that. Yeah. Moser, Moser's a fan. He was. <laughs> he gets, well, yeah, he yeah, knows. Oh, um, gosh. Did you never bought a dumb car or nothing? Probably, but it was the funnest thing is a motorhome. I loved my motorhome. I got a big diesel pusher, yeah, yeah, and I yeah. love that thing, just taking it out all to the you, Hey, all you guys had. There's about, was, like, 10 of you guys Yeah, back then, dude, it was big. Cause I mean, it was good money back yeah. then, so we all had them. You did. Tedesco, everybody would be rolling them around. Everybody had drivers. And, yeah. And, and, yeah. Who was that driver? So that was probably the worst thing was I had a motorhome and I had a driver. That was a lot of money. Who was your driver? I don't even remember. Tyler something. He's from Minnesota. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. He's gonna be so bummed if he listens to this. God, <laughs> I, I think it was a thousand bucks a week, seven fifty a week. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Huh. yeah. All right. Oh, five I'm clicking the drop. There we go. Next round, Goggins, the choice of champions everywhere. Thanks, Moser, for that. Let's get that Tom Journey on the line if we can. Well, Allie, thank you. Thank, for, you. thank you for coming on. Uh, thanks for stepping in for the weekend. And, and <laughs> she could take those already, quick. Yeah, yeah. Already, <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> she's already gone. All right. Uh, Tom Jornet coming up here right away. Uh, Pulp Mech Show presented by motorsport.com and the folks at uh, uh, Fly Racing, of course. Fly Racing, official gear of Travis Preston, right? Are we? I, I love Fly. Did you, you're still in Fly? I'm, I didn't, that was like the one of the best things Chris ever told me to do. I never checked to make sure that you were worth Fly still for 2020. I, yeah, told no, I, 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 okay. I checked with JT, and, and I, I told JT from the, from the get-go, it's like I want to be somewhere that I'm going to be for a long time. Right, All right. So okay. th those guys ha have just been amazing. Flyracing.com. Please check them out on the on the web. Vertex Pistons. Do you know every two-stroke KTM and Husqvarna comes with a Vertex Piston stock from the factory, Kiefer? I do because I'm doing a KTM 125 test. No matter which brand of bike you ride when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. Full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons and replica high compression and gp style configurations visit us at vertexpistons.com email sales at pivotworks.com for more information from the folks at vertex they'll give you a deal on a top end for a two-stroke for a four-stroke whatever it is uh it'll work out so uh they'll bring you our next guest of the night we had bradshaw on earlier uh this man you've seen his work you may not have known his name you may not have uh know what he's what he looks like but you've seen his work online whether it's the photos or whether it's the hilarious uh team fried videos that we've seen over and over it's Tom Journey. What's up, Tom? How are you, man? Hey, what's up? Uh, not too much. Thanks Hanging for coming on. Right now. Yeah, yeah. First time on. Uh, yeah, stoked to be on here. Uh, Tommy Tenders, of course. That's how everybody knows you around. Um, hey, listen. First up, uh, fantastic work on those videos, man, all year long. I thought the Designations ones were amazing. I was watching them all. They seem like, but okay, first of all, Tommy, how long were you guys in Europe for? Uh, the entire month, literally. <laughs> I forget the day. I think we flew out like September second or for, like yeah, September second. Wow! And then you were there the whole time. Jeez. Yeah. yeah, and then flight out the Monday after donations, and it was. Let me tell you, it was nice to be back home. Yeah. What did it get on you after a while? Did you get like a little a little homesick? Yeah. Like honestly, I, my whole family's from France, so like I kind of understand the whole European culture. But, um, I mean, I'm pretty Americanized now, mm -hmm. so I'd say the biggest thing was just, like, um, especially with, like, the whole program when, like, when Jason and them are riding, 
like, you know, your, your day's pretty busy. And then, like, a big thing was just, like, just eating. Um, yeah. Like, there wasn't really anything quick to go. And we don't really we don't really cook. So we're usually, like, <laughs> right. we just, like, we just, like, get our food to go. And over there, like, when you sit down and eat, it's usually, like, a two-hour dinner. Like, yeah. A whole, you had a whole deal, yeah. right? Yeah. So that was, like, the biggest thing. But, I mean, other than that, I thought it was pretty cool. Like, Netherlands, I think, was the uh, – um, I don't know, like the number one country I think I can get adapted to that I um, have the language barrier in. And honestly, they speak English quite a lot over there. Yeah. And then what well, people don't forget, too, like you had to build these videos at some point. Like, you know, that all you guys, that took a lot of time. So you're there, you're filming them for six hours while they test or whatever, and then you're building this damn video. You yeah, know? yeah, exactly. And then on top of that, try to try to get some rest for the, uh, for the next day because it was just back-to-back. Um, man, yeah, you. I would have got tired. I would have got really tired of Europe, man. But like, did you feel look? You're over in Europe and all that, but did you feel like a real sense of um, anticipation and viewership for these things? Um, I mean, honestly, like the way the whole summer was planning out, like how, like I mean, at first to begin with, like I didn't really think Team Pride was gonna be like. Yeah, as big as I don't know, it, yeah, expected, yeah. You know what I mean, right? And um, and then after, like, by the end of outdoors, you know, we had like a bunch of team pride chants. I was like, dude, like, we're about to go to Europe, and like, I don't know if this has ever been done before. I mean, other than Verb being back, like, back in the day, they've done like some behind the scenes video, but like, I was like, man, I don't know if they've ever done this before with Team USA. Like, that's just that's a big thing, and I was just like. I don't know how big this is going to get, but I was yeah. telling Jason and Matt, I was like, dude, this is this is going to blow up. How have we not had that before? That's what I don't understand. Well, uh, yeah, I think we've had it, but we, I don't know. Jason Anderson is a real good personality for it, yeah, right? Yeah, of course, right. That's what I think is the key to this thing is, is, is Jason and all you guys at Team Fried, sort of your attitude is what makes these things work, Tom? Mm-hmm. You know what? Do you agree? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I think, honestly, the biggest thing is – I. I I feel like we try to be as relatable to just everybody else, you know, like um, just just the way of just living and everything. You yeah. know, like we got we got the cheapest rental car, you know, we were trying to just eat um, like as quick as we just all this stuff. You know, I, I just we just try to be as relatable as possible to everybody. Oh, uh, and then uh, Dean Wilson and, and Jason, of course, are two of the cheapest human beings alive. Right. It's from what yeah. I know. Oh, so. yeah. All these guys are, but you know, you, you've got to be. You gotta, you gotta be. Um, what's the what's the t- term? Um, act broke to be rich. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That reminds me. Uh, I didn't hear it personally, but I remember either Redbud or Bud's Creek, Wygan or somebody was like, "Yeah, dude, they're all chanting Team Fried at the podium." That's right. And I was like, "What? Really? Like, it was already been cut, catching on in the nationals." And you mentioned that. I, you know, which race? I don't know what, what yeah. race that was, but yeah, that's cool. Redbud, Redbud was the craziest. Like that was. I, I honestly like just Redbud. Obviously, is the biggest race. But yeah. When when Jason was on the podium and like, like the entire podium, like everybody from left to right, was mm-hmm. being tan- t- chanting a uh, team ride, and I was like, dude, I was like. You know, it was crazy. I was, like, shaking. And then after I was telling them, I was like, dude, like, MX Sports is going to – they're going to shut us down. There's no way. Like, the GCL – like, it was it was chaos almost. But it was it was so sick. It was really cool. Um, no, it was it was neat. What what didn't make the cut in uh, in the Destinations videos? What, what couldn't you put in? Was there something that happened that 
either Jason didn't want in or somebody told you you couldn't put in or anything like that? Um, honestly, no, not really. We kind of just, honestly, like the, the videos that you were watching is kind of just like my camera just, just rolling. Uh, my clips, yeah. yeah, just, just the clips back to back. Obviously I cut it like a little bit, just like when the shot, like when they're not in the shot, when I'm like, sometimes I'll record earlier just so that, you know, just keep the shot rolling. But mm-hmm. honestly, yeah, other than that, just kind of just kept everything up there. Um, I, I wish we filmed when we got there. We went to Amsterdam first to just, like, have a oh little boy. vacation and just oh boy. chill out. <laughs> yeah. But um, we didn't, like, yeah, we just, we, that was, like, really quick, too, because we had to go straight to Lomo after. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, we, everything you see is pretty much what would happen. Did you pull any chicks when you are in Europe? <sighs> no. Damn. <laughs> no, no. Dude, <laughs> did, like did you yeah. need Rarick there? Was Rarick That's the, what you did needed. you need Rarick yeah. to be there? Yeah. Dude, I'm not I mean I I know Seth for a while and like <laughs> this is a funny story with Seth. This one time I had a girl text me and she was like, uh, hey, what are you doing? This is like ten thirty uh-huh. and I'm like, Man, I'm going to bed and then I was living with Seth at the time, and I was like, dude, look at this. Like, this chick just texted me, like, what should yeah. I do? And he's like, what you, like, there's a bear shit in the woods? You, like, go to her. And, dude, I need I need a Seth in my life to just, like, take me up for that. So. I, need, I need a Seth. We all my, need a Seth in our yeah, life, Yeah, dude. dude. Trust me. He's come here to do the show, and my wife, it's she's uncontrollable. It's, it's, yeah. My mom is like, that Seth is a good-looking guy. Wow. Like, my mom was yeah, all my mom about it. I love Seth, too. Right, right. Jesus. Um, it happens, man. Hey, so, and what about the, so, so we obviously know uh, uh, the designations didn't go the way Team USA wanted, didn't go the way any of us thought it would. Uh, how was that? How, how'd you, did you feel like, look, I've done, I've done a bunch of videos and you always want, you want the climactic finish, you want the happy finish, you want all of that. You didn't get it. You didn't get it there. So how was that part of it? Um, man, honestly, like, it's weird. Like, obviously, after Saturday, I was like, dude, like, this is, like, this is about to become, like, the biggest thing ever. Like, mm-hmm. we just we just crushed it in qualifying. Like, we're going to go tomorrow just swinging. Like, that's what I thought in my head. And, uh, but, you know, obviously, anything can happen. And then after the first moto, I was just like, well, like, we're kind of, like, we're screwed yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, it's over. Yeah. Right. But at the same time, I was like, dude, this is still badass what's going on. Like, we're still fighting. And and I don't think I was really bummed. Like, honestly, just, just being there at the Nations and, and having all these different people from different countries yelling team pride to us. Like, honestly, yeah, yeah. like even, even like uh, my friend Drew, he works on he works suspension at Star. And uh, he said when he was walking through the pits, just in his Team USA jacket, People were yelling Team Fried, and I was just like, dude, like that, that is just, that's badass, you know? Yeah. Well, that's cool. And, yeah. Yeah. And I think we, and honestly, I think regardless of the situation, like the result, I think we, we won, we won with every fan, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Everybody was stoked on us. So I, I think that was, that was the coolest thing. Yeah. It was, it was really cool to watch for sure. It was, it was such a behind the scenes thing. It was like, you know, just such a, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was perfect. Jason, I, Jason didn't mind, and yeah. I thought it was cool too, just because as a guy who likes to ride different tracks and rides a lot, yeah. it's cool that he went to all the or they, sorry, yeah. they went to all these different tracks that I'll never get to go to, yep. and see what those guys got to ride on. And then I thought it was yeah. cool all the GP riders that they practiced with, right. all the time, yeah. right? Like they were all yeah. hanging out, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody, like it was sick. All the tracks over there, are badass. Um, 
everybody was super friendly too. Like when I went to go film Justin for the first time, um, it was just him. So I went out there with them and uh, filmed him and Hurlings was at the track. And uh, my buddy Dylan Walsh, who does, uh, he did the MX2 stuff over there. Uh, he was friends with Hurlings. So I like kind of was like, yo, I, I might go walk up to him and see like if it's cool to film him first yeah. off. Because I always want to make sure yeah. before like I film anyone, like, hey, is it cool? So uh, just like I walked up to him, I was like, "Hey, what's up, man? I'm Tommy." He's like, "Oh, dude, I know who you are." He's like, "What's up, <laughs> sick?" And I was just like, "Man, that is that's sick, you know?" Yeah. And uh, and then all the Husky guys too, like everybody was super nice. Um. So with all of that and all the momentum the team Fried has, what are you doing for 2020? Are you is this is this thing going to expand? Are you you guys have bigger plans, or you're keeping it still low key? Um. Honestly, we're just we're just gonna just keep doing our own thing, I guess. Um. We, uh, we we just uh, like launched a website now with merchandise so that people like fans can can support um, and then we're just gonna just keep doing videos um, and, and that's about it because I uh, like we we do these vlogs but on top of that like I do work for for a couple companies with mm-hmm. like Bell and stuff so um, you know we're just gonna keep doing our things Jason's gonna race I'm gonna do my videos and and that's about it I guess um, oh that's good good to Good to see. Tom Journey on the show, brought to you by Vertex Pistons. Email sales at paperworks.com. Get a top-end kit for your two-stroke or your four-stroke, whatever it is. Uh, motorsport.com. On with us this this uh, year, too. Um, so, I guess, what's what's the biggest misunderstanding of Jason? You know the guy well. Uh, he won't come on our show. He really doesn't really like me at all. Um, <laughs> but what's the biggest misconception about Jason? Um, man, I don't know. Um, I don't know, actually. I haven't really thought about that. Okay. All right. I stumped you. Um, I had a good question. What? Um, I don't know. That's a, that's a really good question, honestly. Um, okay. I, I feel like he's open and like Jason is, and this is me viewing from the outside. Yeah. He's a quiet but he's also when he's around his his crew. Yeah, he's open. He's funny. He makes jokes. Like right. I, I get to see enough of him. Right. That I don't get to see of other guys that don't have their crew around or getting filmed. Right. Like I feel like if if Tom, if you guys weren't around, maybe we wouldn't see enough of Jason and how he is. You know. So I think you guys yeah. are a key element to Jason's, um, you know, social media life actually. So letting yeah. fans in. Yeah. Yeah. All that stuff. I think like um, just. Just like with Jason, the relationship that we have, like the biggest thing is trust, obviously. And 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 on top of that, like these guys have, and not just Jason alone. Like I'm good friends with Cooper, Dean, Zach, all these guys. And I feel like, you know, me being the media guy, these guys have so much to do already during the day. Like the last thing that they want is some media guy telling them, like, hey, uh, you know, can I have you sitting here and do like this 20 minute interview with you, like. I don't know. I'm just like I kind of like understand them a little better mm-hmm. and try to just make it easier just for everybody. So that's why I feel like I've got just such a good relationship with a bunch of these riders, just because I like I get the job done, but I kind of you know don't put stress on them if that makes right. sense. Yeah, yeah, I think it does. I think too. Um, you know, I think Jason and Kenny are two guys to me that embrace the lifestyle that they have of being young and being super rich and being an athlete. Like I like that. Like a lot of our guys are so rigid. They're so in a box. They don't look like they're having fun. 
You know, they yeah. don't stay. They, this is such a job to some of them. And some of them you just want to. And Travis, you were there as a, as a rider. You want to grab some of these guys and be like, dude, it's, enjoy this. Yeah, this is a good time. Enjoy this. Because yeah. some of them, Tom, don't seem like they enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, there's, there's your days. I mean, for at least who I'm around, like, there's your days when, when the tr- training gets tough and stuff. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, it just depends who it is. Um, but I feel like just for, for Jason, like, he just, like, at the end of the day, like, he loves riding dirt bikes, you know. Mm-hmm. And and they're, and he's going to do that till the day he dies. And I'm sure a bunch of these guys will, too. Um, but, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's. It's tough. I mean, these guys have gnarly schedules, and it takes yeah. a toll, toll on all of them. So it's 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 like tough. Like you you want to shake them up to tell them to like you know enjoy this, but at the same time, you know, there's a yeah. lot going on. Uh, no, absolutely. I've been to I've been to the Baker factory more than a few times. How, how's Alden with you guys? How's that oh, going? He's he's awesome. Uh, Alden is my man. Like okay, he he he's awesome. Uh, just everybody over there, just. Yeah, it, it's cool. Like, and, and we've been around there enough now. Like, you know, you kind of get the, you get the program. And usually, like, when these guys are doing their training, I'm just a fly on the wall. I'm right. filming what's going on, the riding, and and that's about it. And then, you know, if uh, if they're all ch- like chatting together, and then they'll crack a joke and mention me in it, then I'll tag along in some combos. But other mm-hmm. than that, I just kind of chill out. And then with Alden. Uh, I kind of know his program too a little bit, so you know sometimes you walk around the track. If there's a tear up, pick that up. Make sure the place is all nice and clean. <laughs> look good for photos. Yeah, yeah. He uh, and also too, like after they're done training, like after they're done riding, like if you, it's not hangout session. Like they they're getting on the bike or they're going to the gym, and you're like, hey, oh, let's yeah. let's hang out and talk. No, 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 guys, let's get undressed. He's yelling and screaming, get undressed, let's go. You're you're just like, ah, dude. Yeah. They just finished yeah. doing thirties or whatever, you know. So yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I think what what's really cool about the whole factory, though, is, um, well, I, I think it's cool, at least. I, it just makes it more of like a job, you know? Yeah. It's, you go there, and then once you're out of there, it's like, all right, you've got, you're, you're done with work, yeah. you can do whatever. You yeah, know, sometimes you, they don't have enough time, but, you know. You think about it like a normal job, Tom, like a plumber or whatever. Like, if you wake up at 7, you work for 8 hours, you know, you get a lunch yeah. break, you go home. Like, that's what it's like there, you know? And Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, and that's what normal people or most people have, have to do. Um, yeah. Hey, so how's the Supercross guys with you filming? I, I mean, obviously, you just stick to the pits and all that, but that's fine. They're never – they're okay with getting you access. I know the Nationals, like Davey, loved you guys, you know? Yeah, yeah. So um, so I actually um, was talking to Feld. We're, we're trying to figure something out where, mm-hmm. you know, I can film. And it sounds like uh, for next year we're going to be able to film uh, film at the Supercrosses. Really? Yeah. Dude, they're yeah. they're loosening up. They so put, why they, wouldn't they want? They that? put me no, in their pre. Good. They put me in their preview videos. They used to hate me. Where did you record? How that? about how about on the track? Can you film on the track? Yeah, I think that's what yeah, he's talking no, about. Yeah. That, so yeah. I obviously with filming back in the day, the only thing you were allowed to do was just film in the pits. Anything inside the stadium, it doesn't even have to be riding. If it's just a shot from inside the stadium, like that was just a no no. And uh, yeah. I mean, I think unless I unless I like misunderstood, <laughs> but I, I'm pretty sure I've got track access to be filming the night show. So. Yeah, dude, um, they need to do it. They need to loosen up. It's 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 well it. needed, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. get, get yeah. Us, and and you, know? and you know, it's helping us out, and I'm gonna help them out too. Like, whatever I can get and help them with, they're gonna get that footage. You know, yeah. so 
Um, no, I think it's going to be cool. I'm going to be doing a couple different things uh, with uh, Jason, Cooper, um, all the Husky guys. Um, no, I think it's going to be be really cool. I'm going to just uh, keep it mellow, you know. I don't yep. want to get into anyone's way, obviously. Like, they've got their show to run, TV and everything. But I'm going to just try and stay on the floor and get, get whatever I can, honestly. Well, I'm looking forward to, to watching it. So you think you'll do it every week? You'll, th- you'll do a Team Fried show yeah. every week? Is it the plan? Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Yep. I'm planning on being at every Supercross. I have to do a couple GPs too. Right. Um, but other than that, I should be at every Supercross. Wow. I look forward to it, man. Um, I've wanted yeah. to get you on for a while. I, I, I forgot about you <laughs> last show. My yeah. bad. Uh, it's all good. I said to Tom, you'll, you'll be on next week, and then I totally you left for- him hanging? I forgot, bro. Awesome. <laughs> I'm yeah. such a dick. Dude. Awesome. Bro, I was uh, I was on the East Coast too, so I think it like it was already like that, like around ten or something. Yeah, and uh, I was just waiting. And I was <laughs> That's like, so oh, fucked up. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I was like, ah, I'm probably just gonna go to bed. Dude. Hey, check this out. I'm such a. You dick. know, he woke up the next morning and goes, "Hey, Jay." Yeah, Math has Math- fucked me. And Jay's like, yeah, no shit. Fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't need any more. Uh, I don't need Jason to hate me anymore. Um, no, I, I apologize for that. I, I love the videos each and every week. Uh, they're really good, and I don't care. Uh, it's good content, and I want to get you on and, and expose you to our listeners for sure. So I want to ask questions. Is it, is it teamfried.com? Is that, is that, I mean, that's, I'm assuming yeah, that's what so it is? Okay. It's uh, teamfried.co, C-O, and uh, actually right now, uh, we've been giving away um, – we gave away a jersey, uh, actually a full set of gear, uh, to a random um, buyer on our website, and we're going to do that again right now. We uh, have oh. another jersey of uh, Jason's that we're going to um, put into one of the um, nice. uh, packages, orders. Okay. So whoever whoever goes on to teamfried.co right now and buys a shirt, hoodie, beanie, uh, you'll get uh, entered into uh, winning a free – signed uh jason anderson jersey awesome can we tweet that out let's tweet that out uh, on yeah, our, yeah, our account too. yeah we'll do that too um we never asked this maybe you know but okay. um how'd you get started doing all this shit dude like did you ride dirt bikes you come from a dirt bike yeah. background or what yeah yeah so like i said before my parents are both from france so they uh moved here and uh i was first generation american and my dad grew up uh with motorcycles and stuff and when they got out here he wanted to get back into it and me being like four years old i saw my dad like ride dirt bikes and stuff and i was like this is sick and that's sick i got an xr50 and uh yeah pretty much i'm a dirt bike kid growing up i i raced locally in the northeast uh went to all the pro nationals like i i live for this shit and then um once i went to high school i was still racing i was like a c-class rider and uh, on top of that, I always had a pa- passion for cameras. And in my high school, we had a really advanced video program. So I took that and kind of transitioned into just the video side, but still had my love for moto. And then, uh, and then basically after, after graduating, or actually before that, um, I'm from New Jersey. So Raceway Park, uh, that's like my local track. And uh, the Kawasaki Race of Champions is a big deal over there. Yeah, that's a good race. So, uh, yeah. I was, uh, that's when I started filming and, uh, like I was, that's like, I was just some Instagram filmer, you know what I mean? Just at your local track and Verb Moto was at the Kawasaki race of champions and, uh, their filmer, they were on a road trip and their filmer the week before broke his ankle skateboarding. So they were, uh, they needed like help basically. And normally that never happens. Like when like a kid asks like, Hey, do you yeah. need help? It's like, usually like, no, we're like, we're all good. Thank right. you though. Mm. And I got, I was lucky. Like I was just 
right place at the right time. And then once I got the okay to uh, make an edit, dude, I went home and like worked all night. Next morning, sent it out, and they're like, "Holy shit, this kid! Like, he sent it out it's like seven a.m. Like, what, what is he doing?" <laughs> dude, nice. then, straight uh, up. Yeah. And then after that, I. I, the next weekend, they had the Verb Classic. I was working a deli job in high school, and uh, Wes texted me saying, hey, dude, like, we don't really have, like, money to pay you, but, like, <laughs> we can cover your gas to come up here and help us out. And I was like, fuck yeah, dude. Like, I am so down. So I went to uh, my deli job and explained to them, like, hey, listen, like, this is, like, really big to me. Like, this, this like uh dirt bike website wants me to film or whatever, and they were like, all right, well, like, if you go uh, – you don't expect a job. Oh boy! And I was like, I was like, later, oh. see ya. Like, yeah. like deli as in yeah. Sammy's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like sandwich, Italian sub. Fuck everything. yes. I keep love sandwiches. We're in, dude. Yeah. Me and you're gonna be BFFs. Yeah. Um, that's that's awesome. Verbmoto started a lot of you guys for sure, and uh, oh, yeah. and I'm not shocked that Wes said, "Hey, we can't pay you." That sounds like a moto moto job. Also, that's every moto. That's guy. every moto job. I, can't, I get you some gear, maybe. Right, I, I got right. no cash. Yeah. Right, that's every moto <laughs> job in the world. Hey, man, yeah, but you know honestly, you gotta you gotta take advantage. You of do. those opportunities, yep. though. You have to. No, I, I worked for free. my first mechanic job. I worked for free for two weeks, and then uh, 15 years later, I stopped being a mechanic. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. That's yeah. how that's oh, how it works. My, my first test ride job, the dude got hurt, couldn't make it. I filled in. Yeah. Boom. Right. Same. We can oh, all yeah. be gifted like Travis Preston at riding right. motorcycle. Exactly. Good right. looking <laughs> abs championship. Um. Well, hey Tom, thank you for coming in, uh, coming on. I appreciate it. As I said, yeah. good, great work. Um, thank you so and, much. And I just wanted wanted to get you want to talk to you a little bit more. Teamfry.co website yep. available now. Yep. And uh, man, thanks a lot. Good good job yeah, this good past job, year, man. and I'm sure you'll do a good job in 2020. We'll see you this weekend, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See you this weekend, and thanks again uh, a lot for having me uh, on the show. No problem, man. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it, Tom. All right. See you. Right, see see you. That's Team Fried's Tom Journey. Good guy. Good dude. Really good videos. Never Did you even, watch any of them? I was actually just watching them oh, right now. Oh, you were? Now. Yeah. yeah. Dude, they were really good. Yeah, and his They're footage, that's why, I, that's why I was curious about the track, because his track footage yeah. was really good. Like, I, I want to see, a, like, slow-mo stuff, right. which you don't really right. see yeah. Phil doing that. Right, right. And he had a lot of cool ah, slow-mo shots. That's absolutely great. Let's get a couple calls before commercial break here. Andrew, you want to talk to Chris Kiefer? Yeah, hey, Chris. How's it going? Good, man. How are you? Pretty good, pretty good. Hey, man, I just wanted to thank you. I listened recently to your YZ125 podcast, and you talked about home life and dad life and stuff. Yep. A uh, little backstory. Me and my wife have been traveling around the last couple of years, racing mountain bikes, doing the EWS stuff, and uh, we just had our first daughter uh, about three months ago, and uh, I completely stopped riding. Yeah. Like, gained 15 pounds. It went pretty bad. But uh, anyways, I listened to your podcast. And it got me all motivated again. I just wanted to thank you, man. I'm, I'm working a construction job right now. It got me waking up at 3.45 in the morning just to spin and train and, like, set, set a goal for myself for next year to race Mammoth Motocross, actually get back into dirt bike racing next year and stuff. And, yeah, I just wanted to thank you, man. No, that's badass, man. I appreciate it, and thanks for listening. But, uh, yeah, we all go through it, dude. Like, you know, you have a kid, you have a family, and dirt bikes get pushed to the side. But there seems like a little – as men, you know, we like, we like dirt bikes and a little piece of – of us is missing and if you don't have that piece sometimes connected maybe your home life is not as good because you feel like you're missing out on something so maybe get him a firehouse card and a plaque no he seems to ride dirt bikes okay all right well that's what i did for somebody i appreciate <laughs> hey well thanks for listening i'm glad it, i'm glad it uh, meant something to you it's cool yeah man it meant a lot and i really enjoy those style of podcasts so if you keep them coming out i'm i'm definitely gonna listen to them all right i appreciate it cool. thanks thanks andrew appreciate it man all right. thank, thank you. you all right uh oh we got a story about you 
Travis Preston. Awesome. Uh, Tyler, you have a question about Travis Preston at a motocross school? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Travis, I was wondering if you could tell the story about uh, it may have been your last motocross school at Racetown, but uh, I don't know if you – I wouldn't blame you if you don't remember. But, oh, uh, oh no. he ate shit. Oh, nah, dude, let's tell this story. Let's dude. tell this story. You KO'd yourself? Oh, <laughs> man, this was bad. So you work at Honda, right? I, I used to, yeah. You used to. Okay, so somebody from Honda called me and said, you know, for, for my department, I want to do a class yeah. for the whole department. Yeah. So there was, I mean, how, there was like 15 or 20 of you guys out there, right? Yeah, for sure. So... I was uh, I always like to ride, you know, have my gear on, and we had the whole track to ourselves. And I think you guys are just warming up on the track, right? Or was was I demonstrating a God, section? I hope you're demonstrating. <laughs> no, we were doing the we were doing the the left hand rut corner at, like over, after the step up or the step over the big jump. So you were demonstrating. <laughs> see how happy this guy is right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because you actually fucked something up. I'm like, it's Dude, excited. Well, it wasn't my fault. I think the bike broke. No. Oh, here we happened. go. No, 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 yeah, it was yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. It was gnarly. So like, and this we're is working on the corner. We're, so we're working on a corner, but I'll show you. But to to get to the corner, I had to go through this like kind of hard roller section. Uh huh. And I remember I was. You there were some rollers in the tabletop, so I'd hit the rollers and then go off of the tabletop and like triple or quad oh, into yeah, the next that. set yeah, of the rollers, yeah, yeah. right? And then after the rollers, there was a, a step up, so I, I triple and I land, you know, to like grab yeah. a handful of gas, and my, all my body weight is forward. Oh. The bike pops out of gear. Oh, dude, I endo my brains out, right? And then right after that roller section is the huge face to a uh, step, step up. up. Right. I endo right into the face of step up. Oh, I don't know. It was that bad? I thought it was like a tip over. Like, you so know, you just, oh, dude, this is you dirty. You were out cold. You were out cold. Dirty. I don't know if I was out cold. Definitely hit my head. Like, this is not good. <laughs> wow. And did the guys come over and help you that you're training? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, were everyone's you, there. Were dude. you okay? Were you okay? Yeah, yeah I yeah. mean, I was a little. Di- right. I don't remember. I like. I seriously, that rest of that day, yeah. like, I'm surprised if I hated the class. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and oh, I finished said, the day, right? You did. You did. You said, "Hey, hey, I'm going to show you guys how it's done." Really. So you take off, go down to the other end. You're coming at the jump. We hear the bike. We can't see anything because it's a huge jump, right? And we hear the bike coming, and then it goes silent, and we're like, "Huh, I wonder if you." Might have turned around to go oh. try it again oh, or something. And then yeah. We walked over there, and you were—I think you were just waking up. Yeah, I was not. Oh, right. so you're teaching them how to do the step over, and you crashed um, before that. Oh man! I took no, a riding no, school the, in like 80, 1984, and we at a local track. Tony DeStefano came out at a local track. He went two, 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 like pretty, pretty high as his desk, maybe. Tony's like, I can three, three that thing. We're like, okay, like you're Tony DeStefano. Like this is early '80s, mid '80s, so he wasn't that retired that long. He was on a Husky back then, twin shock. Oof. He comes out of a turn, swings wide, comes out of the turn, clips the the, the second one, oh. and just eats it. Like cart, we're just like, oh my god, Tony D died. He just died right here, and, our, and, our, and he was out cold, and like we had to just go ride laps for a little while while Tony recovered. Oh wow! I'll never forget that. I'm like, oh, this is not good. Like this can really happen, yeah. to anyone, dude. Why are you trying to go three three? <laughs> like, what, 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 nobody cares, Tony. But anyways, that, that's what I appreciate um, when people hey, teach. Great story though. Thank you, Tyler, for that. I appreciate it. Thanks, man. Yeah, no sweat. Thanks, man. <laughs> wow. Travis Preston. Dude, that and was we'll, uh, we'll put a commercial on that. Uh, thanks, Travis, for coming in. I appreciate it, man. Thanks uh, for having me. And thank, thank you, you for, the, for the plaque. That's, that's amazing. And I mean, the gift card. Yeah, I'm going to get and some shit at work on Monday. Listen, 
don't share any of that gift card with them because it was your development on that bike. I know it was. And I don't want to hear about it. And even though MXA didn't vote it as the best bike, uh, everyone else did. Well, at least so, you think so. so. And uh, I've really been enjoying the Yamaha. So uh, Thank thanks for coming by. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, always a fun time. Let's get you back up here. Thanks, Allie, for coming on. Appreciate it. That was that was sweet. That was. That's the better. That's, that's what. The, that's uh, a yeah. good reason why. Right. She's gonna yeah. she's gonna listen to After Dark later. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, she's gonna uh, refer to this as her show. Oh yeah, yeah. Her yeah, show. Yeah. Right. Right. My, my <laughs> show. I did so good on my show. Right. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> so uh, Travis Preston, we're gonna commercial break. Steve Astafan, Chris Onstott, aka Beaks, will be in the in studio to talk about their new venture and everything else uh, going on in the business of the sport. I'm really looking forward to that. But Travis Preston, thanks for. coming coming by. I appreciate it. We'll be right back after this, everybody. Those who love motocross know motorsport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motorsport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on motosport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at motosport.com. Yeah, that's right, people. That's Van Halen. I want to tell you about my two favorite things in life, Van Halen and Fly Racing. Flyracing.com, they make much more than just moto gear. Mountain bike gear, snowmobile gear, hard parts, they've got it. Flyracing.com. The F2 Carbon Helmet. It's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Hey, Pulp listeners, this is Andy from Guts Racing. I want to thank you guys for all the loyal support over the years. Thanks, Steve Mathis, for uh, having us on the show. Steve normally asks for us to write out what we want to say, but this year I'm shooting it from the gut, right from the heart, because I really do appreciate all the fans out there that take time out of their day to put an order in at GutsRacing.com. 
using Pulp MX 2020 for 2020 to get 20% off. Keep ordering, guys. Appreciate it. Love the support. Shout out to all the Guts Riders out there. Go get some this year. Thanks for listening to the Pulp MX show, everybody. Please, if you're listening to these commercials, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's right, because without these commercials and without these sponsors, we wouldn't have a janky radio show for you to listen to. But for now, I want to talk about Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 20 years, they've been delivering professional-level graphics for every rider from an amateur to a pro, including Alex Ray back in the day. Choose from our selection of graphics uh, online or make yours one-of-a-kind. Roos also offers a wide range of custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. 48-hour turnaround. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section on the website. Get your Pulp Mech swag, customize your bike, get custom stickers, uh, get custom helmet stickers, whatever it is, uh, including Pulp Mech stuff. Follow them on Instagram, at RoostMX, for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh, visiting RoostMX.net, and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. Thanks, RoostMX.net. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. So Randy Richardson, good guy, means well, great interview, but oh my gosh, his voice is fucking annoying. In that case, boss, you may want to fast forward while I tell the rest of the Pulp MX Show listeners about Michelin's extensive motorcycle tire product offer. The Pulp MX Nation certainly knows about the Michelin Starcross 5 tire range and its outstanding durability and excellent performance, but I'd like to share some information on Michelin's wide range of industry-leading motorcycle tires. New for 2019, the Michelin Anarchy Adventure tire, which features two-compound technology enables adventure touring riders to have confidence on any adventure with a new level of on-road stability and uncompromising traction off-road. The Michelin Road 5 tire is designed specifically for sport touring riders and provides the maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. As the exclusive MotoGP class tire, Michelin definitely understands the performance expectations of today's sport bike riders, and the Michelin Power RS tire enables those riders to unleash their full potential. If you're a Harley-Davidson owner, the co-developed and co-branded Michelin Scorcher Tire Range, which is original equipment on over a half million models manufactured over the past decade, is the right cruiser tire for you. For the latest on all Michelin motorcycle tire products, visit motorcycle.michelinman.com for more information and make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and at michelinmotorcycle.us on Facebook. This commercial is not 2019 Pulpy Award material. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. 
We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or roll. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a Defender Roost Guard or Guardian Body Armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts, they all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. For 2019, Works Connection celebrates 30 years of delivering championship-winning products to motocross legends and champions like Lamson, McGrath, Wyndham, LaRocco, Carmichael, Dungey, Roxon, Plessinger, and more. Current race teams, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing Yamaha, Moto Concepts Honda, Team BWR, Rockwell Racing Yamaha, HEP Racing Suzuki, AJE Motorsports, and KTM Canada have also come to rely on Works Connection's commitment to innovation and quality. So if you're looking for factory-level parts, like radiator braces and skid plates to protect, rip a whole shot with a Pro Launch, or upgrade to the elite line of axle blocks, clutch perch, or bearing-equipped throttle tubes, just visit WorksConnection.com. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, 
Today, Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. everybody paul mechshaw presented by motorsport.com and the folks at fly racing thanks for listening appreciate it thank you travis preston for coming in earlier damon bradshaw was on of course as well as tom journey always uh, a good time to have those guys on the show and uh appreciate you people listening the new video uh show marks uh, how are we doing is everything okay on the new video like are we yeah yeah we're good <laughs> are we good i'm killing it over here <laughs> wow dude I, nobody has pushed buttons as sick as i'm pushing them right now uh talon how's everything on your end with the producing show good yeah. all right okay all right talon i'm uh, impressed that travis could play excite bike and hit the drops and all that yeah you, you'll get you'll, you you'll figure, screen, you'll figure it out uh hey uh before we get too far into this maxima usa everybody use the code pulpamex 35 to save at maxima usa eli tomac adam scene cerillo the monster energy pro circuit guys all running maxima oil the number one aftermarket oil in american power sports they didn't buy their way to number one they got there by being the best maxima racing usa uh chris Kiefer, my favorite uh maxima product is of course se1 correct i just coated my blue crew with sc1 under the fender yeah everywhere okay yeah is that okay do you do the rims yeah all right good uh turn your put your mic closer to your mouth dude it doesn't reach it's a short. It's a short deal. Dude. Okay, all right. We'll just figure it out. Make some more noise while you're doing. Need you to scoot closer to the How's table that? too, by the way. Oh, scoot closer to the table. table. Video, video. Uh, I thought you said you wanted me off this son bitch. No, we want that. We want that pretty face. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, How's that? 
Yeah, that's good. Um, hey, so I want to welcome our two guests in studio. Uh, really excited to have these guys here, and uh, should be really interesting. To talk about the business of the sport a little bit, uh, one of the most powerful agents in the sport for the last uh, 25 years in the sport, starting on his own, uh, back on his own, I should say, it's uh, Steve Astafan. What's up, Steve? How are you? Good. Thanks for having me on. I'm Thanks excited. for coming in. I can't believe you, you're coming in studio. You're like a super I, important guy. I'm I'm thrilled. I'm honored, actually. <laughs> awesome to have you. Uh, man, the things I want to... I got a lot of questions for you. I can't you. wait. I can't um, wait. No uh, holds barred. Right. Anything goes. Oh, that's awesome. And also in studio, of course, we did a podcast, uh, Fly Racing Racer X podcast, maybe a month ago, so people loved it. Uh, he's my friend of mine. I've known him for a long time. Used to be at Fox Racing forever. And now he is working for the Family V2 as an agent. It's Chris Onstott. What's up, Beeks? How hey. are you? Hey, Steve. How's it going? Thanks uh, for coming in. Dude, stoked to be here. Yeah. Um, when I walked in, I was like, is this where the tweets come from? Like, where in this house do all these tweets come from? Yeah, yeah, right here, absolutely. Well, it's, it's Talon and Travis that really do it. So, um, no, no, your tweets. Oh, my tweets? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I got myself, you know, a lot, of, a lot of people didn't like me lately. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah, let's not go there. Uh, absolutely love having you two guys in studio, of course. Uh, lots to talk about. I guess, Steve, first off, we'll start with you. Um, Obviously, you started your own uh, agency uh, when late, late 90s? Yeah, late 90s. Late 90s, called The yep. Family. Yep. Uh, you sold that to Wasserman Media Group, who, yep. became, who is one of the, whether it's baseball, football, basketball, Wasserman Media Group is absolutely one of the most powerful sports agencies in the world. You sold off to them. You ran their action sports segment for? 18 years. 18 years. And then you left. And I saw, and I saw that, and I'm just like, wow. Uh, why'd you leave? Why'd you start Family V2 again? Well, I mean, I think without taking up too much time, it was an amazing run for 18 years. And I think it, it allowed me to expand. I mean, originally why I partnered with Casey, um, and there was very few partners at Wasserman. There really was only like four of us mm -hmm. the whole time. Um, and partnering with, with him was to expand and diversify outside of action sports. And I got to work with some amazing people in golf and the NBA and et cetera, et cetera. And just having that ability to meet a lot of C-level executives around the world mm -hmm. and then bring that back into what I love the most and what I founded yeah. the company on in action sports. And I take my hat off to Casey in the beginning for sure. And even to this day, allowing, I would say the most important thing to him and the company for, you know, a decade at least was the action sports group because it, it taught the other sports how to think off the court, off the field. Okay. And we used what we, you know, kind of developed in action sports and brought that into the NBA and to golf with Ricky Fowler, with Clay, with Russell Westbrook, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. And I, I think that gave, gave us a real edge back then. And it was a differentiation between us and everybody else, IMG. And I'm proud to be part of something now that I guess, you know, book for book it's the largest sports agency in the world is it really so, yeah. yeah yeah it's yeah. big yeah so you're happy you sold your business for a buttload of money you're at wasserman like everything's good you've got great client list uh, uh adam cincerillo ken roxon you work with chad reed forever ryan sheckler uh hart carrie hart travis pastrana was all under your wing and you just left. Is this a Jerry Maguire moment? Did you grab the goldfish? You, <laughs> Who's coming, I didn't with, grab, me? Who's Who's coming, coming with, with me? Did you do that? No, 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 no. Uh, you no, wrote a I, manifesto. No, there was no manifesto. <laughs> I, I just think like the, the, it's funny. And there was an article two days ago that came out and I like listening to podcasts and I enjoy the, these industry ones as well as broad ones and all kinds of yeah. wacky stuff. And you know, like small is good again, I think okay. in a lot of ways. And again, just a blessing to have Casey as a very close friend and still my brother, but um, you know, the opportunity to be an entrepreneur again 
And okay. what I've been building at Wasserman in the last few years and what I have the ability to do is, you know, kind of what Beeks and I are doing now, not only within the family to be non-transactional and very, you know, 360, handle everything, doesn't matter, dollar yep. or no dollar, whatever it may be, but also a really close friend of mine that was at Stance, one of the founders, and actually was an employee back in 1998, um, we started a, a, a brand lab, an incubator for entrepreneurs that want to start brands. So okay. like... About a year and a half, two years ago, I don't know if you know about Art of Sport that I did with Kobe, James Harden, no, Sheckler no. Roxon's okay. involved as investors. That was a brand that like was an example where we incubated that within Wasserman. Yep. And, you know, by incubating that, I mean, we built the marketing and everything. We found the right oper operator. I met Brian Lee, who is the founder of Honest Company. Okay. And I figured, wow, that guy's, you know, pretty good. Legal Zoom out of college he created, then oh, Shoe okay. Dazzle, et cetera. All right, yeah. So I was like, this guy's really smart, and I love being the dumbest one in the room. And if he could figure out how to make deodorant, body wash, and shampoo, I could figure out how to get athletes. Yeah. And do the marketing. And it wasn't, it's not just me, again, incredible team that was there with me at Wasserman. We built the website in-house, the creative, the name, the marketing, and helped them build that. Um, and I believed that equity, not commission, is mm -hmm. important not only to the athletes, but to us to build a non-transactional business because there's only so many deals in, in the world, yeah. in sports and in action sports, especially. So, I mean, long story short on that, that was just, that got my blood going again. Okay. I was producing commercials you're the like, last few you're years. You're like, I'm in this, I'm creating yeah, this, and this I, is and mine. I, right? And I see the, the young entrepreneur athlete coming up even, like you look at Zion Williamson, you look at all these NBA players, golfers they're not worried about what their deal is on the court anymore. Yeah. They, they know like, yeah. you know, like Clay Thompson, for example, stuff, you could, right. yeah, you can, yeah. my neighbor could have told you what Clay was yeah. getting yeah. on the court. Right. But I think the things off the court is a very different feel, which is what we've been doing in action sports forever. Like Sheckler, we don't, the way he becomes someone that can retire and live a great life is, you know, he's got to do this with endorsements and give value and return investment mm -hmm. on him. It's not just like, he's got to go win a world championship yeah. that yeah. helps, yeah. but he's got to check, a hundred other yeah. boxes. Yep. Um, and I think over recruiting through the years of even Wasserman and learning, I saw so many players, aren't tell them somebody and Lee Steinberg, all these original agents that yeah. I looked up to, they're just not relevant anymore. Yeah, yeah, you know, they, yeah. they just, they would sit in the room with a young basketball player, a young athlete, and they'd just be like, the, the kid's on his phone the whole time like this. And yeah, they're, yeah. they're like, I got a flip phone. I don't even know what Instagram is. <laughs> so I think I'm excited about the family. I think Beaks is a big part of that for us and, yeah. and how we're growing right now. But it's, it's basically to be non-transactional again and just be an entrepreneur again. Yep. There's so many athletes. I mean, Kenny, especially the way that we've built the relationship together. I, I firmly believe that everything we've done off the track has been what I'm most proud mm -hmm. of. Um, and same with you know Travis. I and mean, Travis is with us at the family, obviously. So he's still. Oh, Travis! I thought Travis. Was no, no, no. Okay, and we okay. got a lot of big announcements next year. Yeah, he's, he's coming well, KTM back. KTM already came. Yeah, yeah. KTM. KTM was... Now that was a weird text. Dude, I could <laughs> have right. the text. That was a weird text yeah. to Ian and Roger. Um, but yeah, like him coming back, he's going to race four wheel full time again. Uh, we got some big excitement stuff about him taking over a certain viral series. He's oh, wow. uh, okay, switched so. side-by-sides from Polaris to Can-Am. Yeah. Uh, he's coming back. He had a year off, he says, oh, yeah, and yeah. he's ready to come back. Right. So he and I have been grinding on some stuff, and, and we're really excited about the New Year as well. So uh, oh, yeah. that's interesting. I'm excited to be an entrepreneur again. Yeah, you know what? I mean, can you do it again, right? Can you do yeah, this? Can you do it again? Um, you did it once. Uh, why not again? Beaks, for you, and we covered some of this on our podcast. And by the way, people love that thing. Like, imagine the stuff that I loved it. I watched it. I listened to it in New York. I was, I was like, wow. Imagine the stuff that you, you know, that you couldn't tell <laughs> those stories. <laughs> we have a lot of those stories. We can't tell. <laughs> but people love that that story, uh, that podcast from you. And big step for you, man. Uh, you tried it once before. You know, didn't work out for you. Went back to Fox, but 
Yeah, you're in now. Family V2. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to, for this opportunity and the mentorship that I'm, I'm getting from Steve. And, you know, the, the support I've gotten so far within the industry, just it's been super positive and um, really exciting. So you picked up Chase Sexton, right? Is that something where, Steve, you help with that? Or is that like, is that a Chris Beaker? Is that a Beaker? Like, how does that work when you guys are getting clients? Obviously, AC, Kenny, that's an old relationship you brought to your new thing. But how does that work for... Is that your guy? Is that how does it work? Somebody like Chase Sexton. Well, I mean, you, you got to remember, Chase and I have had a, a pretty long relationship to, to begin with. Yep. Um, when when the team switched over from Alias to Shift, um, I was still the I was still the point person yep. over there for that yep. deal. Let's pull and, the mic up a little closer. Oh, Thank sorry. you. That's all right. Everybody, and, everyone does it. Long time listener, first time. No, no, no. <laughs> everybody does it. it well, hey, actually, but but Chase and I, you know, we 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 had a really uh, close uh, okay. connection from the get go, yep. and. Um, you know, even when I was still at Fox, there was we had conversations about management and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And yeah. even his dad would, uh, you know, we'd be at a race and he'd ask me about certain things and or or even other agents. Yep. You know, and and when actually when I was at, when I was at Wasserman, I, I was talking to Kier, um when Chase was still on Super Minis, and. Um, so you know he would he would make comments. Well, you you left us or you yeah, left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we didn't sign with <laughs> right, you. Right. So you know you went back to Fox. But anyways, but but, but it's been really really positive for me. And yeah. and the Chase thing was just I think kind of natural. Right. Um, there's you know definitely a connection and they they're comfortable with me. Right. And I'm comfortable with them. So well, one thing I, I I mean not to blow smoke up his ass, Steve here, but if you want a mentor in the agent, I mean. This guy's done it all in the sport, as far as that goes. Outside industry, inside industry. Well, you two sat across from each other, hammering out deals. I imagine at some point. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm looking forward to it because, like, for me, it's like to have somebody with Beak's experience, and I think that first round for him was yeah teaching him. Look, this is at this level, at any level, even what you're doing. In order to be the best, it's a very emotional process, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I've cried. I've cried with Chad and Ellie. I've cried with every athlete yeah. and, and maybe I'm a little over emotional. He says he's emotional, but I get emotional <laughs> in like a really positive way about my passion. Yeah. Right. And it hurts. Like you hear things, whatever, but like I sleep good at night. I know how much I care, but like no matter what you do, you go through that process in life. And I think like I'm, a, I'm about to go into another chapter, right? Yeah. Like there was a big awakening for me for many reasons, yeah. but like for Beaks, I think the first time was him realizing, like, you got to get punched in the face a few times before you realize, like, Uh oh, shit, this is not going to be easy. No. And so I'm excited for this next chapter. (laughs) You're excited to get punched in the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but, like, I I think, like, even watching him when he went through the chase thing and now some amateurs that we can talk about and why we want to do this, you know, really start this early with this process again and some of the learnings that I've had. I mean, I got a 20-year playbook. Yeah, yeah. And I... I I definitely made some mistakes, especially like Travis, Mira, and, and some of the early ones. We learned together. Like, I'm not going to do that again. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You're not going to do that. But like, I think like for me with, with Beaks coming on, like I knew he was ready, especially when I called him again. I think he was going to do it no matter what. I think he was ready for a next chapter in his yeah, life. Yep. And if I can mentor and give him infrastructure and give him services and give him these things where he can call me and be like, here's what I'm thinking with Chase. Here's what I'm thinking with this person. I think what's going to be very unique about us, but I will say it was the same with Wasserman. We're, we're a family, right? Yeah, like there's, yeah. we got to help everybody and there's an advantage to, to knowing what's done in the industry. And I want to continue to grow the industry. Like hats off to Honda, as everybody knows now. I mean, Kenny's first guaranteed contract yeah. ever. What I do, that's baseball. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. where I learned yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, right? just It's like, yeah, right. come hell or high wider, Stanton was getting his money, whether yeah. he played or not. Right. So for me, for Kenny and talk about timing. Yeah. What, what happened when he was on the Suzuki and then went on to the Honda and unfortunately the injury. Yeah. That was a very that was a memorable moment for me to going, wow, that, 
that was that was huge. Yeah. We never predicted that. I yeah. didn't want him to do what, of course. what happened. Yeah. But thank God he did because he's still in a different place where now he can race because he loves it right. and wants to yep. because financially he's done the right things. Uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. And, and when Beeks does get punched in the face, like he does, you know, you'll be able to be there and be like, look, this is, what, this is how this guy is. This is how this works. I got his back. Right. This is how it works. I mean, yeah, and and Beeks, you didn't string this along like you did the Thor Fox thing, did you? <laughs> as far as leaving? <laughs> when, when, when I got the call from Steve and he... Uh, Let's just say Fox didn't know right away. Right, right, right. I mean, there was definitely a, a short period of time where we kind of... we kept, sure, but we Beaks kept the, it under... But Beaks, the Thor Fox thing was... Uh, that thing lasted a year. I'm out. I'm in. Uh, um, no, but like Steve said, yeah. you, know, um, you know, going back to Fox, um, I think I really learned some about... I learned more about me yep. and... I definitely was put in some situations there that like I needed to be in, yeah. And and you know over that that four years that I came back, like this was always in the back of my head. Like even when I left, uh, you know, my wife and I had conversations about the management thing, and you know it was going to be there for me down yeah. the road again. So you know when when you know over the time I was you know ready, I was putting things in motion anyways to maybe do it on my own. Yep. And when Steve called with this opportunity. Um, like, I, I don't know if I told you when we were talking on the phone, but I was literally screaming inside my body. Yeah, you told me that. Yeah, you were just like, like, you're like, yes, I'm ready. <laughs> right. Let's do this. Right. So, I, you know, I'm, yeah. a, I'm in a different place. I have a different aspect on the industry. And, you know, for, you know, 14, ye- 14 years, like, yeah. I was, you know, giving stuff away for a living. And yeah, everyone yeah. was your friend. And yeah. I thought that was real. But <laughs> that's not real life. That's not, And that's not business. Right. right. And, you know, I'm, a, I'm in a different place now. And I'm. I learned a lot in right. having Steve as a mentor and, you know, like the on just on the business side, yeah. all the things that I'm going to be able to learn from him and, and you know, uh, and do with my athletes. Right. Like, uh, that is so exciting to me. Uh, it's awesome, too, that you signed Sexton, who's a great kid, and uh, I really like him. I really think he's going to be – I'm a little sketched on this 450 deal. I think it's a little soon, my opinion. But the first emergency thing you had to handle was a broken collarbone off of a pit bike. Welcome to agent life. He <laughs> called me and I'm all – that's got to be the last time. Like, this is where you beaks now have to literally say to him, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. Chase, if you're listening, yeah. I love you, but right. this has got to stop. Yeah. Like, Andrew Luck did not well, snowboard. He loves snowboarding, right. but he has not snowboarded until he retired. Yeah. Like, well, and remember, we were actually supposed to come on the show the next you day. You were. Kiefer, <laughs> yeah, Kiefer, yeah. Fuck me, Beaks. Yeah. Yeah. Kiefer had to switch everything over. Fuck me. We're all traveling at the yeah, holidays. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and, you know, it just wasn't the right time to, like, leave the kid at his lowest no. and say, hey, I'm going to Vegas for the night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I love that fact. And You've gotten those calls. Hey, uh, uh, Travis, tra- Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Chad, uh, hey, I got hammered last night. <laughs> fell down the stairs. Um, uh, Steve, you represent two of the guys uh, in our sport that are definitely the future uh, or the present even now. And on top of it, they're incredible uh, uh, media savvy riders. They're great interviews. They seem like good people as well. Ken Rocks and Adam Cirillo makes your job a hell of a lot easier because our sport, as you know, God, we've got some robots. We've got some people in boxes. We've got some people that you're just screaming at them to, like, take this sport. Take it. Like, help us. Be Jeremy. You know, be that. Yeah. James never wanted to do that. Chad did. Jeremy did. Ricky kind of sort of wanted to do it. But Kenny and Adam, to me, they can take this sport to new places. Right. And you've got them. So. Yeah, no, I, I'm excited. I mean, already, like, Kenny, I mean, look, we had some unfortunate things. But, like, 
I, again, back to the emotional spot, I absolutely love what I do. I'm blessed to do what I do. I I mean, Robert Pastrana used to say, I'm saving you a shovel. Like when I first started, like, you know, to be in the position that I'm in 20 years later is the most amazing thing. And I will never take it for granted. Mm -hmm. Um, That's for sure. And I love these guys more than anything. And, you know, when I got Kenny, it reminded me of a lot of the things that Travis had or a lot of the athletes, Chad and everything, but he finally ticked every box if he stayed healthy, right? Like the fact he came out and the way he was winning, like that's what I needed, right? To take this sport to what, and, and I would say this and every mainstream athlete knows it. And every magazine I'm going on a press tour and everything. These are the greatest athletes in the world. I'll say it to anybody. Yeah. I will challenge anybody. As Kenny knows, when we were doing boot camp, we invited ESPN, the magazine up and brought their, you know, they said, oh, these UFC fighters, the kid got destroyed in the gym, oh, on yeah, the mountain yeah. bike and yeah. everything like that. Yeah. These are the greatest athletes in the world. And we have to transcend Supercross. We have to get yep. outside the sport. And like, even back when I did the Anaheim, when Kenny, like, you're going to wear a suit. Yeah. That wasn't like for the industry. Yeah. That yeah. was like yeah. to make this thing go right and like that's what Breitling got excited about yeah. or that's what like now we have somebody specifically I'm not gonna let the cat out of the bag dressing him for Anaheim one yep. and you know it's an NBA player's brand okay right he yeah. started a suit company and there's like these things that we need to get and again I need a healthy Kenny I need a happy yeah. Kenny I need a happy Adam and a healthy Adam but I believe in these two I believe in the whole sport but I believe in yeah. these two will be an incredible opportunity in very different ways too. Yeah. They're not yeah. the same. I know right. everybody's liking like the Fox things and all this sort of stuff, but right. they're, they're going to do things. I hope. Um, and, and I, I really am looking forward to it. That's going to help hopefully the sport transcend and they're on board. Kenny, when I told him the suit thing, it wasn't a fight. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like no, I've had yeah. athletes where they fight you. Yeah. Um, and it was like, I'm down, let's do this. Yeah. Right. And anything. And, sure. and I think like, Kenny wouldn't like to hear this, but I don't even know if Kenny needs to win. Like he hasn't won a Supercross since the injury. We know that he's won a couple outdoors, dude. He's the, he's fo- he's foreign first of all, so he covers all sort of markets. He's, his English is fantastic. He, <laughs> you yeah. can't tell. No, like the, the guy. Clinique thinks he's from California. Oh, okay, yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> like uh, you know, Jason Thomas is on the show all the time from Fly Racing, and we've yeah. talked about this before. If there is, if I'm in the industry, if there's one athlete I want to get. It's Kenny Roxon to wear my helmet, my shoes. He's got everything. He's got all the appeal, all the appeal. Everyone likes him. Everyone loves him. Unfortunately, he got hurt. But, like, I almost think it doesn't matter for him. You know, I hope he wins, and I think he will win again. But for me, like, that's the guy I want. He just represents everything I want in an athlete. Yeah, I think no matter what, when he's done with the sport, he's made promises to to me in a way that promises, you know, in the sense of his friendship and how we want to grow it. He's part of this company in a huge way as a partner, right? And we want to... You know, he wants to grow this sport. And just as I tried years ago before Fell got it and everything else, like, I'm all in with this. No matter what you hear, like, yeah, we got some NBA stuff going on and we have some golf stuff and everything else. I'm going to stay true to Supercross and action sports. It'll be smaller. But, um, you know, I think Kenny's one of those guys that wants to drive. And to your point, there's been athletes in a lot of those sports, right? That Like, Ricky didn't win for a long time, right? Still the most marketable, sold a shitload of product and everything. So there's no doubt that, that that's the case, but if he Fowler, does... Fowler, you mean Fowler. Yeah, yeah Fowler, no, sorry, people, sorry. People may have thought of Carmichael. No, right, I'm sorry, I, I forgot. Right. Yeah, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> By the way, the Ricky now versus yeah, yeah. back then is the Ricky I love yeah. and always will. Um, the 
I think with Kenny, to your point, does he have to? No, he doesn't have to do anything anymore. Yeah, I mean, he's, I just he's, he's done really well and yeah. he's smart about this. But I think if he stays humble, which he has, mm-hmm. and he continues to be willing to work with us, and you'll see some new stuff like the merch thing and mm-hmm. looking at pushing the envelope and not taking status quo, yep. you know, and being more outside the box, if he leads that way and takes Adam with him and takes the next, you know, uh, amateur with him and that sort of stuff in the way of a mentorship because yep. we need more riders to have the mentorship, not just on the track. There's incredible, like Ricky, Travis, all these guys. I can never tell you how to go to the whoops. It's like when an agent shows up at the track, no offense yeah. to anybody. Yeah. It's like Chad told me this years ago, and this is about, right? Chad and Dave Mirror are very similar. Okay. Mirror used to be like, I'll pedal the bike. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I used to be yeah. on the vertebrae being like, dude, you got to do this to win. And he'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, yeah. I, I'll handle that part, I right? Got this. Right, Chad, same way. Yeah, like, yeah, don't yeah. tell me how to do this, right? <laughs> right? And nothing because Bob Moore is a very close friend. But I think you remember Bob Moore brought Chad to Wasserman. Yeah. Yep. And I think the reason Chad originally transferred over is part of that was Chad didn't need any more advice on the track. Yeah. Bob was incredible at seeing lines right, right. and probably one of the best mentor he ever had. But Chad was all about business. I Funny, I saw this. Like, the Slim Jim thing is what yeah. got him excited, yeah, right? Yeah. He's like, I want a guy that's going to transcend the sport with me. And I think, like, for Kenny, I don't – I mean, sometimes I try to tell him how to ride, but I think I've been to the test track twice. Yeah, yeah. Like, I tell him, like, when I'm pissed, right? right? right like, right. I, I want to see the best for him. But I think to your point, to end it on that, is that it, I want him to win, though. Yeah. And I oh, think course, I know yeah. he wants to win, and I think for the sport – Outside, if he ke- if he does win, like that run he went on for a while until the injury, yep. people outside, trust me, we had stuff lined yeah, up. Stuff, I haven't yeah, opened yeah, the floodgates right, yet right, with that right. kid. Well, like, we, I, I mean, I, so. like I said, I think he'd be the guy, if I represented any brand in the motocross industry, I'd be like, I want I want Ken Roxon. Well, whatever I got to do. Obviously, Fox has him or whatever, but I'm saying in a, in a theoretical sense. Um, do we got this virus thing figured out? Are we, are we good? Because that was not the Kenny that we were used to seeing. Like, Yeah, it's, you know, like that's another thing. It's like, use the tools and when travis had it it was like stay in bed right yeah, and yeah. now it's like believe it or not so it's for all the other images stevia oh like, yeah fucking yeah. take stevia like yeah when i told travis travis was like fuck that would have saved me a lot of sleep <laughs> and made me more money like yeah, yeah i think you know again i'm about surrounding ourselves with smarter people and the access we have outside the sport yeah. um originally bringing peter park involved with chad when yep. he made that comeback you know he came from kobe bryant the nba world mainstream which that's where i met him yeah um, now with with some of the doctors that we have involved with Kenny and some of the trainers, it's just using the tools that we have to get as good as you can. And the fact is that he raced with the virus. Yeah, no, and it was, nobody was racing a few yeah. years ago with that. And yeah. basically, what the doctor had said is, look, you're going to feel like shit. This is going to be miserable. But if you take these certain things, and he, you know, when he's all in, he's all in, yeah. and you do these certain things, it's going to feel like shit. But you don't go to sleep. You don't have to go rest. Yeah, yeah. and and he wanted to race. Yeah, and to do again it just shows genetically the yeah. kid's a freak wow i mean he's, he's incredible he's won at everything he's ever yeah. done right he's always been a winner he's always yeah. going to be a winner so it yeah. had to be so frustrating for him and for you and for honda and for yeah. fox and everybody to be everybody. like this is not the dude we know going from second to sixth in the yeah. second motor or whatever yeah. it was you know yeah. what i mean so um adam cincerillo is the newest signing for you how was that process look i i go way back with adam we did finding stew videos last year We've all known about Adam for a long time, and he's coming, and he's had some tremendous heartbreak, of course, but it, it's never phased the kid. He's always been the same guy. Beeks, you know him too. Like, he's never changed. What was that like to recruit him, and what's it been like to have him with you, you know, for a little bit now? What's that? I mean, it's it's been incredible. Like, I've watched him since, obviously, the early days with yeah. Travis being close to him and everything, and we always knew 
him as well, even with Ken Block in D.C., is that he was that one that can also transcend the sport, yeah. right? And he's that American. He's got a great personality. He's well-liked, racing or not. Um, what was interesting is it, it's, he's been very different for me. Like, oh, you has know, he? Yeah. When, when Chad, like... You know, in oh, this I got a lot sport, of Chad questions. No, they're, I know, I know. But, but, but in this sport, I'll tell you what. In this sport, I've never had a time. I've always I've helped with Nathan Ramsey, helped with Sebastian Tortelli, yep. a lot of athletes' careers. But, like, I was Chad's guy. And, like, when yeah. Pete Fox even approached me, he's like, hey, James is in da-da-da-da. And this person's like, nah, this is the way it's going to be yeah. for me. And I finally, I always looked in the sport for the Dave Mira, Ryan Nyquist. Trust me. Miracle Boy and Nyquist, the movie we did, and yeah. then they went from roommates to hating each oh, other, okay. and I, I stayed the that. agent okay. yeah, yeah, all yeah. the way through both oh, their careers, really? okay. right? Yeah, yeah. It's okay if you understand what you're doing going in, I think, yep. to have two guys like that. There's a huge advantage for me right now. Yeah. I am so grateful that Adam has given me this opportunity. The thing that's been exciting for me, for, for Adam, and why we're pushing this business into the amateurs, even more importantly, and understand it's not just doing deals, is Adam wasn't, for me... It, it was like a year of development with him. Okay. It was a year of like fixing structurally things, putting things like he matured yeah. as a person, right? Yeah, like yeah. Oh, totally. He, yeah. Through this oh. process, I am, and because I have followed his career like we all have, and I have been yeah. friends with him and because of Kenny or Kenny Travis, yep. and I've admired him, and, you know, he's a golfer, and obviously we have that together. But, like, he made the decision. You saw this maturity. Yeah. And I'm, I think for the sport, the best thing ever since if we erase all the bad on the lights and all that yep. is that he's coming on to a point in the big bike where he's the most mentally strong he's ever been. Yeah. He's got his life figured out. He has a relationship that is positive. He has all these things checked off. Yep. And home life. Home life. A home, home life. life. And that's, all, that's his like, theory. Yeah. And when you have <laughs> that, it is enormous. And like even working with his mom, like I've, I've had, you know, I'm no holds bar, so I'll just go like. Parents and I go a couple different ways. Uh, they don't go right? anyway with me. Right. So of crazy. it's like, right. right. And, you know, but like my biggest reference now are moms like Debbie yeah, Pastrana. Yeah. And I'll never forget. Travis will tell the story the best because it goes way broader. But she called me the devil's son <laughs> in like 99 <laughs> or 2000. She is hands down now. And by the way, for the last 10 years, yeah, it's been the it's, number one reference. Right, right. Like literally right, yeah. parents that I'm going to sign, like Sheckler's mom, yeah, when he yeah. signed with me, yeah. Debbie Pastrana is the reason. Yeah, She's she, literally she, like. She pushed it. She, yeah, yeah. For sure, right. right? So now I have that in the 20-year book, too, right? right? right. I'm saying, so there's a way to balance it. Yep. And I just, for me, having Adam at this point versus years ago, yeah. I don't think I'd have, I'm actually, for the first time ever, I'm usually through the bullshit. Yeah, yeah. And we've gone through some bullshit yeah. the last six or seven months. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited to just fucking ride this thing. I, I, I mean, he's in the best place he's ever been. I don't think people understand how... Uh, off the track, Adam had a lot of stuff going on, mm -hmm. and then he blows that championship. Let's face it, he blows the championship. I love him, but he blew it. Then he comes back and gets the biggest win of his life in a series that's tougher. Incredible. To win. Incredible. And all of this stuff's going on off the track, and he's finding Jenna, and Nick Way's in there yeah. you know, working with him, yeah. who, by the way, I was Nick's mechanic. To call him a steady hand and what he's done is amazing. It's awesome. Right, I love Nick, right. too. I do, too. So yeah. with all of that going on, Adam, I mean, he just came through, like, uh, through the sun. He was uh, Andy Dufresne in Shawshank. He crawled through the shit. Yeah. No, but to tunnel, his point, home life. Like, you know? I, I, I'll allow Adam to decide when he's ready. Like, my favorite series right now is Kevin Hart, right? I don't know if you've seen the Netflix special. I haven't, I mean, no. you got to watch it. No. I've been watching it. I mean, that guy... Yeah. 
has fucking opened the Pandora's box. Yeah. Someday when these writers are ready for this and yeah. that show like F1, yeah. like I know Hammer and Red Bull are trying to do, which I take yeah. hats off. You'll see even season one. We have Adam and Kenny on the show. Oh, yeah. Adam Monster. I, hats yeah. off to the sponsors to yeah. finally be okay with what yeah. Jeremy and I were trying to say is like, you need Adam on the show. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. you need that. You need yep. Kenny on the show. They both are opening up, but like, when Adam's ready, this will help the sport, right? The fact of what he did at Outdoor Nationals and the reason I got emotional, yeah. I haven't known him. Like, I get emotional because of Travis because he almost fucking, yeah. like, I had a heart attack when he did the double backflip, crying on the sideline. <laughs> I looked like a fucking pussy. Like, but, like, that was something that was different. Yeah. For Adam, when I got emotional at the outdoors and tried to hide it, it was because, and, and I come from a, 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 can I swear on this Fucked thing? up, yeah. A fucked up childhood. Okay, I yeah, mean. Yeah. On the East Coast? Somewhere yeah, you're from, yeah, you're Boston. From Boston. Okay, yeah. Bad, yeah. bad. To, real, to, to what he did, and everybody that's listening should realize in the whole industry, the championship, and this is all I'll let out of the bag and then he can decide, the shit he was going through in his personal life, yeah. to do what he did at the Outdoor Nationals, yeah. it, it, it takes a freak. Yeah. Like, that's all I'm going to yeah. say. Yeah. Because no, the poor guy was getting calls from me going, is this really fucking happening? Yeah. And then on the other side, going and winning. Yeah. Every every yeah. outdoor, uh, like I, I, incredible I yeah. that he made that leap of maturity. And, and and like I said, and he went from his professional lowest point at Vegas, yeah, lowest point to yeah. two weeks later. Yeah. Hey kid, can you pull this off? It would have crushed ninety eight percent of the riders out there. Wouldn't have crushed Kenny, probably wouldn't have crushed Chad, right. <laughs> but wouldn't, wouldn't have crushed Chad. a lot of guys. Yeah. It, you know what I mean? And the way he handled it at Vegas, yeah, and and you know the days following Vegas yeah. with the interviews yeah, he yeah. was doing, the things he was saying, like it. I to me, a, I became even a bigger fan yeah. through his failure. I sent him a text after Vegas that night, and he got back to me the next day or two, and made me laugh. Whatever I forget what it was, something he was yeah. talking about something. And I'm like, wow, this kid, like he just, yeah. you know, he was made a joke about it, yeah. and like we're moving on, you know. And I'm just like, wow. So, well, uh, and Beak, so you've. You're going to work with some amateurs. I'm getting from this conversation. Yeah, yeah. We're going to uh, we're going to sign a few amateurs. Um, okay. Recently signed Casey Casey Cochran. Okay. Um, he's riding uh, 85s and super minis, but he's uh, he's one of the uh, uh, sandbox kids. So, oh, okay. And, yep. and a fox kid, yep. so I have yep. a relationship with them Work, as well. Works already, yeah, yeah. for you. Uh, so you'll be going to those things. Checking that out? Yeah, I'll be going to some amateur races. <laughs> I'm going to keep, by the way, the home life. There is a time that you need balance. Like, he's been on the road forever. Yeah. Him and his wife, because he doesn't travel right now, him and his wife are about to kill yeah, each other. Yeah, right. Yeah, like, that's a good point. And you know he's got an incredible wife. Yeah. No, she, he needs to get on the road a little bit. My before. wife's the same way. I'm, I'm hitting the road. She's probably pretty happy right about yeah, now. Yeah. But yeah. I'll tell you, like, the, dealing with the kids and the family has been really um, rewarding. Yeah. Um, they, they honestly, they just, they want someone to talk to. And, you know, I'm there. And, like, anytime, you know, Doug Cochran calls, like, I answer within, like, you know, two or three rings. And yeah. I just want them to know I'm there and it, any time of the day, any questions they had. or Right. Yeah, so. Um, so, 702-586-7857, speaking of that, any questions you have for Steve Astefan or uh, Beeks? From uh, the family V2? Do we say V2? Do no, we, just the family. The, family? the V2 okay. is kind right, of a okay. fun thing. I didn't know, like, say you, know. you sold the, the family name and yeah, now, yeah. now you have no, to say I, V2. No, I came up No, it's just the okay. family. The jacket. Look, we've got a new jacket. The yeah. family. It's just the family. The V2 thing was kind of like, for me, it's a different chapter in life, right? Yeah. I'm I'm old as shit now. Like, it's just that 20-year playbook, right? Yeah, so yeah. it's kind of right. like, what am I going to do different? Also, the family never did music. We do music now. We're doing artists. Okay, We're doing so all yeah, that other shit, which is, stuff. yeah. yeah. Uh, motorsport.com, welcome to those guys. They're on board with us for a few years here. Thanks to those guys for making it happen. If you want to uh, support the show, go to the folks at Motorsport. Click on the banner on uh, pulpmexshow.com or pulpamex.com and uh, go to Motorsport, buy some stuff, and uh, support us a little bit. Great prices, great uh 
great things going on there. They also have, by the way, um, I should have already pulled this up, but I didn't. Uh, a special code, Pulpamex20, is a special code for extra uh, discount off of their clearance stuff that are going on right now. So you'll see that code. You'll see the clearance page if you go to Motorsport. Clicks through the Pulpamex Show page. Uh, thanks to those guys. Fly Racing, Racetech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Roost MX, X-Brand Goggles, Vertex Pistons, EVS Sports, Michelin Starcross 5, Maxima USA, Skosh, Pro Filter, Firepower Batteries and Chains, FMF Guts Racing, Get Data, Atlas Neck Brace. Got an Atlas Neck Brace on the Right here in front of you. Works Connection, OGO Power Sports, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Intense Cycles, WUSA, LA Honda World, Ride Engineering, and Works Chassis Labs all on board with us tonight. Uh, so, Chad Reed. Love him. You still love him? Is everything good? I will always. Because you we guys. just texted a, a few weeks ago. Okay, so. Personally, he's my boy. I mean, did, I'll tell you why. I mean, it's just Did he it's leave you personal. or did you leave him? I think he left in a way and I left in a way. And I can remember I was on the golf course when we got in our last little spat. Like, <laughs> look. Like brothers would, of yeah, course. Yeah, right? no, he, he will always, always be a brother to me. Okay. No matter what. And like, if he called right now, like the text, like I obviously text him on the anniversary and that sort of stuff. Like ups and downs when you you go through, yeah, when, when you go through the (laughs) shit that they went, we went through, like I've got stories where like to this day, I, I probably have a tighter relationship with certain athletes in different ways, but like, and obviously, you know, Mira's situation was hard for me because, mm-hmm. you know, he was with me in 98 and, and the suicide, you know, just the stuff. And yeah. I was his trust. I still run, you know, his wife and kids are yeah. still everything to me. And that's a different thing. But like, I don't know what it is with Chad, maybe the whole industry. That's why, like for us all to fall in love with an Aussie like this, yeah, but yeah. like the things we went through to like, even that, that Jerry Maguire point, by yeah. the way, you'll remember the year when I was like, if you would just take this fucking chip <laughs> off this fucking shoulder oh, and remove it, you would be the most liked. Kevin Windham would have nothing on you. Couldn't do it. And he, he did it. Nobody did it for a bit, right? He, like, he opened, like, he is the most marketable guy. Like, he would have, and he still is. Like, he's Chad. He's Chad. Um, <laughs> but there was times that, like, together that, like, we went through things. Like, we were young. Yeah. I mean, he was young. Yeah. Ellie's young. We're all young. And... We had some incredible times. I was looking through like the history stuff the other day, and it's like that's another example of where like sometimes too close is not good, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. I've learned in my career, there's certain athletes I can get really close to, and there's others that I have a business relationship with. Like there's three clients I have right now that I will never have the relationship that I have with Chad. Reed. Yeah, yeah, good or bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and with Chad. You know, it was the Honda thing, and and you know he got back to the he, he for a few years was doing everything I was asking and everything he he knew better than me what to do, mm-hmm. and then it was just he got that chip on his shoulder again. He's fucking Chad, and I could not believe the Yamaha when he got on the podium at Glendale. Yeah, and no. he says they finally got me the parts I wanted. I was right. like, what are you doing? Right. You could ride a Yamaha for the rest of your life if you just stop talking. But that's what makes Chad. Chad. That's what makes Chad. Chad, and I will never. I, I never asked him to change, yeah. right? Like, yeah. but I think it got to a point where he said it best to me, clear on clear, <laughs> and I saved the. Time. I still have it where it's like, I just think we're going a different direction. Yeah, right. Which is just like yeah. Wasserman. Awesome, awesome. Like, I wish all of them the best. They wish me that. Like, it's yeah, family. Yeah. In a lot of ways, we're still like together in certain things because I have clients yeah, that are still part. Right, There's deals, right. whatever. But like. I would rather it that way than another way. And it's the same with Chad. Like the fact that when he's in Vegas, he's going to text me for dinner or things. If he texted me to get in a club still, he's my priority. He's yeah, my boy. Yeah, yeah, like, he's I, guy. And I love him. Right. And, 
you know, but like you re, for, I mean, a Cowie, like I, th- I, I thought he was maybe going to be done the way that went. You rebuilt him with, I did a story on the rise of two, two and the shift and yeah. you were involved. And, we had some great times and I worked, I can go to sleep at night and I know he can go to sleep at night yeah. that we did some really great shit together. Yeah. And we had a lot of fun and being that he, you know, Australians are my favorite, like for a lot of reasons. Uh-huh. And I think like, when I was on the golf course, it was this Honda thing, and I said, look, if you just don't say it that way, and if you say this, this, this way, and you could kind of do this and do this way, and he was just like, no, fuck that. I'm not doing that. And I'm like... That doesn't sound like a chat I know. No, right. And I was like... But I respect it. Like, yeah, he, he yeah. just... Dude, he does his no. thing. Dave was very similar. Was he? Like, yeah. Dave... And, and, you know, when you're, when you're bred, like, Chad is so fucking competitive. Yeah. On the golf course, yeah. like all the golf shit yeah, we did, yeah, yeah. he and I, literally Ellie and and like the groups that we would be with at times, like even shuffleboard. Nathan Ramsey, I can remember at one point going, "I'm out of this." Yeah, like yeah, we're yeah. in the Bahamas yeah. and shuffleboard, and yeah. Chad and I wanted to kill each other. Right, like right. it was like it was shuffleboard for Christ's sake, and we were drunk. <laughs> but like he is so competitive, yeah. and obviously so are I. And that's how we grew together. And there was times that like he was going to do it no matter what. But what I what I feel really great about, and I know he respects me for, is I'll never say I told you so, because once he said I'm all in, I went with him. Yeah, yeah. But, like, there was things that, like, I remember being at a hotel, like, crying, begging him and Ellie not to do it. Yeah. And it's because, again, back to that emotional side, like, I truly love them. Yeah. I will always love Ellie yeah. and Chad well, for a hundred million for reasons. Him. You did a lot for them. And they, they did, did a lot, lot for you. me. Yeah, yeah. They Both of you, I think, yeah. really benefited from a decade-long friendship or yeah. maybe longer, right? Yeah. I don't know how long. Yeah. How long yeah. did you rep for them? I mean, it was more than a decade. Yeah, yeah, 2003 to like whatever, just last year, two years ago. He came to Wasserman in 2003 until we had championships together. Like, we had a great time. I mean, even the double down on the championship. That was him as much as me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we insured him. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, it brilliant. It's kind of like I, Kenny on the suit. It's like, Chad, you want to do it? He's like, fuck yeah, I'm winning this thing. Like, yeah. It was brilliant. Like, uh, Speaking of Kenny, uh, we celebrity caller on oh, the show. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Here we go. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a number 94. Ken Roxon, what's up, Kenny? How are you, man? What, what's going on? I'm kind of bummed. You know, I'm sitting up here in Utah. I'm only about a, an hour and a half away from you, and I was kind of hoping I would have gotten the invite as you sent it out to Stephen oh, B. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Matt, remember this now. When yeah. you say, can I get Kenny on the show, and you say, I'm the dick, right, right. you remember he just said this, so there's no way I'm for sure the dick if I say yeah. he won't go. Because right, right. he just said he's coming on the show. He said he would come on anytime. Done. Right. It's like Pastrana I mean, used to say yes to everything, and then I'd say no, but it was really him going, going I'm yeah. not doing that. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how, I got to ask. Steve Mathis, how, what did you have to do to get him in the studio? I, you know what, like, Kenny? How did that happen? Listen, I'm as surprised as you. Uh, Beeks and I were talking one day, and Beeks is like, "I want to come up." I, you know, starting starting working with Steve, and I said, "Sure, come on up." And then I think Beeks, you were like, "Hey, I'm going to bring Steve," and I'm like, "What? He's coming in studio?" So really, Beeks is the guy that made this happen. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I was part of it, but Steve was all in from the get go. He was like, "Yeah, because yeah, we haven't got to the good stuff yet. We do. There is a reason I'm here." Okay, okay, so. good, good to know. Yeah, I, Kenny, I'm with you too because I mean, he's not leaving. You know, his palatial estate for you know for coming to my studio. Hey, we'll make a deal. What? I'll come with Kenny when when Kenny comes on the show. Oh, okay, all right, there we go. That'll be perfect. <laughs> Steve, now, this is the agent coming out of Beeks. What, what? Now he's wheeling and dealing. <laughs> yeah, right, right. I know, huh? Because you you noticed I stayed. Silent there. Uh, That's funny. Yeah, hey, but for reals though, uh, you know, Steve. I don't know if you heard. We're listening, Ken. But yeah, I mean, Steve talked about all the things working for you, and how much has he meant to you over the years uh, through all of your ups and downs? Oh no, it's been amazing. Um, you know, Steve and I have 
and even with Beaks, you know, I mean, I've, I've known Beaks longer than I've known Steve, really. But, you know, the relationship, what Steve is really good about, and I'm sure Beaks will do the same thing for his athletes, is that the relationship that he grows with each and individual athlete. And, you know, we have gone through ups and downs. Like, we really had a roller coaster just with my career, mm-hmm. you know. Um, we have always loved each other, and we, yes, we do yell at, yell at each other every now <laughs> right, and then. But, right. you know, overall, you know, you got to listen to the guy because he's uh, done a lot in his life and his career. And, yeah, I mean, it's just been an amazing ride so far, and I hope there's so many more years to come because I think, you know, doing what I'm planning on doing with, with my career and trying to get back to the to the very top, like him and I, we've been working so hard to just get things back lined up mm-hmm. to get to that point so we can do the stuff that we want to do. And so we got we got big things coming, especially with the new season. Like everything's all excited, and it's yeah. kind of crazy to think that Anaheim's coming up so quick. Like I've been up here in Utah, right? It's been like a week and a half. I should have been back in California a long time ago. <laughs> but the yes. weather and everything, I'm like, hey, no shit. I we drive them past the skis about an hour back south or whatever. Yeah. And then you know I was on the phone with my mechanic, and you know with all the weather going on, I'm like, you know what? I'm turning back around. I'm coming back up here, and it's actually been so freaking nice. Just being away from all the, um, the, the se- I shouldn't say the season drama, but you know, there's something when you're in California and everybody's at the test track and there's 30 team members. And, yeah. you know, up here, it's just been me. I went to the track today with my mechanic. We had an amazing day and I've really been enjoying it up here. And then, um, you know, obviously tonight with Stephen Beeks coming on the show, like we've been uh, listening to it. It's been amazing. I, by the way, I hey, Kenny, when you come here, you need to bring a jersey because this, you know, this place that I'm in right now, and I know some people can see it right on video. Yeah, yeah there's like a read when he won the championship. There's everything, but I don't see a Roxon jersey. There, there isn't I'm just one. Saying, no, there isn't one. Like, I, well, he's, there's a McAdoo on here. Yeah, there's <laughs> like fucking. That's my guy. There's, there's everybody. There's like six Stewarts in here, for God's <laughs> hey, sake. Listen, easy on Stu, okay? I like Stu. <laughs> I love Stu. He's a great golfer now, too. Um, well, yeah. Well, let's. Uh, I'm gonna. You know, hopefully, if we. How about this? Is what we're gonna do? Okay. Okay. My first win back in Supercars, you get in that jersey. Oh wow! Jeez, that's wow. Uh, that'd that's be, wow. That'd be, hopefully, that's yeah. that anyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This weekend. It could be this weekend. All right, I'll hold you to that, Kenny. And we'll hopefully, even, it's a good colorway. In we'll here. even take one of these ones out of the frame, and then Kenny's will go right in there. So wow. Oh, double take, promise. Take yeah. the Jason Thomas one out. Okay. Done. Done deal. <laughs> JT's out. <laughs> Poor JT. Another guy I love, and that's he's uh, out. That's um, but hey, what I wanted to say though is, I hope that there are a lot of. Um, industry people listening to this because it's refreshing you know obviously i'm around it a lot Mm -hmm. talking business and this kind of stuff but i don't know if people in the industry really know the i I don't know if it's the best way to say the right way of doing business or just the approach that steve has and how smart he is with things i think for me especially even sitting on the other side here listening to it it Mm -hmm. is so freaking interesting to hear a guy talk about all this stuff because i'm pretty sure there's a lot of people out there that don't know the stuff that Steve yeah. and Beach they were talking about right now, you know? I, I agree 100%. Yeah, and, I, and I, I'm going to ask him some tougher stuff here coming up, too. I, want, I can't wait to hear his answers. Can we get... Now, I could eat my words at this, okay? But can we Go stop? Can we stop with the tweets and the texts and the forum stuff about Adam and Kenny able being enemies down the road because Adam's coming up and he's going to challenge I have a, Kenny. I have a few scenarios can for that. Can we stop I can tell this, you. though? We should stop because I'll tell you what, LeBron and Camelo Anthony and Kobe, I could tell you some, I've been in the locker room. Right. I want to go back and I'm not, you guys are going to be the expert on this, but even like I could tell you I was at, I wasn't in the industry like you guys were, but I was friends with Jeremy mm-hmm. because of other industries. Yeah. 
And I could tell you that I've been into some crazy nights with him and Emic. Right, right, right. Like I just they battled on the field, button and all them. Like it is okay. Yes. That these two. And by the way, Mira Nike was, and for the wrong reason, and God bless his soul. To this day, it was Mira's fault, or they'd still be best friends. But the best years of Ryan and Dave, and the most money they made, yeah. is when they both loved each other off. Yeah. And battled on. I just like, I don't the best relationships. I don't see it with Kenny and Adam. I don't see this. I see, Carmichael. Yes, he hated Yogi. Everybody's in the Chad Yogi Stewart, to beat it. Ricky Stewart. Like I, I get, get that. it. I don't get it with these two guys, nope. Kenny. So nope. I'm going to stand by that, Roxon. That that you guys uh, well, are fine. Here's the thing. You know, before Adam and I became competitor, which is now, I mean, you know, we were joking around that back in the 250s when he first came out, we were racing each other. He's still giving me shit how he beat me in uh, Salt Lake and Utah back then <laughs> in the outdoors and stuff. But here's the thing, what Adam and I have in common is we went through some dark times with injuries. Yes, I think mine were um, heavier in a way that, you know, I may, I, you know, there was a possibility I wasn't going to race again or ride or whatever. Yeah. But I feel like I lived it through with him when he was injured all the time he messed up his shoulders couldn't race he was down and then he was getting like 18s like i mean right now we're, we're actually laughing about it because um you know when he when he came back and like sometimes during practice days whatever he's like oh remember then and then like i was giving it my all and i was literally going from first back to 18s and like three <laughs> laps but here's the thing like right. i was there when he went through the stuff and he was there when i went through the stuff and He's going really good right now. Like Steve said, he's mentally strong. He's physically strong. He's at the high, the highest he's ever been. But I've been around him through most of our training camp during Florida, and I think it's great because, you know, listen, he goes to my home gym and he comes work out with me every single day when we do stuff. And we have a different connection. I think we were friends before we were competitors, and I think we're always going to kind of hold on to that, and I think it's a very healthy relationship and also as a competitor because he wants to beat me really bad i want to beat him really bad you know we'll probably slap each other in the face here and there but <laughs> that's the relationship that we have though in a healthy way and yeah uh, we're gonna hold on to that um and you know i hope i, I hope I, that we're gonna come down to some good battles you know that's that's what i really want i want to i tell him in the face i said i want to see you do just as good as how i want to see myself do good mm -hmm. like you just have a good relationship and we're great friends and you know, I'm excited to see where all that takes us, you know? Yeah, I, I just, I know, for some reason, our fans are, are waiting. And I'm just like, calm down, everybody. I think these two hey, are going to be I fine. can tell you that Cooper Webb and, and Kenny are never going to be friends. Right. Let right, that one. Right, That's right, what they should right, talk about. Right. Or, or, you know, yeah, there's different different guys for different reasons, off for the track sure. stuff that we know. And, and, and Chad and James were never going to be buddies because of things that they never rode together. They never knew each other ever. So, so this know? relationship you know? that Adam and Ken has is new. For our industry, yeah. especially for yeah, the last 15 really years. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, you know how many times we, we went through this scenario of, like, Adam and I talking, and we're like, hey, we should rock up to the press conference, and we should pretend like we hate each other and, like, dab at <laughs> You guys should wear matching suits. <laughs> Wow. No, 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 I ain't getting out of it a suit. Let Adam be Adam. Adam wants to wear Skechers. Yeah. I'm not going to change yeah. that one. <laughs> Yeah, actually, uh, Steve, uh, Adam texted me and wants to know where his Skechers deal is. Uh, I know, I know. So, well, there's, a, there's a funny story later oh, for that one, too. We, we just talked about him. it at dinner the other day, right? Yeah, <laughs> I know. Uh, we might have to just concede with that, Kenny. Uh, Let him have it. Yeah, yeah, really, right. Just give it yeah, to him. Yeah, I just, just give the kid. No, I don't know why. Our, our, I just, I know you both. I don't know you that well, but I, I just think you guys will be fine, and you'll push each other to higher, better heights, and, and, and it, our sport will be better for it. You know, we, we'll be able to market it better. We'll be able to market these two kids, and... and you know, guys now, I guess, not kids, but um, I, I I, don't know. I, everybody needs to back that down. If we have a spread in a year from now, they both win championships, whatever it may be, but in ESPN and one guy, Adam's on one side and Kenny's on the other side, that's yeah. good for the sport. Yeah. Uh, 
Kenny, what do you think? will be in a Trek suit and I'll be in a suit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cover shoot for something. <laughs> uh, uh, Kenny, what do you think when Beeks told you he was he was going to be an agent again? Well, listen, Beeks and I have been very close. I mean, he was in my freaking wedding. You know what I mean? We have been close friends for so long, and I I've been through. I feel like the process with them, uh-huh. and we have a very close relationship to open up to each other. And um, like you guys were talking about, Beast, you got to step up to this stuff. When they were talking about getting punched in the face, <laughs> you have gotten punched in the face. Now it's your time to shine. You don't. You I'm gonna do some punching punch back. Right. <laughs> yeah, you you got to take the thing by the balls. You know what I mean? So yeah, a little bit of confidence there. But um, no, we have. I I'm so happy for him because now it just seems like he was ready. Like compared to before, he did this thing. You know, came back. Now he's doing it again, but mm-hmm. I think his mental state and confidence and everything is on a different level than it was before. And so I am, I'm so happy that he, he just seems like if you're happy with life, um, you're happy, you're happy with the decision you've made. Um, you know, there's always, you know, the startup mm-hmm. of this whole thing. I know that there's hard times and hard days or whatever, but it seems like you're in a good spot and it's going to stay that way. I know that. And I'm just, you know, I've just been through the whole thing with him, I feel like, and I'm just stoked. Like, I'm mm-hmm. stoked to be a part of such a small group, but it's literally the name of the family. I mean, it's the perfect way of saying it because we're small and, you know, we're there for each other and we're solid as a rock. I mean, I have an incredible support group from Steve, Kenny, my wife, some friends. Like, I mean, the future is bright. Like, we're yeah. um, really, really looking forward to what, what, what the next, say, 10 years of my career looks like. Yeah, I, I think it'll be it'll be a good thing for you, for sure. You get stuck in a rut. You've been for Air Fox. For, if you count the... The, the year and a half you were an agent the first time you were at Fox for 20 years or no, 15 years no, uh, I think 15, four, 14 15 years and, and yeah, I'll yeah. be honest the yeah. last couple years I was there I would say you know I wasn't the person that that was started there for sure you know yeah. I, I was definitely in a rut and what about sitting across from Steve at times hammering out deals? Were you just like, oh, this fucking guy? Oh, I used to call him a dickhead. <laughs> like, I would cringe, and my phone would ring, and it's I'd It's not a dickhead, it's passion. <laughs> what happened to the passion part? <laughs> and, and it it's would, like Kerry Hart, I'd be like, oh, no. oh. Here we go. I'm sure you weren't the only one that was calling names. <laughs> oh, no. oh, listen, uh, I, I had my a Honda. Skin, my skin is thick. I had, a, I had a Honda exec tell me about Steve. He's oh, just, fuck. There I'm was sure. a guy telling me, like, I, I, I hope that guy. But, but let's be honest, though. Like, yeah. Steve wants the best for his clients. Yeah, yeah you got to do that. It's, yeah. not like, it's not like we were having uncomfortable conversa- conversations. Like, he wants the best for his clients. Right. You know, and, and I'm on the brand side, and I, I want to do what's best for the client and for the athlete and the brand. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we never had any, like, run-ins or anything. No, I, I mean, look, for me, it's like I get it. And that same people at Honda, look, I got a ton of respect for Honda because of what they did and, and how we negotiated Kenny's deal coming off of Suzuki. But, like, mm-hmm. and they're actually some of my favorite people there right now in the sense of, but all the way across the board. Like, even Roger, like, there's things that in the industry, but then, like, and I'm just going to off the record, they have a kid that's growing up that wants to become a doctor or PT, whatever. I'm the first person they call. I'm good with that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I know you don't have to have a drink with me or love me yeah. or whatever else, yeah. but if you respect me, yeah. and the biggest honors for me is when people have either, A, come to ask to work for me, <laughs> or B, just shown that in a different way, whether it be, like, in a lifestyle, like, off off the thing called me instead of someone else and just said like, Hey, my son wants to go through this process at UCLA or whatever. Can you make a call? Right. And for me, that's like, that's enough to know. Yeah. Maybe in business, we have a different opinion on how an athlete should be taken care of versus what you, and you know, maybe there's animosity when you raced when you were younger, whatever it may be. Yep. 
Um, but but for me, the the name calling and all that stuff, like I could give a shit. Where I grew up, like that's the yeah, least of the worries. Yeah. You're, and, you're and if somebody you're really wants to fight, right, right. I'm in the pits all the time. They're yeah. welcome to approach me. Yeah. Um, but like they, I think everybody has it almost more just to tell a story. Like yeah. that's why I don't take a per like they're all really great people. This whole industry works together, and every industry works together. But like I realized a hundred years ago at a dinner table with many many people, when someone was talking about someone and I don't want to even go into details and this is an embarrassing moment for somebody is that when you're talking about somebody at the table yeah. and it's to make yourself look bigger yeah. and this is about the 20 year you know, book that I, yeah. that I kind of I'm writing right. the chapters and then I saw someone that cared about that person say hey XYZ name pass me the ketchup it's because that guy didn't even know the person he was talking shit about. Yeah, yeah, right, right. And that woke me up even 10 years ago yeah. going, you know, it's the same reason, like, a, a lot of my even staffing, Beaks knows this, like, why are you doing so many informationals? Why are you answering intern, like, these kids that want to work for you, every DM? Right. Because I don't know when they're going to be a CEO. Yeah, yeah. I don't know yeah. when they're going to be sitting at the dinner table with yep, me. Yep. So, like, I, I know there was a time, and I think Chad helped me in this sport for Kenny. Kenny's getting a better pathway because of Chad, mm -hmm. right? Because... Mm -hmm. He did make these things for me. Carry in a different way. Travis in a different way. And it's all those learnings. But, like, for people in the industry that say, like, oh, that guy, whatever, whatever, yeah. I, I'll have a conversation with you. And the fact, the biggest thing for me, and same with Beeks, look where he's working now, Ken Block, when he sold his company, yeah. who'd he go to to be an agent? Me. Yeah. <laughs> so, and by the way, he he negotiated for, with me for a long time at DC yeah, Shoes. Yeah. Like, DC right. was the he, bank he, he for was, me. Yeah, right, right, right. So, but um, I, I need to say, though, this too, though, like, dealing with Steve when I was on the brand side, like, it wasn't ever, like, demanding, I, we need this. Yeah. There was always a process of, of like, cre creativity, right? Like, to get to this number, we need to do these certain things, yeah. right? Or structuring the deal where, like, there was incentives that the athlete did certain things. It could be on on track, or on course. It could have been through social media, or whatever. But it was it was always I, I want to creativity. Yeah, uh, creativity. I was just gonna say that creativity. Yeah. Well, Kenny, for you and, and Courtney too, of course. Like, you get all these people pulling you every which way, pitching you stuff, trying to talk to you. It's nice to have a guy like Steve to be like, look, he's the guy. Is this legit or is it not legit? Like, some of these aren't legit, right? But you're like, hey, this is my guy. He can handle it. And then you can focus riding, training, getting better, and all of that. That's got to be – because at your level, and I've seen it. I've been around you guys. At your level, there's so many people that want five minutes of your time, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, yeah, hey, um, yeah, deal with Steve. And it's never five minutes. No, 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 never. No, no, well, never. They say five minutes, but it's a lot more. <laughs> Remember, Kenny, when but, I when I we I plan those photo shoots with you, and I tell you, dude, it'd be twenty minutes, twenty thirty minutes. And next thing we yeah. know, it's two hours. Oh, oh no, yeah. I know, especially photographers saying, "Oh, just one more, one or more, one more thing yeah. here, one more thing there," yeah. or interviews, especially. It's twenty more questions. Right. Well, that's but, why. No, hey, that's why I appreciate so, Kenny. Sometimes you you say to me. Hey, do you want to talk? And I'll be like, no. Nah, and you'll be like, no, let's do it. I always appreciate it because I know you've done all these interviews. And I'm like, I appreciate that you're like, okay, let's do this math. Well, right. I have to, you know, I'm, I'm still young and I'm, I'm a certain way, but I always like, sometimes I'd be like, eh, no, but then I have to like, something in my head takes me and be like, okay, no, 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 I got to do this because yeah. I'm good. You know, just because I want to, that's why I always come to see too, whether that's with business ideas or not when we're um, discussing about merchandise stuff or whatever it's like here this is what i want to do but i am open-minded because in the end i want the business to run right right so sometimes it doesn't matter what i want like i always try to balance out both but the business in the end is 
is a whole different story. And that's why I come to seek because of his experience and all this kind of stuff, because I want something a certain way. Right. And then how are we going to get there? Well, we got to do it this way. And, and, you know, and then we all come to the final spot together. But overall, I always go to Steve with anything. It's like you said, a lot of people hit me up about this stuff. Yeah. I forward it straight to Steve. And then we discuss what makes sense, what doesn't make sense. And, um, yeah, that's and, pretty much. And how many, and how many times have you come up with an idea and he's like, listen, Chad did that. We're not going down that road. Here's what happened. Oh, absolutely. Well, there's even some things. Listen, there are a lot of people that hit me up on Instagram, even with business ideas yeah. or whatever. I forward it straight to Steve because I'm also thinking, I'm like, okay, sometimes things start off really yeah, small, yeah. but I want to forward it to Steve because, listen, just because this is super small and this is through a direct message or whatever, you never know what's going to happen in the future. And it could be something big. So I always forward doesn't matter. It could be a mouse's fart, as an example, just, you know, I'm exaggerating. But I'm saying, like, yeah. it could be something, and then Steve might be like, you know what, this is actually not a bad idea. Nobody's thought of it. It's a small right now, but it makes sense. So I always I forward everything to him. Right, right, yeah. You never good. know. You know, sometimes you think, oh, this is stupid, but, yeah. well, is it really for the business? It could be something smart. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so. Kenny, before we let you go, uh, outlook mm-hmm. on the season, and how's Brayton? How's it being teammates with Brayton? Oh, it's awesome. You know, I mean, I, I – pretty much couldn't have asked for a better teammate just because um and he'll probably smile about this but he's old and wise you know what i mean i need that around <laughs> me like you know i'm still a little spunky and a little here and there left and right yeah, up yeah. and down yeah. but him being like calm and he has a family and he, he approaches this whole thing with like dude he's having so much fun like whatever and it's good for me to sometimes be like you know what it is you know it's the, the biggest part while i'm doing it is because of the fun you know so it's a good reminder i think we balance each other out really great and he's not a pain in the ass, you know what I mean? And and we've been – it's going to be a good year. I'm really excited to have him on there. I think we can learn from each other for sure. Yeah, that'll great. be great. Man, we you, – um, yeah, let's hope you pull off this A1 win. That, 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 that'll be the best one. You just want that jersey. I do. I want the jersey quick, yeah. <laughs> selfish, selfish. No, man. We, you, I, I don't even know how you're going to do in this championship and all that. You know, of course, you let's just get a win and go from there and complete the story, and I can't wait. I can't wait to let Well, happen, and, so. you know, the thing is, I think in, in some other years, I came in here guns blazing, and I've kind of put that away a little bit just because I always look at the big picture, and I've had injuries. I want to win just as bad as anybody out there, and I've I've done everything in my power to to try and get there. Mm-hmm. But I'm always looking at the big picture. Like that's why I kind of like being up here in Utah because that's what I mean by I'm away from everything yeah. because I, I feel like I'm like hey, it feels like we're eight weeks out from Anaheim, which is a good feeling to have because there's no stress. You know what I yeah, mean? Like yeah. so we go there, and yes, it would be super awesome to win Anaheim one, but honestly. I, it's the bigger picture. Yeah, every yeah. single time. I want to. I want to win, but it's almost like let's just get Anaheim one out of the way. Sure. And then let's let's go. You know what I mean? He's like Rocky in, in Russia in Rocky Four. He's just away, just yeah. training. Wait, just, he's waiting for the sixth round. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, hey, Ken, thanks for calling in, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, good Absolutely, stuff. Absolutely, for having me on. It was fun. You guys have fun, and I'll I'll talk to you guys later. All right, sounds good. See you, Ken. Bye, Bye. buddy. That's the show that stars call in, like Kenny Roxon, everybody. I wonder if it has anything to do with having Steve ask Spanish. No, studio. nothing. Nothing? Nah. Um, he calls hey, no, every listen, week. He's, uh, yeah, he's a great guest. Every time we have him on, he's fantastic. Uh, I think he, the fans really like him, and, and with Adam, like we said. so. Um, hey, so years ago, Steve, okay, so this is my rant on this show so many times, and I want you to help me. Um, Shoot. So years ago at WMG, before Supercross went to Feld, uh, it was uh, Clear Channel or Live Nation or one of the yep. same company, whatever yep. they were called then. You guys looked at the books. Yeah, there was the potential for WMG Wasserman Media Group 
to buy Supercross. Now, Feld eventually did. Yeah. Monster Trucks and Supercross. I don't know if yeah. you were just doing Supercross and Monster Trucks. Or... We wanted just Supercross. Okay, just the Supercross. The issue is the value was the package. Um, that's where the value What did you think when you looked at that? I mean, I still, if Kenneth Feld's interested, I'm interested. <laughs> um, I'm just not interested in Monster Cup. Monster I mean, Trucks. I, monster trucks. Yeah, yeah, Monster Trucks. Yeah. Sorry, Monster Trucks. Yeah. Um, but that's the moneymaker, wasn't it? Yeah, so that's the issue. But that's the circus. The circus makes a lot yeah, of money, too. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's just not the part of the sport that I wanted to be in. Yep. and Or we wanted to be in, Did I should come say. Close? And Did there was another close? advisor that Casey and I had at the time and, okay. and other friends that were involved in this. Yeah, it got real close. Did it and really? this is yeah. the hats off to Casey the whole time, even up to now. Like It's like, you know, yeah, we're big now. But like at the time, it was very entrepreneurial. Like We took equity and stance. We did yep. deals like Hunigamini, Shumaki. Like This was the thing was like, wow, this is good for the sport. Yeah. Casey was always about what's good for athletes. Yeah. And God, your marketing, that's why the, we get along well. The thing you right? guys would have done with the oh, sport would have been like, would have been from another angle. I like. just remember like even meetings of me going like, "Here's what the prize purse could be," and it didn't affect us, right? Like because we were in it for a long yeah, term, and we right. wanted to have these certain things and where we would bring the sport, and we would have to take risks here and take a hit here to go here, right? Um, and you know, look at the end of the day, as a package, they got the right deal, and Feld and Kenneth and everybody there has been. Much yep. better than prior. <laughs> they um, have, yes, they've like, they, I produced a commercial for them three years ago with Ricky Fowler and all those other athletes listen, in it. For the fact that they bought that commercial and did it, I'll say this. Hats off. Getting rid of Mancuso and yeah, Hudgens yeah, yeah. was a fantastic yeah, move. Yeah, yeah. Those guys were holding it back. And yeah, I said, I'll, yeah. I don't care. In our, I'll in our industry, publicly. your industry, our industry, look, I've been in it, I think, long enough now, since, you know, not as long as you guys, but since 98 with Travis, you know. You have a lot of old school mentality, and yes. I've seen it in a ton of industries. Yep. And when you don't bring in young, fresh blood and people that think about diversity, culture, like we live in a very big yeah. world right now, right? Yep. And with some crazy shit going on. And I can remember even back in the heyday, even when Jeff Fox was uh, alive and doing all these things, it's like I kept showing up at the race for him, and I'd be like, Buddy, it's Groundhog Day. Like that hospitality tent's the same fucking tent since you were like 24 years old, yeah, and you're like 60. Like, yep. Yeah, like, like how are we growing when it's the same activation and yeah. it's the same this and the same yeah. this? So, like for me, like buying the sport was going to be about what it needed to do to change, right? Yeah. Like I know there's a lot of people that hate me, including Jimmy and Bob and all them, and and Jimmy and I were texting the end of the day. So when I say hate we, we're brothers but like the old school mentality is like yeah. outdoors and two classes and this and that that doesn't monetize properly long term it just it to grow the sport like when i bring and he's been there brightling into the suite in new york or yep. rbc bank or all these sponsors mm -hmm. they're just like what the fuck is going on like wait <laughs> wait why is that kid who's really cool on the light spike not on the big but what's the two class yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. and there's not enough ex explanation yeah. for that so like one class is going to change the sport. Yeah. And I'm still going to, I'm going to go yeah. to my deathbed saying this sport needs to be one class. Yeah. Keep it simple. Super, keep right. it simple. Yeah. Yeah. And I still believe, and I know Davey and I've talked about this for years, even through my process of like, you know, there's outliers. There's James Stewart. There's Chad Reed. There's Ricky Carmichael. There's LeBron James. And yes, I'm putting them in the same and Kobe Bryant and et cetera, et cetera, that don't need to go to college that don't need to go to high school. Mm -hmm. But the majority need to finish fucking high school. Yeah. And you're talking about a guy that didn't finish high school. Yeah. And I wish I did. <laughs> right. The fact that we put pressure on these kids, you talk about the injuries, the lights teams, like rushing them back to yeah. the bike and stuff. And yeah. I can go back to a chase story well before Beeks was representing him. And we were talking to him at Wasserman with Lucas and all that. And just, I watched 
him come back too soon and then hurt himself at Atlanta. Yeah. It, it's it's something that the industry has not changed its mentality and it's been the same people running that ship. And that to me is, and I respect all these people. I, I have tons yeah. of respect for Roger and from uh, to McCarty, Kehoe, to yeah, McCarty, McCarty, to yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Keith, yeah. I res- and I know we have a relationship because we've had some great conversations, yeah. but the sport has to change. It has to have a group that represents the teams and the manufacturers there has to be a collective bargaining, right? Yeah. There has to be some organization something, to something, the sport. The bull riders have one. Why do the bull riders no, have everybody one? Everybody has one. The funny thing is we launched this merch thing with Kenny and Adam, yeah. as you saw. The biggest comments that I'm getting back to, and, and, and the partner that I'm learning this from in the music side came back to me, and it's like, we're not going to get rich off. Like, this isn't yeah. something that Kenny and Adam yeah, are going to be yeah, like, oh, right. we killed it. Like, yeah. it's like, You're but making it's 20 like, bucks on a shirt, but, right, but, whatever. Uh, but again, and I think you'll see it in the show, it's a statement. It's yeah. a statement to say when you go to some other industries that I work in now yeah, yeah. and you say the same group controls, mer- the, 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 they're just like, what the fuck? What? That's nothing against yeah. Bell. They yeah, inherited yeah. that. Yeah, it's yeah, not like yeah. they're being no, no, no. Kenneth, his daughters, everybody, Todd, Dave, I have the utmost respect for it. When I pitched them that commercial on using the other athletes to grow the sport and yeah. Ricky was in it and yeah. Fowler and all them, they bought it. They yeah. paid me to produce that and direct that commercial. Yeah. Hats off. They, They've done they do, they a million do seem things to have, They do seem to have a bigger eye for things. Yes. 100%. But I would say the same thing if they were sitting in the room, because I've said it to yeah. Todd, and, and they know how I feel, is that right. until we remove that whole circle of one ship mm-hmm. and butts in seats, the sport is just going to continue to do what the industry supports, and that's it. Yeah. And I, and yep. I feel bad yep. for that, right? Um, the bonuses are going to be still the manufacturers. Yeah. The paychecks are going to come from here. This is going to be that. And, I, and if we learn something from NASCAR, who relied on butts and seats, how's that working out yeah. now? Yeah, yeah, terrible. I could tell yeah. you those private jets aren't yeah. flying like no, they used to. No, no, absolutely. So, no. Um, I had somebody tell me that that would know around 2005, six Supercross was pulling in about $30 million a year profit. Yeah. Is that close? They're doing well. <laughs> and they're still doing well. Look, of course. And then, I mean, you know, hey, listen, I'm in this model. business like, to make money. Yeah. I make money in Pulp Mac, So making money is great. Here, here's I don't the math that them, I'm going to help you with. But, if we had increased the prize purse after purchasing the series double, we still would have made a lot of money. Yeah. Right. See, that's fucked. Yeah. Never no, mind by I the mean, fact that I my goal was the championship, the bonus, the championship, like yep. not, like any sport. Yeah, yeah. Like by the way, and those that don't know NBA and everything, there's a championship bonus. Even if you don't hear about it, yeah, you win a championship, you're getting yep. a bonus. Yep. And and it wasn't. It was to me. It looked like and and because if we we're going to inherit it, and it was going to be you had to do lights because of the yeah, other yeah, licenses right. you're selling, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. It could have been a million dollars to the guy that won, mm-hmm. and two million dollars to the guy that won in the big bike and it wouldn't affect the EBITDA yeah, and the problem. Yeah. It just, it didn't matter. I know. Back I just, then, again, economies change, yeah, racing course. changes. Yeah, but, things have changed, but I just wish, you know, uh, for example, on a much smaller life, well, I just spent $7,000 on this video equipment yeah, and marks and paying talent. This is our first episode <laughs> because I've invested in the show to hopefully make more money down the road. Yeah. I, and I wish the folks at Feld would, would invest more in the sport to make it grow more, to help it, mm-hmm. to help make their money. Because you can't rely on butts and seats anymore. And they've, and they've greatly upped ticket price. Right. A lot of the venues do not have anywhere near the attendance that they no, used to. No. But it's still the best. But like I'm it's, telling you, yeah. the athlete side, the yeah. storytelling. And, and the other thing is what I'm hoping, you know, whether it be the felt, whether it be the board, whatever looks at this going is before it's too late, make a stand, figure something out. Right. 
and do something. Okay. I heard just recently they just signed another deal. That's like the same deal for. We were talking about this with the guys from like Mitch Cummington yeah, and everything yeah. at the race. It's like at Monster Cup, they're like, oh, they just signed ten more years of what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Are we just going to show up and do the same thing? I, so whatever I, I can do with Kenny and Adam, right? And I love that they're just kind of like, right. oh, okay. Yeah. It's like we're going to piss some people off this year with that, yeah. right? Like Feld, just so you know, has never had Adam. They're not going to have Adam. Yeah. So he's never going to be part of the licensing group. Right. And that's, I've been very honest with yeah. them. His merch is his merch. Yep. Kenny, we have some grandfather Dude, clause, but yeah. like we have to make change at some they, point. They, they, the, the classic thing is that John Ayers does all the t-shirts and at the end of the year, he writes you some check for it's not going to happen going forward. $2,000 and say, here's how many shirts I sold. And, and you're, by like, the way, you're like, can I get some accounting? No. And if, <laughs> if they want to sell them on site this summer, we would love to have them. But, Kenny and Adam will sell them the shirts. Yeah, yeah. They're going to exactly. say, "Here's, yeah, here's exactly. the product." Like, I, I, uh, there has to be an inventory. There right. has to be a process to this. So, my next question is ties into, and this is my race tech rant all the time in our sport is, like, you deal with these outside the industry companies, and we've we had Discount Tire in for a few years. You guys brought that in. We've had the energy drinks, of course, are here. I, I almost count those guys as separately. Like, what I don't get, and I've talked to David Evans about this. He works with JGR. Yeah, yeah. like. JGR can get a meeting with any Fortune 500 company out there due to their NASCAR work, and they can get in the door, and they can pitch our sport and all of that. And maybe it comes down to David and Coy not doing a good enough job, but like how, like for $100,000, now $500,000, you would get a team that would put your face on the side of the semi and on the bikes and anywhere, like most of these teams. They would love it. A million dollars would get you whatever you need. A year. And we, we've had what? deals titled that were double what you're saying. Okay, so why like, can't we... And the return is there. Because, what's going on? Because what's the, going on? the manufacturers and Feld are not investing in outside the current world. Okay, they're not... How many... And I'm going to be very blunt. We have a lot of white people in the sport. That's a problem. Yeah. You want to be honest? You yeah. need diversity. Yep. We want diversity. The electric bike may help with this. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. It, it might yep. help, right? Yep. It might yep. have that all of a sudden you have more James Stewart's. You have more, you know, different people from different culture coming into the sport and that sort of stuff. That would help. Um, I think bringing people outside the industry, including women that like work at really great brands and marketing yep. company and have a different look on things yeah, and yeah. say, hey, here's what's so unique. Because I can tell you. And I don't know about JGR's experience. When I bring something, Beeks knows this. They are fans. We've had people become yeah. huge fans. When I brought Napster in, that yeah. guy went to the Honda bike school, got addicted to it, the whole thing. And, you know, Napster. Yeah, well, <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah, Napster didn't make it. They were that's on Geico for yeah, a year, I think. The, we brought them to Geico. Oh, yeah, okay, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that was yeah. part of it. Right. And the Brad, the CEO, fell in love with the sport. Right. The, the issue is, is that if you're one group bringing them in, Right. Like if I take you, you said the GG, you know, the JGR example, yeah. the example I give him right now is I have 20. There's not really a CMO or CEO that I'm blessed to have that run. I had yeah. that I can't get a meeting with. Yeah. And I got a shot at it. And I even endemically, this is my thing. If I bring a deal that changes the industry, it's my job then at the end to make sure the company isn't pissed because I overcharged. Okay, like yeah, I've never yeah, had yeah, come, yeah, someone yeah. come back to me. This is the thing I'm really happy about and go even Ken Block, Pete Fox, whatever, because yeah. I will overinvest to make sure there's they're, more value. Covered. Right? Yeah. When Kenny was hurt, we still did a lot of shit. Yeah. Right? We made it up in content, social media, right. appearances, whatever it may be. It's the same way with these corporate companies and even discount whatever. Yeah, discount what did Discount tire, have to say about it? Discount told Chad, it's, it's the industry didn't support, but they had told Chad at one point in the first like six or seven months, and Courtney worked for us at this time, probably still has the email, yeah. over anything they've ever done, the highest engagement and the highest delivery they've ever had, Supercross. 
And that's from, they own all their stores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number one from the employee yeah. base. All they didn't care about are employees yeah, yeah. was the employees saying, this is our sport. Is over NASCAR, sport. Right. over bull, you know, the bull riding shit and all that other stuff right. they do. But we're too fragmented. We're so fucking fragmented in the sport. You have a series that owns everything. The manufacturers aren't getting the support from the series they deserve. The manufacturers are cutting huge, huge bonus check, checks. Yeah. Huge checks. Yeah. Right. Again, it's not a threat situation, right? Yeah. Like if you went and you go, and this is what I was explaining even years ago when Chad and McGrath, everybody was like, oh, we union. It's not the, the riders big, the big right meeting, now. The big meeting yeah, in the Vegas. Big that, the, yeah. It's not a union for the riders right now. First, the manufacturers all have to get together. Yeah. Yeah. They have to yeah. get together and say, this is what we need to grow the sport, and then we'll invest more. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, sell more cars for us, sell more bikes yeah. for us, sell more this for this, or sell our brand in another way, and then we'll all get it behind. It's yeah. not a threat. It's by the way, you go three weeks before Anaheim, that's a threat. Yeah. Seven yeah. months ago, if it's it ever should, gonna happen, yeah. it should have been happened. like yeah. the meetings, right? When you go mm -hmm. to an NBA, there's so CBD's on the books for every yeah. league right now. Right. When they go into the the meetings for the collective bargaining agreement, right? That's gonna be on the docket. Yep. C B D should we let it in? Should we not let it in? Da, 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 da. Right. These are the meetings that happen consistently with the team owners, the unions, and the Every, players. Association. Everybody's involved. Everybody's, everybody's involved. involved. Yeah. Yeah. And we have none of that. It's a dictatorship. It, oh, I, it's I, literally a dictatorship. Yeah. Well, I, I, yeah, this sounds like my, any of my race tech rants every, every weekend. We got, we got MX Sports, who I work for, by the way, Racer X. We have Feld. We have AMA. We have WADA. We have USADA. We got the FIM. FIM's in the background, still doing things. By, still, by the way, like, remind me again, what does AMA do? I don't know. That's Tech the said. bikes. Yeah, same shit. Tech right? the bikes. <clears throat> yeah. And I would say that to, like, yeah, yeah. if I think about what they mean or what <laughs> yeah, the agreement yeah, says, no. that's not what I'm seeing. No, no. And I would love a real AMA. Yeah. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. I, if there's you. a motorcycle association, and, and it's like, even when, like, the, like, Coogan, like, when KTM, when I, young riders, they should have a Coogan club, right? For parent, like, 15% of your money that was started okay, in Hollywood yeah. years ago okay. should go into a bank account. Yep. Some big brands, like Yamaha has always done it from day one, whether it's they had a great lawyer or whatever, whatever else. Whatever, yeah. But there's a lot of people that didn't. Like, that's another example. Just the simplicity of the sport as it grows from a maturity standpoint. Right. Like, this sport's got a lot of fucking money in it. Yeah, no. I, like, you know, we how had, we don't have these checks and balances. It's, we had, you know, uh, Mike Genova was in eight months ago with Tony Alessi. And he's just like, my accountant says, I'm crazy. I'm writing a check a million dollars a year. Yeah. And I think to myself, so Coy Gibbs and Mike Genova and Mitch Payton are over here. And they're writing checks. Well, Mitch probably makes some money off his team. Yeah. But anyways, they're Forrest Butler. They're writing checks. And they're making a living off this racing if they can. Coy says he breaks even, whatever. Pit Buyer and Ray Blank, and no, Ray's not there anymore, but whatever. Uh, Kawasaki Pit, and Pit Buyer and all these guys are just sinking millions in with no caring about turning a profit. It's a marketing vehicle for them. We have apples and oranges in our teams. So how are they ever going to get together? Because Mike Genova's got a hell of a different agenda than Pit Buyer. Yeah. So to me, we're fucked from the start. Like, right. we don't have the right... right. NASCAR, right. hey, we're all private team owners. We lease motors from Chevy and Ford, and we put them right. in our cars. Right. And We are so backwards with the way we do it. How can we ever get together? Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, it can happen. It just has to happen. It has yeah. to start with the manufacturers. Right, right. Or a field of athletes strong enough, which yeah, maybe that know, field's coming. You think maybe, that's coming? Maybe. If there's one class, it's already right. there. But when you have two... You know, yeah, could you yeah, fill yeah, the yeah. gate? Right. Yeah, you probably could fill the gate. I always said that you should do that. I said that on the so show did a few Ricky, times. So yeah. did Ricky. So did McGrath. Okay, yeah, yeah. So did, right. I, told, I told Chad one time, I'm like, get Astefan to do yeah, it, man. Yeah. He would do it. Yeah. And, and I, 
it, and this is a full other like behind the scenes thing. Wasserman tried. Did they? Yeah. We had yeah. everybody in the room from like snowboard all the way across yeah, the yeah. thing. The the issue is to your point. Like I think back then, I think Metzger was the one in the room that said like like fuck you guys like or whatever it was. <laughs> like it was like all right, well we tried. <laughs> but like once one goes, right, it all yeah, just yeah, goes all to good. shit. Like and, and uh, that st- meeting, I guess Wyndham never showed or one of the guys never yeah, showed yeah. that meeting. Everybody right. was like pissed. Right, like right. yeah, you're just like. But I right. I think here's what we're gonna try and do. I think going forward, which I have the flexibility now because. And, and Wasserman's going to continue to do incredible things, and, and our friends are still there. My best right. friends are still there. Yep. Um, well, Myrtle's just got this roster list. Right, I mean, right, Myrtle's got right. a, yeah, I mean. Yeah, the Cowboys. <laughs> he's busy with that. And now he's getting married, so whatever. So, but, uh, you know, what what we're going to try and focus on is, is lead by example going forward, mm-hmm. and there is stuff that, like, again, I think Kenny and Adam are giving me that permission, and to, I hope Chase... To, I mean, Chase has got the look, right? right. He's got to win, yeah, yeah. but, like, Chase has got the look. He's got the attitude. He's a good-looking yep. man, that type of stuff. So there's, there's athletes we're associating ourselves with that we want to lead by example, but, like, even this merch thing, what I'm hoping is, and, and I'll be fully transparent because these two would be fine with it, they now make 80%. Okay. Okay? Yeah. And... I can't go into what they make at Feld because that's a contract and confidential information. But I can tell you, Kenny got more than other riders. Yep. And and Adam was going to get a deal. Yep. And at the end of the day, those deals, which you can imagine, are royalty deals, whatever yeah, you sell, yeah. you get a percentage, yep. whatever. Yep. What they have going forward is they control their inventory. They have a partner that takes 20%. That sounds like a good partnership to me. Yeah. And they get 80%. And they get 80, yeah. Right? So they're on their own. Right. So our hope is, and I know Kenny said this just specifically, is Kenny's like, I hope Eli Tomac does this. Right, because if he does it, and then the next person yeah. does it, now yeah. all of a sudden we start to build a case study right. yeah, yeah. to kind of see yeah. we're going to lead yeah. by example. So right. my hope is rather than threat, rather than this, it's more like can we lead by example, right. and can we grow the sport? And now all of a sudden we have merch that fans love. Yeah. I promise you, and I, I got to send you know Kenny's going to make me bring you some stuff now and Adam, but like the quality. Yeah. So same price, maybe a little bit premium. Oh, my but, wife's all over the AC stuff. She already yeah. ordered one. I think. There you go. Yeah, so yeah. it's like we, we, we got some tri blend shit going yeah, on. Yeah, tri- it's called Next Level. It's versus the merch that like in no offense, but like people buy stuff and then it falls apart. This is like next level is the same stuff that you're going to see on NFL yeah. merch. You're going to see it yeah. in music merch and stuff. Independent for the hoodies, you know, like that Ethica t-shirt you love. Same quality, yeah. that type of stuff. And so if the guys can do that, and again, like some of the stuff we have to be careful with because our fan base still wants a lot of the riding crazy stuff. And Kenny's like, I want the dope brand stuff. It's like, so yeah. we got to have a balance of it. But like, I think if we lead by example and to your point earlier, we're not fucked from the get-go. Things, there are going to be people coming in. Yeah. I think that if Roger, if you know Brandon and, and the guys at Honda and Mitch, and that they, if they could see a proper plan of where this can go, and to your point, nobody wants to sink millions. If yeah. it could just be fair yeah. to no, everybody, listen, like, everybody wins. We need wins. Mike Genova. Right? People think he's crazy Mike Genova. You yeah. hear that over you and over? You need them all. You need them, man. We love Mike Genova. You sink, sinking a million dollars into this sport every year. Like, thank God. You know, like, yeah. we yeah. need that. So it's, man, I could talk for hours on this stuff. Mm-hmm. The business of the sport. Uh, I, that's why I haven't said shit. I've, I've been listening to all this, okay? Okay. And I'm taking it in. and I, I can Drinking listen. it in. I Drink am. it in. I'm looking at Beaks, and I'm listening to Steven talk. And I'm like, dude. You can learn so much. Like, it's just, it's refreshing, you know, because we talk about the same shit yeah, week yeah, in and yeah. week out. And right. it's nice to have this conversation. Listen, the guys at Feld don't like me. I've Davey, Davey's called me up, too, and yelled at me. Like, I, I talk about this stuff. I've been around since 1996. And I'm like, what is going on here, everybody? You just can't keep sinking this money in. Sponsors come in and sponsors leave. Like, what are we doing? Let's like I like our sport's great. We got a young demo. We got mail. We got people with money because it costs expensive to go dirt bike riding. 
why Taco Bell and Verizon and these people don't write a partial check of one-eighth of what they spend in NASCAR to come in our sport. I mean, you can talk about the visual of a car on the screen. But it's I fragmentation. I'll, yeah, I'll go back yeah. to T-Mobile when they came in action sports. They came in and spent a shitload of money in action sports. I mean a shitload of money. Yep. Mira, I had the seven-man team. I had six of the seven athletes, so I know <laughs> what they spent. We brought them into X Games, whatever else. And to this day, Mike Belcher at T-Mobile, personal friends. We do some business, but like I go to a golf tournament yeah. for charity for yep. him every year. It's been a 15-year run, him and I. And I, I go back to what he taught me, again, this 20-year playbook was... I go, why did you bail? Like, you guys spent so much money. Yeah. Remember the sidekick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, action sport, Dave Mira, Sean right. White, Chad, Re like, everybody T-Mobile, X Games spend, whatever else. He goes, super cross, the whole thing, fragmentation. He goes, Steve, when I go to the NBA, I know, good or bad, I know what I can do from a team side. Yeah. I know what I got to do from a player side. Yeah. And I know the rights I get from the league. Right, right. And I go into action sports, and it's like, what the fuck so is going on? It's a wild west. Of it's like, a wild, wild hey, you west. you can get a logo here. You right. can't get a logo there, right. you know? I said to Honda the other day, like, I've said it over and over again to every yeah. team. The day I get to become Arn Tellum or what I do in basketball, like yeah, as yeah. a basketball guy going forward and yeah. stuff, I want the deal where I go and do one deal yeah. and, and I don't and have to do shit. Everything, right. Like, covered, I right, want you to right. own Ken Roxon and Adam Sansarillo. Dude. Like I don't I want you to own those assets. So you mentioned earlier why we can't. Again, because the key assets as a group, no one's on the same page. Yep, yep. No one is. Right? No, no one's no, on the same no, page. No. And, so and, if and, you don't pay on the felt side, you're not getting this. And if you can't get this, you can't get this and uh, exclusive this. And, and never mind, sort of if you get a sponsor, yeah. Feld's calling them. Right. Feld's oh, gonna call the sponsor and be right. like, yo, man. Right. Buy a tough block. Right. Don't give that money to that team. You like, wouldn't believe like what? how many deals the Warriors send us for yeah, Clay. Yeah. Like when I was at Watkins. Yeah, yeah, like, well, yeah. You wouldn't believe. Like I, and I want to be, this is not a diss. I don't know that I've gotten a call from Feld. Right. For a deal. Yeah. No, now, I know I brought them Discount Tire. I know right, I brought right. them Butterfinger. I'm, I know I brought them T-Mobile. I, I can name quite a few. I remember Brooks telling me, yeah, Sam Manuel, I told him to break off a chunk for Feld because they're going to call you. Right. So let's just break this chunk off because right. they're going to try to steal you. Right. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> and it's no, it's just, it's, we have to I, wake up and invest in the sport. Everybody get, get together. Yeah. Yep. Why are we all trying to like, yep. like yep. kill each other? Right. And uh, yep. I don't know. I, and it's not even a kill situation. It's just the diversity side of, that was a good wife moment. Yeah. Yeah. Happy, happy wife, happy life. Um, there was too much wine. There, there's an opportunity that if we try it, by the way, if it doesn't work, you still own your rights and you can just yeah, yeah, go yeah, bye bye. Yeah, you're right? fine. Right, right. There are some leagues. I think professional bull riders went through this for a while. When Chad, like when I started looking at this and I said, why me? Well, I'm at the time too vested. Even Wasserman, we're, we're too vested in it. Like, I want to go get the guy that did the PGA Tour. Yeah. Right? Or I want to go to the guy that did the NBA PA, right? And go look at. And bring him into the sport yeah, and, say, and say, you Switzerland, you advise. Yeah. What do you think this should look like? And at the end of the day, yeah. if that meeting happened, and it's going to happen several times, and a plan, and financials, yeah. and showing you if yeah. all of a sudden a sponsor could come in and own a bike fender, the, the, the TV spots, the yeah. social digital, this yeah, and that, yeah, yeah. the behind the yeah. scenes, and own Ken Rocks and, and do this, if that could happen, like the NFL... Right. Yep, yep. No matter what, if I get Patrick Mahomes, you, I can't do shit yeah. with his uniform right. unless the NFL yeah, is yeah, getting yeah. paid. Now, to your point, that's the same as Feld, but it's not. They know that already. Yeah, yeah, we know yeah, what you yeah, have to do. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And as T-Mobile, you know, when you went in the NBA, even if you spent more, you knew exactly what, what you were getting. Yeah, yeah. And you don't know that in our sport. To your point, there's always got to be a piece over here, a piece over there. Can, so, can a rising tide raise all shifts? Yeah. Can we just do that? Can we all get together and, and do that? Right. So the reason basically what you're saying, why we're not doing that is because of greed. 
I, I don't know if it's greed. I think it's in, in uh, I'm it's at doggy dog. It's, I think it's doggy dog. Maybe, but I don't even know if it's that. It's just an. It's a very, and I respect the fuck out of. Key, all these guys that have been this, I think he's 27 years this year at Yamaha. I don't know. 28? I don't know. He yelled like, at me a lot when I was at Yamaha, though. He's got, By the way, he's got name, uh, and yeah, I could tell you even in Wasserman, I broke the record. There's nobody that's been there that long. Like, think about the millennial and now Gen Z. The average, if you look this up, the average lifespan at a job is two and a half to three and a half years now, right? right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, my dad was 20 years old, came down from Canada to Boston, worked in a factory until he was 69 years old. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't That's happen good, anymore. No. But if you think about it, our industry, it kind of does. <laughs> right. Like, well, it's the one industry, not NASCAR, by the way. They got a bunch of young blood coming really? in. Steve yeah. Phelps used to work for us. Before that was a stud in mainstream sports, Gator, yeah. like all these different right. things. They were NASCAR. Brought that guy in, right? To right. fix, like, Help what us. the fuck? Yeah, CMO. Yeah. Right. And if you look around our industry, it's the same No, Steve, if, you're, if you're just a mechanic for long enough, you'll eventually run a, a multi-million dollar corporation. <laughs> like, no problem. Like, So, yeah, that's funny. Uh, Steve Asifan, Chris Onstad in studio. Fascinating stuff, for sure. Uh, the family. So, like, if somebody's listening to this, parent, rider, can they... Contact you guys for representation. Are we open? Are we? Are you open for business? If people like what you guys are saying tonight, I mean, well, I, I think what we're excited. You want to keep about, it small, like, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, right? yeah, but, yeah. There's there's only you know there's there's a value into what we do. I, I would tell anybody listening, any rider that from an amateur standpoint, I think at the pro level, guys understand where they're at now yeah, and what they're going to yeah, do. Yeah. Um, at an amateur level or coming up, I would say you meet with everybody. Right. Yep. And there are so many different unique situations in this sport. And Adam had said some stuff to me when, when he signed with me and why, you know, I look at it like if you take the music industry, for example, there's people that are like tour managers are very different than managers. Right. Or an agent is very different than a tour manager. Um, and that's different for everybody. Like everybody's got their little niche yep. in the sense of what they want to do. What, what we want to do from an amateur standpoint and why we don't even charge commission to an amateur, like it's a free service, okay. is to make sure that at the beginning of their career, because it actually, back to that point, it saves me time of what I've gone through with Kenny, with Adam, yeah. to be fully transparent, <laughs> Travis or whatever, yeah. is that when it's not set up day one right, like we were reading a contract the other day for an amateur, and it actually has a paragraph in there that says, you will seek representation, have a lawyer look at this, blah, 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 blah. Well, wait, the whole yeah. industry says don't get an agent, but then you have that paragraph yeah, in your yeah, contract. Yeah. That's an example of, guys you have to have somebody look out for your best interest. Right, right. However that's structured, right? Mm -hmm. And so for me, it's to build those relationships now, which I used to be, I used to be like, look, you're, they're going to go through a lot of, just like Adam, like yeah. I'm getting the good side. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I'm getting the home run. Yeah. I, hopefully I can do amazing yeah. things. I know structurally he believes that and that's why he's with me and I know the things that we've done, I'm happy, right. but I did get the good Adam because he's had some shit, right? Yeah, yep. Um, with the amateurs coming up, I don't want to wait anymore for that, right? Like I inherited Kenny from another mm -hmm. agent. I don't. Yep. I don't want to do that anymore. Yep. There's too much fix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I believe I'm let's different. Get, I believe we're different in what we do right. and the philosophy <clears throat> I have. And even when I was at Wasserman, Jimmy and Bob and I and Lucas and everybody, we're very different. Yeah, you guys right? are like, all had different clients, different, different people, and right, different right. ways of doing business, yeah. and that's great. But what I do know going forward has to happen in order to push and change that path is at a young age, these amateurs need to understand what their rights are. Mm -hmm. They need to understand that they're financially set up right, that a certain living, you know, I'm all for parents getting paid. Let's get something straight. Like yeah. they went all on the yeah. play, but let's yeah. do it right. Yeah. Yeah. Right? How many guys like, have, let's make have sure had the these company... massive blowouts with their parents? A lot. Too many. 
right? Like, too many. I mean, Villapoto, Weimer, they've all talked about publicly. Like, Adam, yeah. everybody. Yeah. Like, and it's sad. It doesn't yep. need to happen. Nope. It's a lot of times it's like what Robert used to say to me. It's when you try to know something you don't know, and then it's like a fight. It doesn't have to be a yeah. fight. Don't yeah. let it get to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and Gretchen Scheckler and I have never had a problem. And Mira's, Mira and Nyquist's parents, the only time we saw each other is Christmas or a wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were never involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not in our sport. Well, I would have said 10 years ago, that none of these kids need agents and that's really dumb and stupid and who needs these kids and blah, blah, blah. But guess what? OEMs are poaching these kids at 12 and 13 now, and I've right. gone on a, That's but another story. But even when you said but, they didn't need agents, it depends on the kind of agent. Like, I'm not looking to make a bunch of money off yeah, of day yeah, one. All yeah. I want to do is make sure structurally... Do you understand that even from an audit... Like, there's some hammers I took on going... You don't want to fuck. There's two things. You're going to IRS and you're going to die someday. Yeah. <laughs> That's the reality. <laughs> and there's some shit that we need to make sure is set up. So, because yeah. I don't want to go back or just advice they've gotten from, right. oh, my family friend who doesn't know the difference in athletes. Setting up an athlete for retirement, you and I and, and normal, my dad, 65 to 70. Yeah, These yeah. guys got a short window. Right. It's a different process of taking advantage right. of the opportunities to invest not only in 401k, but into other things that will last. And you might need access to that at 40, yeah. Yeah. right? And yeah. being conservative. Yeah, who knows, right? And then also just setting up things properly day one, that if your parents are going to live off of your income in a positive way and help you be there, do it in a way where they're getting a paycheck. Not just, I don't know where the money's going. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the stuff I've God, seen when I've got it. We've, we've all heard I've them, been like, right? wait, like, how is that okay? Yeah. Like, that's not okay. No. And then you would never have a problem. Yep. Every rider I have that still has their parents involved has an unbelievable relationship because there's actual it's, boundaries, yeah. but then there's also a very explanation of what they do right. or don't do. Right. right. It's just yeah. like, hey, you're going to yeah. do this. This is what's going to happen. Right. And uh, interesting stuff for sure. Um, want to take some phone calls? We've got a couple calls sure, for you. Sure. Uh, first up, Steve, what's up? You have a Dave Mira question for Steve Astafin. Yeah. Hi, this is, uh, this is Steve. Uh, the Dave Mira story, I guess. Uh, I think uh, there's a video series back in the day, Props Road Fools, and he was on Road Fools 9, and there's a scene where he uh, he leaves to go watch the Supercross and watch Jeremy McGrath win, but anyway, he comes back on the tour, and just uh, he rides with all these other guys of different riding styles, and he was a, a mega superstar, so I remember there kind of being some scrutiny like of him uh, going on this video tour, and the video, it was kind of cool to see him go through... Uh, go through those experiences with those other riders and have them kind of take him in and have these, you know, misconceptions of, of the type of rider that he was. And, uh, do you uh, so anyway? Do you remember that, uh, Steve? Yeah, yeah. I, I think like what he's getting to is like Dave getting back to the roots. Like that tour was very core. They call oh, okay. it. So yeah. like Dave was the yeah, guy definitely. that never lost for six years, mainstream shirt off and Rolling Stone, and then like yeah. people were really shocked that he went back to that core side just to show what his ability again to this day I will go that he's the best bicycle rider of all time mm -hmm. hands yeah, down it was, uh, I don't know if you were involved in that and it's kind of cool listening to you talk I had a I had, I've seen you on social media, but I had no idea that you were involved with him or any of those other riders you named. So it's really how you work. got into the motocross industry was through the action sports stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like because Jim Rippy was friends with Kerry Hart. <laughs> like snowboarding is where I started, and, and it's like to to what the gentleman on the phone's talking yeah. about. Like Dave's life changed when he went to do boot camp with Ricky Carmichael. Oh really? Like yeah. I give Ricky credit one hundred percent. Maybe how he did in motocross, like yeah. changed from the training perspective. Dave went to boot camp. 
mm-hmm. with, with, with <laughs> and he was like, and he was, yeah, yeah, he came back, goes, holy shit. But then Dave went on to do Iron Man. Dave went on to be a professional boxer. Dave yeah, went on yeah, to, like, yeah, he took it to yeah, the next yeah, level. Yeah, like, yeah. he was a freak of nature. And anything bicycle he across did, America, right, a, yeah. A, a, yeah. bicycle across America, I mean, he was a true freak. And even to the point of what this gentleman's talking about, it's like, he could go win on the contest, and then he could go, like, do the gnarliest street core stuff that you've ever saw on street and why Nigel Sylvester, who's a guy that's never done a contest in his life in BMX in New York city who looked up to Dave Mira because he was just that amazing. Uh, Thanks for the call, Steve. Thanks, man. Yeah. Appreciate it. Um, Okay. Chad, James, Ricky money was good back then. Are we at that level yet? Are we back there? Kenny's good. Kenny's good. We're on that level, like that. Yeah, I think. I, think, Chad, I mean, Chad makes a lot of jokes about it. You know, like, oh, we made. Yeah. Some, you know, you know what? I'm going to give you the hats off to Chad, though. Again, it wasn't always about money. Yeah. You know, and and I don't think. No, I just mean he'll overall, ever go back. Uh, yeah. No, like that Kawasaki deal. I mean, everybody thinks they fired. He quit. Yeah. Like I can't yeah. remember how many times I was calling, going, "Do you understand? This is probably yeah. the second biggest deal ever done in the sport." <laughs> I don't give a fuck. And and like and, that's was Chad and right. I I. Look, he was about like what he wanted and where he was going to go. Um, will the money get there? I, I think if we are we if, if semi some of these back things, there? we're semi yeah, back we're semi there? back okay. there with the right guys. Yep. Look, yep. I think that um, once again, I'm, I'm going to go off the. <laughs> you know, if they're going to put in the contract, it is what it is. Riders need proper representation. Yeah, I think there's three riders in the sport right now that are incredible and in winning championships underpaid. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah. And I think if they knew what really Kenny made, right, right, and they, others made, they'd be like, "Oh, yeah, yeah." They change their mind. And yeah. I think that that you know, there's another agent in the sport that I I I respect, and we've had a friendship for a long time that came from outside, believe it or not. And he only had one guy you could figure it out, Ryan Dungy, uh, IMG guy, Mark Irvin. And Mark used to call me and he'd say, like, when you did the next day, like we used to talk about Sean White, different things. He goes, mm-hmm. I knew then I could call and then I'd take it to the next level. Yeah. And then we'd take it to the next level well, together. And I thought that's that, what grows the sport. I felt like that IMG deal for Dunge was a bust. No? I, I don't know if it was a bust. Uh, maybe I don't a know bust Dungy, is a harsh. Yeah, but... I don't know if Dungey went all in. Okay. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I think Ryan's another one that just was, it was like, you know, there's another guy that I think just looked great looking guy, yeah. very marketable, super nice. Like, a little I awkward, still, though, a little awkward. Way, yeah, but like, I, I still like have, I mean, I think Beeks knows this. Like, I've got that little crush on him that I, I kind of look at it like, what if? Yeah, like, yeah, if yeah. I worked with him and right. if we, and that's humbly saying, I'm not yeah. saying bad. Like, there are ways to mold guys. And he kind of has that like American pie, yeah, apple, absolutely. like that type no, of thing. I, I, and so like, he's had a great career. He's yeah, going to be yeah. fine. Villapoto. He, yeah, he's fine. He made, like, he made some good money. He, he made some yeah. good money. Like they all made money. And, <laughs> yeah. and you know, I think winning, they made money, that sort of stuff. But like, not only do I think these are the greatest athletes of all time, but this is a fucking gnarly sport. Oh yeah. Gnarly yeah. sport. And sure. They made a lot of money on winnings and bonuses. And a lot of teams like, Oh, if they win, we'll pay them. Well, fuck. <laughs> There's, I've proven, even with Kenny, like, he sells product whether he's racing yeah, or yeah, not. Yeah. I'm not saying yeah. he needs to go win and he no, needs to go yeah, do yeah, that. That's yeah. for him. But I think, to your point, the money is back in a lot of ways. And I think for the right riders, right. I think, you know, the Coopers, the Elis, the, the Chads, the right. Kennys, the Dungies, there's money there. Um, the way you get more depth, everybody's like, well, we need more depth. I'm like, well, if you're really looking into the NBA, yeah, you'd be surprised. <laughs> There's a lot of guys. You guys make more money than a lot yeah, of those guys lot of those on this team. Yeah, so yeah, for sure. So as you said earlier, like the top of the top, I think is going to make the most money in the next few years that the sports ever allowed. Or there's going to be a big issue. Yeah. Because I think there's going to be guys that finally say, 
I'm not doing this anymore. Like, I know Kenny would be one. If he goes on the Terry, thinks he's going to go on and wants to go on, he's not going to re-sign again unless it's at a certain level, right? And 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 RV, I think RV looked at his bank account and was like, I'm good. Yeah, and and that disappoints me, right? Because, like, even the RV now, like, it's the same with Ricky. Like, when I knew Ricky, I remember Villapoto the first time I ever met him after, you know, and we acquired Bobby Nichols' company, but the first time I ever met him is, it was an uncomfortable moment when I was walking in the rig and he goes, what's Ryan Sheckler's agent doing here? (laughs) Like, he didn't even know I had Pastrana like, but that was that was Villapoto, right? Yeah, like, he was always just like yeah, yeah. fucking tunnel vision, right. no, and that's the way he was. Now he's the greatest. Now he's the ever. greatest. Uh, just ask him. Just Hands ask down. Him. No, but he yeah, is. Like, I, I, I got to do some stuff yeah, with him. I no, worked no, with he's... him when he came to Wasserman. I got to do a, a, a gear deal with him. I got to hear and listen to him, and I was just like, it's kind of like one of those things that, yeah. like, what if? Yeah. Like, what if it was earlier or what yeah, if yeah, what, yeah. whatever and same with Ricky like I used to love how Ricky our... was DMing me earlier because he's just that guy now like yeah. it's just no, I the know. funnest moments and maybe it was just different maybe it was like in order for them to win there was a certain mentality right like you see that I just did an interview and I'm about to go on this kind of like the new family vision right I'm going okay. to New York and yep. doing other podcasts and doing interviews yep. and someone asked me the, the other day like you just oh, hired a woman Pablo Max as a, as a springboard yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, I like that yeah. Yeah, yeah. Joe Rogan's like fifth down yeah, the line yeah, no, I like that uh but, like, the woman I just hired that comes from the NFL side, it's like people are saying, like, well, NFL, like, what's up? You got someone there. And it's like, well, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, I'm not – like, those yeah. are the two. And I'm yeah. not getting them. Yeah, yeah, Right? Yeah, like, yeah. so I got to look at what's the next one because those right. are the guys that transcend the sport. Right. And that's what we look for in Supercross, Motocross, at least that potential you, you <laughs> to know, transcend the sport. You talk about Villapoto and Dunge, and I used to say, like, Dunge – Dunch has IMG, but his mom got the target deal. So what yeah, the hell? That's yeah. what, that was my rant years yeah, ago. But yeah. you talk about Villapoto and Dunge and what could have been. What if Stu would have embraced this thing more? Oh, Beaks? fuck. Game over. Dude. Dude, he didn't want to do any. What if Mookie, Mookie's personality by the way, him was still. in James? But, but by the way, there's another example. <laughs> like, I'm going to talk about Malcolm really quick. Like, Malcolm, you know, I hope he has a good season. I will tell you right now, and I would tell this to Kenny, if he does what he's supposed to do, half of what he's supposed to do, he will be second, if not the most marketable guy in the sport. Absolutely. Yeah. By yeah. far. Yeah, he's great. His man. personality, oh, yeah. the way he talks. But do you think some the, of that is the color of his skin? No, I don't. I don't think at all. I think he does need to perform a little bit more, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like yeah, I yeah. think, and again, he hasn't had great management early on, right? Because of the Stu family and the direction they took. Look, I called Stuart James. This is Full disclosure about a Reebok deal that I can tell you. Even Pete Fox is like, "That's a lot of fucking money." This is a hundred years ago. Yeah, and I wanted to get James. I didn't represent him. I didn't want to represent. Him. I'm you just, just said, like, this is good for the sport. If yeah. he goes to Reebok, Reebok's going to make him a fucking superstar. And uh, you know, again, just family, just like that, yeah, nah, nah, yeah, nah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> You gotta want it though, too, right? That was and his, and his maybe gear Malcolm guy back then, yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I mean, I don't Beats. think it was the gear thing. I think it's just it's I, a mentality yeah. <laughs> of the sport back then. And 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 but now though, like I, I'm telling you, it's the same way I told you about recruitment earlier. Mm-hmm. Like Arne Tellum, by far least, our most powerful agents ever yeah. in baseball. There's movies, the money David ball Falk, about David them. Falk. David Falk. Yeah. Now. What I'm seeing coming out of Kentucky, this kid that I'm interested in, the NBA, all this sort of mm-hmm. stuff, they're, they're not even relevant. Yeah, yeah. You have to understand social, digital strategy, yeah. media, paid media, analytic, all this stuff, because that's all they care about. Yep. They're better at it than you are coming yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. I think there's some young amateur motocross kids that I've been following and Beeks is following and just that are like the Kennys and the Adams of the world. Right. And when we get six of those, we're good. Yeah. Then yeah. we can really, it'll get forced. Yeah. The whole industry will embrace it. It'll be that moment of Tiger Woods for golf. Right. It'll be that well, moment. But yeah. 
James? That could oh, be. if he just speaks, would have done anything. <laughs> just, James, can we get you to do anything? <laughs> if James had done half of what Kennedy's willing to Can you imagine James showing up in a suit? Uh, James, can, I, can James, you imagine if he did that? James, can you show up for this? Nah. nah. I'm not going to make it. <laughs> Yeah. Sometimes, no, sometimes I'm going to make it. Tell you he wasn't going to make it. Yeah, there it is. There. He just never he's, showed I up. mean, look, yeah. we're not going to hold any GoFundMe's for James. He's fine. He made a lot of money, but oh, he could have like if he had embraced it more. He's and, the most. I, I would say to this day, and I don't know if I can see anything in the horizon. Hands down, would have been the most marketable guy in yeah, the sport ever. Lived, yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, even his, right now, his, when you look at him with his dread, year, like the way he looks and feels, and what the culture is, and what he's about. Dude, and, he owns a gear company. Doesn't even show up for gear launches. His last year on one twenty five. Let when he do was doing the sprinkler and the worm, like, yeah, I, dude, it was incredible. Right. I remember, I think it was his his rookie year being at Anaheim one, and I think he crashed like three or four times. <laughs> he ended up getting, the guy upstairs beat him probably, and, he, and I think he got second. I think uh, Chris Gossler beat okay. him. Okay. And um, I just remember being standing there on the floor, and back then Anaheim Stadium, I think, said, yeah, it was it was bigger. It was probably sixty five thousand people. Yeah. All of them standing cheering for the yeah. kid. Yeah. No. Yeah. I've never seen yeah, it. Yeah. yeah no, since. Well, you got to remember, James, young James, was very personable and yeah. like likable, and yeah, know. he was still, mm, yeah, more you know so than he got older, yeah, yeah, but yeah, but anyways, um, man, fantastic stories, mm. yeah. Uh, I'm glad we got Stu worked in too. With you, Beaks, we had to get Stu. Yeah. The Stu mentioned in there. I ruined the Reebok deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. You did. Yeah. No, well, Fox probably that. said. Fox said, "Hey, you can't. We make shoes. And we hey, can't. we're gonna make shoes. Don't do the Reebok deal. Yeah, we're gonna make shoes, and so we can't do that. That's exactly it. So, uh, what do you guys got to split? A nine? You got a heart no, out? No, no, no. I'm, I'm good. Right? I just Beats? feel like we've been talking. I've been talking too much. You got a heart out? You should ask more questions or whatever. No, no, no. I don't know. I don't know. I know you're leaving tonight, so I was no, just no. Checking. Actually, okay. I'm staying. People oh. listening are probably like, "Jesus, this is a lot." I love it. I think it's fascinating. Yeah, never. It's, we never get this shit. No, so it's, it's just me yelling and screaming, like just <laughs> yeah. me yelling about all the stuff that you talked about, but not having it anywhere near of a smart way to actually. End so it. people just, will probably like the show because Steve's doing the most of talking. And you're not. And well, you're not. but Steve sounds smarter than I do, so it's it's much better. Hey, so okay, well let's let's keep this thing rolling. Uh, RCH, of course, uh, Carrie Hart, one of your clients for a long time. You got him a lot of outside the industry sponsors, of course, and, and deals. Came in with the sport, my brother. Came into the sport, had beer pong and Watson for a long time. Then uh, uh, decided to get some factory backing. Ricky stepped in and all that. Won a championship with Kenny, and then duty bailed. <laughs> they had RC, they had Dodge, they had casinos. Uh, I know I'm missing one. Oh, uh, Soaring Eagles Casino, Dodge. I think I'm missing one other big one they had. Well, they had Bell Ray, I think. Yeah, that was. We had we had, but, we had Bell, Soaring Eagle, yeah, of course. But, but like Dodge was a big one, and yeah. Ram, and obviously bringing them into the sport. And you know, we had the energy drink money and the factory support. Look, this is one that Kerry had the balls, right? Like yeah. this is one of those examples where. Uh, there's another example recently in a, in a certain investment athlete made in a beer company where I said this is the stupidest thing ever, and he. He made like 50 times his money. Yeah. But I, I can be conservative at times. And this is one where Chad and his, and his wife, she was more vocal to it. Like when they won the championship, even during the process, it's back to that story. It's like mm -hmm. I was super anti-carry doing this. Mm -hmm. And there was a time as you develop as an athlete, like in the beginning, I would tell you Kerry did nothing. Once he built my trust, he did nothing without calling me first. Yeah. And then in the middle still was like, well, you got to call Steve, like blah, 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 blah. And then near the end, it would be like he'd still come to me. Yeah. But then he might say like, I'm going to try this. 
well, the team was the biggest one of those, oh, right? Yeah, the yeah. team, he's like, I'm going to do a Supercross team. And I'm like, and I, I'm telling you, he would tell it better. Yeah. And so would his wife. And I'm like, that is the stupidest fucking idea I've ever heard of. <laughs> like, no, no. Even yeah, yeah. the most marketable guy in the sport and like, you know, yeah. at the time, and definitely has that whole thing still. I was like, this is a bad model because of Everything the support about. system. Yep. And like, yep. I've seen the book. Like, yeah, yeah. we're not going to have that. And like, that's a perfect example. Like, Dodge. I used to go to the meetings and Brian and everybody in the company would still be saying like, how is it exclusive to Toyota? How can yeah, we yeah, have yeah. nothing else? Yeah. Like there's certain things that you're exclusive to, by the way, that check is huge. Yeah. And there's other things that you realize you can get six deals Yeah. and six is bigger than one. Well, one. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. And usually in all sports, it's beverage and automotive. You will not see an exclusive. I mean, it's across golf across. Well, definitely the, the NBA, all yeah. these sports. It's yeah. like you can have, Ford, Chevy, NASCAR, right? Everybody's got their race. Yeah. Every beverage is welcome in. And then there's others that, like, when you pay like Monster, you're the title. That's it. Yeah. Right? Yep. Um, I think in Supercross, when we've gotten these things, we've told Toyota, and I think if done right, Toyota wouldn't have had a problem. It would have raised the sport. Dodge and Ram would have taken yeah. the assets yeah. and marketed it outside the sport. Back to that discount issue. Yeah. They're just like, yeah, yeah. yeah our employees love it. It's the biggest, all this, this stuff. But we we don't have the same assets we get in NASCAR. Yeah, yeah. Right? We, we, know, we know we get there. Right. And I think that like that's kind of a big part of what comes back to it is that we have to know what you're getting, you know, and yeah. what the value yeah. is to yeah. it. So, so the carry... And carry, so I said, <laughs> you're crazy. And then, but back to that point, once you say yes, I'm all in with you. Yeah, so yeah. I dedicated 150 hours a day, just like he did. And I was extremely proud of what he did. Um... He ran it as a business, like any of his other businesses. He's he's learned a lot. He's got his PhD in business from the tattoo shops to the yeah. other stuff he's done. And he's become an incredible businessman. And the the team, basically, I think he realized that, and I think he would tell you this, you should have him on, was that the industry didn't support what he was trying to do, mm -hmm. right? Like he was fighting. When he would try to activate in the pits, Toyota would bitch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right? So we had a cool activation. Yeah. Or even with Suzuki, somebody else would bitch. Or the excitement, the hospitality. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy John's. When Jimmy John's came in, even they, that like, was the other they talked about a NASCAR. About. Like, Jimmy right. like yep. when Jimmy yep. John's came in, it's like, well, okay, we get this, we get this, but like, can we do this? It's like, you can't even sample. Like, why? At, like, some, at some point, too, that they weren't showing them on the jersey. They were going yeah. tight in on yeah. Kenny, I yeah. heard, and yeah. they weren't even showing the logos. Like, yeah. what, what are you doing, yeah. guys? And by the way, if you probably that year, if you took Jimmy John's and NASCAR and Kenny and NASCAR, I would have battled all of Kenny against all of their NASCAR, which yeah. would included the league deal, the yeah, whole deal, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. I would argue the return on investment was, from a pure analytics way was very close. Right, right. Between his yeah. social media and his power social, yeah. the content, Kerry, Ricky, everybody yep. pushing that out every week. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I would argue, I have to go back, but I bet the wrap up was, right. was very close. It's yeah. like what we used to do with Ken Blog. We'd show all the sponsors that him alone was bigger than NASCAR. Yeah. Yeah, you get this this team with Hart and Ricky and it's Kenny, and they want a title, and yeah. then they're like, they can't make it. They're out, they're gone. They lose their sponsors. They're out. Right. And I'm just like, right. fuck me. I'm like, this, right. <laughs> the sport that I love is not right. good. You right. know, I mean, it shouldn't be that you have the number one rider with an outdoor championship and you can't keep anybody. Yeah, they yeah. all leave. And I give credit to Kerry, and then Kerry being smart enough to be like, oh shit, to be real serious, to get a factory team to support me, I need Ricky. Yeah. And then Ricky was great enough, and they built an, a lifelong. Yeah, friendship from yeah. that because I don't. Yeah. They weren't that close before. Right, right. Mutual respect. Well, Watson. Like, I think Watson made it happen. Yeah, no. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and, and and hats off to Kenny. 
Hats off to Justin. Hats off to everybody that jumped in to help that because I think the sport wanted it, just like Gibbs. Like, yeah. we need those things, yeah, right? Yeah, 100%. Or if it's going to be a factory team, then right. the factory team, like Feld, has to invest in a business development and a sales team. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you have yeah. to invest yeah. in that. Yeah. And, and, and let's, let's try to raise this game up a little bit and make ourselves all better, and right. we'll all make money, and we'll right. all be better off, and, you know, down the road. So. Beaks, how many races do you think you're going to go to this year in your new gig? I don't know. We haven't really talked about it. With uh, you know, Chase is going to be riding uh, East Coast, so yep. I'll definitely be going to some of those. And yep. uh, we're talking to a couple other 250 riders. Okay, so I don't know, kind of see how the next yeah. know, month goes. And but you'll be on the road less with this gig. Less than I have been. Th- than you have been. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Which will be nice yeah. to get off the road a little bit, right? Yeah, you know, it's you know, I I, yeah. I actually enjoy watching the races at home now. Yeah, I never thought I would say that. Yeah, just when you're when you're in the grind and you're going week in and week out is you feel like the like gate's going to gate's That's not going to drop if you're not there. Yeah, I learned I've learned it yeah. still drops and the same guy's going to win if I'm there or not. Yeah, um, and it's and I actually enjoy watching on TV and you know I have an eight year old daughter and yeah. It's nice going to her soccer game. Your bulldog so, too. Your bulldog. I love my bulldog. Yeah. Well, and if I burn him out on the weekends, Monday through Friday, is he going to really? Right. Like, is he, is he going? I, to- I challenge him on this merch thing, or even corporate companies. He's authentic. Like he's been in the business so long. Yeah. If I take him to a meeting, so I think our riders would rather us, rather us Monday through Friday thinking about the business side than being at a race. Like I still don't know what the fuck I do at a race. <laughs> like I don't. Like I probably piss more people yeah, off than yeah, it's worth. Right. Now there's races that we go to because that's where the team. So from an endemic standpoint, by the yeah. way, same in the NBA, same yeah. in football, whatever. Yeah. There's certain events or the All Star Game. Tons of business gets done in the NBA yeah. in the All Star Game. Yeah. Everybody's there. You can yeah, hammer out yeah. meetings, whatever yeah. else. So like Anaheim won. I've already got, like, for sure, people going. If you're there, I'd like to have some serious sit-down time, whatever. Yeah. You know, Vegas, whatever else. But, like, there was a year that, like, Jimmy, Bob, myself, whatever, we were going to, like, Fort- and I was just like. Yeah, what are we doing? And I'm burning out. Yeah. I'm burning out. Like, right. my kid's not sitting. Like, I don't miss football games for my son. Like, that's the rule. So yeah, yeah. there's a conflict there, yeah, right? Yeah. But I know for a sh- fact when people see me post, I'm at Campbell's Soup or I'm at this or I'm in New York, whatever. Like, Kenny, when I go to New York, he's amped. He's like, yeah, yeah. I know you're not there for just me, yeah, but he but knows I'm opening on, right, some kind right, of door yeah. or whatever. And that's where I think the value is. And I think he is going to learn more beakers and he's going to bring more value to us across everything right. we're doing. Right. If he's dedicated to the office first being like, well, Beaks, you're going to be at a race. You don't see your children. You yeah, don't see yeah. your wife. Yeah. And like, yeah. that's the other 20-year playbook. Like, I'm fully open book with that like right. i was not my oldest kids i i chose because i grew up so poor i always thought the answer was like my kid will never have a food bank he'll never have free lunch he'll never have this i didn't realize how much important time meant yeah so my 23 yeah. or 21 compared to my 11 year old yeah, yeah, yeah. very different right. not yeah, because you, of money not no, because yeah. i'm better off no, now no, 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 but but the, the decisions yeah. i made at 25 yeah are very different at 48 yeah, yeah like for sure. when i say no football game he knows like i've gone to australia landed gone on a plane that night and flew back <laughs> like it, it's whatever yeah, it takes what for happens, him now right, right? right but you learn that over time but if i can get somebody to do that at a younger age right. think of how much better off they're going to be um how important do you think i'll start with you beaks and go with steve how important do you think the media is in our sport for your for chase or, or or james or any of these guys that you worked with like you know and and then what are we as and i'm include myself in this what are we bad at what do we need to be better at and how important do you think it is well be, I, I wanted to bring this be up honest because i, yeah. I was i think i was reading your guys's tweets earlier earlier this, uh earlier must have been late last week when you guys were discussing there's been no announcement about who's riding east or west right? yes that was me yelling and, and screaming about that yeah. and, and i agree with you 100 percent like we're we're our two fifty guys. We're not we're, we're not taking the time to 
introduce them to the fans, right? We're yeah. not we're not making them stars in the 250 class I- anymore. I would argue so, though they get paid pretty damn good for what they have to do. Seven races and there's certain you know, guys that are making yeah, really yeah. good money for right. sure. Um, you know, like and, and you know I struggled with this a little bit at Fox where like you know we have an amateur kid that's coming coming from Loretta's or, you know, mm-hmm. going to go to Hangtown and become a professional. And we're not telling their story. No one even knows who these kids are anymore. When James Stewart, Ricky Carmichael, like Travis Pastrana, yeah. th- they were superstars before they became pro. Yeah. So they definitely were missing that. And, I, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to put that on the media. I think it's an industry that's not supporting these young guys. Hmm. Interesting. Um, how important do you think it is? for your guys to, to deal with the media and talk with the media and, and, and be open and all of that. Because we have some superstars on our sport now that they don't do anything. And and, and this this pisses me off more than anything. And I don't shame. Count, I don't count Kenny in this. I timed this at a few press conferences. Our winner gets asked two questions, right. a minute 48 of bland answers after they win a race, and the press conference is over and they're gone. So no other extra media... They will not talk to anybody else. And I'm just sitting there, and I, obviously I'm biased. I'm totally biased. I'm in the media. I could use the listens or whatever, or, you know. And I just sit there and go, how is that acceptable? How is that properly a minute 48 of my bike was good, man, I had a good start, like, you know, all that stuff that you don't you – know, how is that acceptable? But that's what some of our guys do. Yeah, you know, and, you know, if you would ask me that question six months ago, I, I yeah. may – have a different answer but <laughs> you would have had a different answer don't, fucking, don't I'll, bullshit I'll, t- I'll tell you what when we did the podcast yeah and the the you know the messages that i got from that yeah. and the positivity of it yeah like really showed me how important that this stuff is like yeah. i'm just some guy that yeah. works in the industry and oh uh, you're a friend of jeremy yeah foj I mean, foj and and the support and the positive like that yeah. came out of that yeah. like for me i was like yeah. man this is rad yeah so that alone just shows me that like there's people out there that want to know who these guys are yeah right and, yeah. They, and we're not giving them the chance yeah. to just I, just tell the story don't get some of our, like i had i texted one of top rider and i'm like hey can you come on and they're just like he's like no i, I don't want to and i'm like you just won no it's like dude i need 20 minutes I, i'm not asking okay like whatever you got a birthday party you got your your you got so i get it but a couple of them have just been like, nah, I'm good. And maybe they hate me or whatever. I don't know. But I'm just like, wow, you just won this race. By the way, if they hate you, they should be on here more. Well, what right. a time to be on. <laughs> right. The exactly. guys that have, like Barsha at times, Barsha's, him and I have had a complicated relationship. We're fine now. We're great now. I think he came back on the show. He knew that people knew he wouldn't come on. People knew he didn't like me, wouldn't talk to me. He used to be like this in the pits to me. And, uh, At least he acknowledged you. Yeah. Uh, but he came on and people were like, dude, that's awesome. That you came on, you're like you're yeah. cool, like like it's a it's it's good, and I don't mean just this show. I mean any media. Like just our guys, in my opinion, need to embrace it more. And obviously, I'm biased though, but that's where I stand on it. Like I I I look at some of our guys, and I'm like, what are you thinking? What are your sponsors and team thinking, allowing you to continually? And Chad was not good for this back in the day either at times. Right, right. Uh, continually blow off the exposure. But I think you guys kind of covered this earlier when you yeah. talked that there's like some old school people yeah, still yeah, running yeah. ex-mechanics uh, running right. corporations and, right you know yeah. they're like ah, well but fuck doing an interview like, <laughs> yeah, like but you gave a good example earlier and and by the way i honestly believe and i'm not going to take away from these shop owners right now because so i started in retail and owned retail uh-huh. in a very tough business so i know how hard retail is so i'm not going to take away from these shops but in order to 
conquest a new audience for the shops or have these shops come in even from a lifestyle perspective that may not buy a bike, but buy yeah. a jersey or yeah. gear or, or a memorabilia or whatever else right. and also get more people to come into the sport. These fucking autograph signings. <laughs> you know where I want my athletes yeah. at your at your event at Catch in L. And yeah. is it called Catch? Catch, yeah, the, the catch. catch. Catch, right? You know why? Because I think that would benefit the dealers if the dealers are involved. We get more people to come there, yeah. and have the dealers be involved to get more traffic in yeah. their store. Yeah, because the people We're going to those stores. This is the signings. thing: the dealership <laughs> signings. Not only are they a nightmare, and they could be long drives yeah. and all that sort of stuff. If I yeah. really believed it was giving a return on investment for yeah. the dealer, I would, and I force Kenny to go. Yeah, yeah. But even Kenny, I've talked about it. Like, what if we did? content for that shop what if yeah. we did social or more media for that shop right and drove more consumers that might not yeah. know that store when you go to do those autograph signings for honda it's only that consumer going there yeah, yeah there's yeah, no yeah. new no, audience no, no. going it's, out it's 150 right? people versus kenny's and, instagram of and, whatever right. and by the way it's also 150 people and even if i beg somebody from brightling to go there they're not going to a motocross shop yeah, yeah. but to go in and create these experiences yeah. and these uh, these events around yeah. a supercross weekend right i'd be all in i would force kenny and adam I think the team should whatever and make sure the dealers benefit from that because here's where I'm going to back up without the media and without the retailers, we are fucked right now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when we can not care about the retailers, when Verizon (laughs) and all that, we still should care, but like, that's not the case. So right now I am, I would bend over backwards to figure out a way to help these dealers, to help the manufacturers and to help. And I, I know the manufacturers that truly work with me know that I do go the with Honda. I'm thinking about selling side-by-sides for them. I just yeah. introduced Honda to a development company that I think should be buying side-by-sides for them for their right. resort, right? Yep, yep. That's because they're so good to Kenny. Right. So anytime we can do that, yeah. we are going to bring people to outside yeah. the sport, right? But even right now with these dealerships and you're talking about media, it's really important, but it has to be engaged in media like these press conferences. I <laughs> don't, mean, don't get me started. I, on I, them, and, and again, this is like, I, maybe I do need to come on again because I can have a show just about the press conferences and Davey's going to kill me for a lot of this right now. But like, you know, because Davey, I have a personal friendship with, but also a ton of respect. Cause like way back in the day, he used to say to me, like, Whatever you need, Steve, because Kerry Hart, Travis have never charged me to put them on the cover. Right? Yeah. And so Davey, yeah, yeah. like I would call yeah. Davey and be like, dude, I need this favor yeah. for I, discount tire right, butterfinger. Right, right. And Davey will go over backwards. Why? Because he bleeds. I, yep. Back to that emotion. Yeah. No, right? he, he lives You have yeah, to yeah. live this yeah. and have that emotion to be the best at anything. Yeah. Right. If you go to a CEO in any company, they have an emotion tied to what they're doing. The ones that are the best. You don't even know what that feels like if you don't have that. Yeah. And I think Davey, obviously you, everybody in this, that that's there. But at the same time, it's like in a tent, these fucking press conferences, like we're just talking to each other again. <laughs> There's like a way to put a paid strategy against yeah. this or something yeah. to be like, hey, you should listen to some of these comments. And like yeah. everybody gave me shit when I told Ken, the Coors Light thing, right? Uh, and what was that? On the podium. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? That was my other thing. Like, oh, and everybody's like, oh, Red Bull's going to. Was that a problem? I got a lot of shit. Oh, so, like, I told okay. Kenny, oh, I said, cool. Kenny, I said, thank you. Yeah. I said, Kenny, you know what you should do? Go up there and fucking bring one for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, that's going to be a moment yeah, and that's yeah. going to be whatever. And again, this is Kenny. So, Kenny's like, fuck yeah, I'm all in. Right, right. right I'll do right, it. Right. And think about it. Like, everybody's, oh, Red Bull, blah, blah, blah. Uh uh-uh. uh, hammer right away because another guy that cares. Yep. He's frustrated with the sport, yep. but he cares. Yeah, he's like, he gets it. Dude, that was yeah. the 
baddest. I have no issue with Kenny doing yeah. like yeah, yeah. no problem at all. Coors Light just got a shitload of value, by the yeah, way, yeah. in our sport. Right. But we didn't put that anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Right. No, like yeah. there was a Coors Light opportunity. Both of them. The fact that Eli, because I think he was just like, "What the fuck's going on?" Yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. I got to drink it. <laughs> Awkward but, like, Eli. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. But that was that's what we yeah. need, right? right like right. so for me, back to the media is. I would love you guys in the media to challenge and piss me off more or yeah. Kenny off more. Yeah, yeah. Like you should be bringing the fucking cores like can right. or, or cause right. controversy at the press conference in a positive way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's ways to do that. And like, I know I'm going to show up at Anaheim one. I know I'm going to hear the same goddamn questions in that fucking press conference. Yeah. Like part of me just says, I got to go. Cause I got to go. Yeah, you gotta but like, yeah. I really don't want right. to go. Right. Like I know the biggest story was the year we did the suit thing. But I'm done. Like, I don't yeah. even know what else. Yeah, Kenny, yeah, like, yeah. now Kenny's showing up in a suit, which I, he's going to. It's going it. to be the same thing again. I got it. A right? parrot on his shoulder. Right. A parrot. <laughs> like, I need Adam. What? Like, Adam's kind of the guy where I could, like, yeah. dress him like Spicoli or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, have yeah. him show Put up. Put him in his yeah. shoes. Or, or, like, yeah. bring his golf clubs in or something. But, like, right. I'm... I, I know I've given shit to media at certain times and like there's a couple guys that come to the rig at the wrong time or whatever else and like maybe that's a different role I played with Travis back in the day because as much as everybody's like he was like the best and yeah. trust me that guy yeah. would be like don't fucking Letterman fuck I don't yeah. want to do it you know yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah, but then he would do it yeah. because he understood he, the he value it, to right, the sport right. but I think that the press conference and all these sort of stuff could actually really help us grow the sport. Even the stuff like you're doing and Beeks and I were talking about this, it's like, how do you now transcend this, right? Like, right. how do you get this conversation going to guys and people that know about the sport and like the sport? Like, I have a lot yeah. of athletes that follow this now, yeah. right? We oh, know yeah. Ricky yeah. Fowler's yeah. a fan, but yeah. there's a ton of basketball, football players, other people yeah. that aspire to Supercross. Yep. Outdoors, a little bit of a struggle, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but with Supercross, and not a struggle because, again... I get it. That's the yeah. sport, yeah. right? Like, there's a whole other demo for yeah. there, well, right? Suits and ties at Supercross and coolers and trucks and pickup trucks yeah. at outdoors. Yeah. Um, but I do think that, to, long story short, is the media is really important to us. Even the the endemic media being the most in our loudest voice, it's how do we get AP more? How do we get yeah. other people to yep. pick up your stories? Yeah. you got to create it. Yeah. It can't just be like, well, my bike was taken up. Like, our media... ESPN doesn't understand that talk. Yeah, yeah, no, no. We speak sure. a language right. that's well, like like a foreign language. The last time we but, were on ESPN was the Chatapult. Why? Right. Because the guy flew through the yeah, air. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, was when we, yeah, we made ESPN. Yeah, Chad, no fucking. Like, oh, hey, we're on yeah, ESPN. Yeah. It's, it's for right. Chad going right. Olay, right. you know, 30 but, feet up in the air. But, but don't you think the whole system's broken? Because it's very cookie cutter. No one's doing anything unique. And so your 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 athlete is not engaged because, okay, he's going to ask me the same question that they asked me last yeah. If yeah. They, if right. They ask me a right. question. That's why, and not tooting our own horn here, toot toot, but that Finding Stu video with Adam that we did. Love it. Like, it was incredible. I, I, I loved to, it. I, went I to absolutely Adam, loved it. And I'm like, dude, we got to do this. And he, and he came up on a show, I think. Didn't it start on the show, Marks, I think, that Finding Stu video? I don't remember. I think it was just started on. Like, I, you had you had Team Pride on here before us. Yeah. Yeah. I, they're I doing saw, great things. I started yeah. following them. Love it. Yeah. Love yeah. what they're doing. Yeah. Like when they were in Europe and they're just in the in the rental yeah. in the van, like yeah. driving to the track right. and talking about what they right. want to eat for breakfast. Yep. It's real. And, right. and and when we had show four hundred and we brought Adam, Nick, Jake and R V up here. And they were all just hammered. Not Adam and Nick weren't, but the RV, RV and Jake were hammered. Like that was some real conversation, getting deep into like racing and yeah. and, and growing. Like yeah. people loved it, right? But, but even when you're talking you about, hammered, like to your point, you're back to like you're talking to each other. 
Yeah. Like, I want that, like, and, and I'm going to give Jeremy some credit here. Like, I think this year of Moto Spy a little bit, just because Adam's on a show and he's a monster athlete, that's going to freak a lot of people out. Yeah, but, like, yeah. we are deeping, like, there's an interview of us talking about, and Kenny's being honest about some product at Fox. Yeah. Like, oh, I mean, no, it's going to be interesting. But, like, this is what, these yeah. stories will continue to now maybe transcend yep. the sport. Or his you training hope. and yep. the doctor, you yep. hope. Um, F1. I mean, F1 in the U.S. was a... It's always been a tough one yeah. for us, right? Yeah. Like, even as when I was at Wasserman, because there is a big business for us in Europe. But, like, that show yeah. is the making... The Netflix one? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. You, you watch that? What is it? Oh, it's you got to watch it. An F1 documentary on Netflix. No. It went, it right. went like, team by team. So, and That's I'm great. actually glad he isn't, because he's in motorsports, but you right. know who's watching it? Like, I'm in meetings in L.A. going, have you seen that F1 yeah, show? Yeah. Like, I didn't even know F1. Like, I'm talking about people that don't watch any yeah. motorsports. They yeah. hate motorsports. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, yep. that show is so fucking crazy. The money, right. blah, 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 blah. Right. The craziest thing that is, I've had come, when, when I go into this, because Kenny allows me to do this, yeah. you know what oh, Breitling God. freaks out as much? Huh. As much is how much Jeremy McGrath and, you know, there's stories in our sport that have more money than some of these guys in the NBA that you all think are rich. Yeah, yeah. Ryan Villapoto's got more fucking money than him. <laughs> what, what? By the way, Travis Preston is still fucking ripped. Yeah, like, yeah. Still he's like, him. Look like, at him. I try to keep good, but like that guy's fucking ripped. Dude. Uh, he's got a, even though he just grabbed a cookie with a fucking Hershey so I don't know what just happened, but we got um, a but he had his shirt off. Yeah, he had his shirt off and he grabbed his plaque. And, and he's he, upstairs, and he, so who the fuck knows? Yeah. So. And by the way, you're, yeah, never mind. The women are upstairs. Your wife's upstairs. Hang on with yeah, who Half knows? But I, I hope that there's yeah. more stories this year in the press conference. I think Adam's going to bring some flair to that. Yeah. I, God knows I want him on the podium and Kenny. And I, I hope they try and create some moments. You know, Ken Block's a genius at this. He always said, like, oh, my, my videos. But there's one moment in there that gets shared whether you like when we did, you know, the Bay Bridge in San Francisco. Yeah. It's just people in San Francisco going, you shut down the Bay Bridge. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. there has to be yeah. something, and it's unique in the sense of conquesting a new audience. Yep. If we just bring three more fans in this year from the media's help, yeah. that's a huge win yeah. for us. Yeah, I, I just, I, I wish our guys were... I wish they knew it, and I, they, some of them get it. Kenny gets it. Adam gets yeah, it. I mean, Kenny's, I mean, I know that you're, you're, you yeah. guys are repping them, but yeah. uh, I mean, I'm not just saying that. They get it. They're yeah. good. You know, yeah. um, I wish more people would buy into it. You know, and speaking about those live shows too, Yamaha gets it. They're they're paying us a whack of money to do these live shows, and we're getting a Yamaha guest on every show, yeah. whether it's a rider or Will Hahn. Fuck Will Hahn. Somebody like that. Fuck um, Will Hahn. Yamaha's like, hey, we love these shows. Can yeah. we get? Yeah. If we pay you, can we be a Yamaha fly show and get a rider or a Yamaha guy, Bradshaw? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On the show, I'm like, right. show. They get it. They're good at. They, I, you know? I think that's so. great, and I think the live shows. I'm excited for you. I now I'm, I like. I definitely want to look into that. But like, that's the other example of where yeah. like if riders could go on, and then if somehow they can bring an affiliate or another sport, like it'd be cool to have some guests on that on the live show. Yeah, where they're fans of the sport, not from the sport, because yeah. that aspiration, that mutual admiration society, I call it, like yeah. the fact that Ricky Fowler, like. Yeah. loves the sport yeah. or you know Barry Bonds back in the day there's a lot of those athletes or Griff, even just Griffey. like like Verlander like I, I was Verlander trains the same trainer Peter Park yeah. I was in LA and he was working out like him and Kenny have become friends yeah, yeah. a lot of people don't know that story yeah, you did, yeah. there's a way to tell that story yeah, like sure. I tried last year with the jerseys that's like a small like going out in a jersey like Kenny went out with uh, we represented the hockey player yeah. or whatever else and that's been going on there's got to be a bigger story yeah. whether it be Feld challenging the NFL look you know what we do have is we have a unbelievably loyal uh, and in quick tangent art of sport is Kobe Bryant, James Harden, Juju Smith, Jave Baez. If people that don't know these people, these are all yeah. really big mainstream yeah. athletes. I hope um, they know him, but maybe not Ken Roxon and Ryan Sheckler. Yeah. That's the team And Sage, this uh, female surfer. That's the team. All equity. They all started yeah. the company, Kobe, everybody. Yep. The largest engagement from a fan base on Amazon 
over any of those guys, Ken Roxon. Really? Over Juju? Over Juju, over, and that's facts. Like yeah. that's, I could show you real wow, things that state yeah, yeah, yeah. that Amazon will send you back going, it's because you guys have a cult. That, now I'll go back to the audience you yeah. already do have. Yeah, yeah. This audience is yeah. so amazing. Yeah. It's supported this fucking sport for yeah. so long without yeah. the help elsewhere. Yeah. Right. Like how crazy is that, that right. you have all this money and all this support. And that's why they're like, he posts something and the Spotify, like our yeah, merch, yeah. you should, I mean, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's right. like, and even the guy on the music side is like, I can't believe how much outside the country. Cause we get, right. you know, we get facts yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like how many people in Australia, in yeah. London yeah. and in, so we aren't as stressed that the product won't ship at a one now because <laughs> it's like, they're not going to a one probably. Like I was like, Oh fuck, we launched and we're not going to make yeah, it. Yeah. But I think like that art of sport example is another example. Where it's like, you have this cult following. And it's an incredible, engaging audience. But now we got to figure out how to bring more of those in from that mutual admiration society right. type thing, right? right? Like if I can get Juju, like just yeah. we saw that on social when we launched that brand and we controlled that in house at Wasserman, and and, and, and it's still part of me because I, I have an equity stake in that company. So I want it to grow, and I want Kenny and everybody to do well. The unique thing with it is even on social when they called each other out, it was so cool to see like Juju's fans be like, ah. Oh, Brian Ch or Ken Roxon or the same opposite like Ken yeah. Roxon would be like oh that's badass yeah, you're cool. your teammates with James Harden right, it's like right, right. yeah fuck it's yeah. mutual admiration society yep. right it's like if you can build them then the fan base will build from that yeah. and but it has to start at the top Feld's got to start investing yeah. in a new audience it's got to bring a new audience. You know, I was going to do the race tech rant of the night. I had a couple things to talk about, but that's sorry, I've that, talked. No. We covered a lot of rants. <laughs> no, that's that. My, we didn't have a program. St at all. Steve Astafan's take on our sport is my race tech rant of the night. He affirms all of my rants all year long. Oh and, my god, and, but you guys are aligned. But he offers he offers better vision than I do than just yelling and screaming. He speaks a little bit clearer and yeah, like yeah, more yeah, direct. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where I'm just going fuck this, yeah. fuck that. But but uh, that's the race tech rant of the night. Race tech pulp nineteen is the code to save it racetech.com uh whether it's motors whether it's suspension uh oh we were supposed to record that thing that's right we'll get it done. we'll do it we'll do it yeah. later we forgot before the show sorry chris yeah sorry. we'll get we'll get we'll get you don't racetech.com it's a new start time it threw us off <laughs> uh racetech.com pulp 19 is the code to save with those guys also to la honda world 30 minutes from anywhere in la uh the honda ridgeline that uh, justin brayton have i have chris Kiefer has vince freeze has i think alessi got one justin brayton's all dialed in uh, LA Honda World mentioned, go down there, talk to Steve, uh, get a hell of a deal on a Honda. New or used, by the way, from those guys. And I don't want to hear any beef about 30 minutes from anywhere in LA. It's tough to do that, though. It's, it is. That's what they told me to say. It's very tough. So maybe it's two in the morning. It's impressive because I split my time between San Diego and maybe, LA. And maybe I've it's never two had 30 minutes. Maybe like it's West two in Hollywood the to fucking Beverly Hills is 45 minutes. Listen, I just read the, the copy. Um, Thanks to those guys. Also, uh, I want to thank Michelin as well. Michelin Starcross 5, of course, uh, official tire of myself on my Yamaha YZ450. Uh, MichelinMotorcycle.com on Instagram and MichelinMotorcycle.us on Facebook. Check out Michelin when considering your next tire purchase for any segment of motorcycling. They are tire experts and have the same passion for delivering high-performance products as you have for riding your motorcycles. Randy Richardson coming in studio probably a month from now i think or three weeks so looking forward to having randy here of course uh also i want to thank the folks at profilter profilter.com pulp mx 35 code at checkout sold through power sports dealers nationwide pick up a pre-oiled ready to use air filter high quality premium filter for your air filter for your next service thanks to the folks at profilter shall we do the uh, motorsport tweet at travis segment we can if you, you want guys to. still up you guys good yeah we're good? good all right, all right. Let's, all right let's try this uh Side bike. Got no sound. Oh, first failure of the night. No sound. Want me to hit it? 
Motorsport.com dedicated team of gearheads have the knowledge and expertise to help get your ride working at peak performance and have you looking good too. Whether you race on the track, ride on the trails, or commute on the street, make your next ride your best ride at motorsport.com. Ryan Villapoto, myself, motorsport athletes. The best retired rider ever. That's what he claimed, self-proclaimed. What about Trav? I think he's pretty... He's pretty good, too. Yeah, yeah. How about when RV would just get on you for not paying him, like, exorbitant <laughs> amounts of money at Fox? Like, like just like... Hey, he had an offer at one time, and he didn't take it. One time in the pits, he yelled across the pits like he called you a motherfucking asshole. Like, and, across and, the pits. And some other words, I think. Right. Can, we just can't because, say on the radio. Because you wouldn't pay him? Like, like, just like, look, I, look, I love Ryan. I try to pay him all the time, but there was people above me that kept shutting it down. I loved it. I thought it was great. Uh, it's fantastic. I'm just like, yeah, yeah Beeks, you could have signed that guy right there, the one that's cursing you out. You seemed like a great guy. Uh, we, yeah, Ryan, Ryan's <laughs> awesome. Like, he would have been really fun to work with. Yeah. Like, his personality, well, the way he... Not <laughs> when he raced, though, like Steve said. Like, like I, not, I, no. I, but yeah. you know what, though? Behind closed doors, he was still he was like, still good. He was, he was. still like you're that, right. Yeah, so. no, he was absolutely. So these tweets are uh, submitted to at Pulp Mech Show. Uh, Travis, you take the best ones and, and ask him. All right, from Brian Godwin. Which happens first, cleaning the PC shop video is posted or the Star Yamaha test? <laughs> the Star's fucked. We're fucked on. That. We're never testing that. No, despite Will Hahn saying we're testing it. There's no way. Yeah. Supercross season started. Supercross started. I'm back with testing. There's, no, there's just. I got shows to do. Yeah. Like, Come I'm busy. On. You can't just quit. We've been working on this, Beaks, for a while. Since Nationals. Is this Will Hans' fault? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> so the PC shop video, though, yeah, I mean, up? I did that a month ago. Yeah, what's going I, on? There? I don't know, bro. The Crane is the video guy, and he told me he was getting it up in, in a week from the shop date of the cleaning. No. And it's not up. Dog and years. I don't know when it's up. So Sounds like the video guys are like merch people. Hashtag video yeah. guys. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I, I'll go I'll go PC shop clean, but that'll be out in June. <laughs> so. All right. From Ross319, it was mentioned JGR may become the KTM 250 team. What does that mean for TLD? Yeah. Well, I think TLD's under the gun from KTM. I think they're not happy. And JGR needs a team. So. Keep an eye on that. I don't know whether that would happen. I wouldn't be surprised. And then I don't know if TLD would keep racing. I have no idea. Hmm. So keep an eye on that. From Juan Lavalle, with all the water nonsense, what happens if Feld pulls Supercross from the FIM? And does Supercross really lose that much if they are only AMA sanctioned? No one really cares if it's FIM. I mean, how many fans? Dude. How many fans are you talking to? Me like, yeah, Listen. dude, that guy's legit because he's an FIM. Dude, champion. this is my rant. They're only writing the check to FIM so that they can go overseas and go race. They want to take Supercross to Saudi Arabia or Argentina or Taiwan. That's the only reason they write the check to FIM. Yeah, but didn't that start years ago when AMA sold? Uh... Well, yeah, that's why they originally did it. They did a great chess mate move and said. Oh yeah, no AMA. Remember AMA gave Jam Sports the Supercross series. I just got a, not to interrupt. I just got yeah. a call from a group that represents people over there in Saudi Arabia and everything. And I, my only thing is the only thing I would bring there is straight rhythm. They're going though. I think the pay. series is going. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, like, look, that's a money whatever. But like, here's the moment. You want to talk about another financial moment? If we're not going to grow outside the sport here, whatever else, yeah. there is more money to be made. So over there, you know, I'm talking half a million to a million dollar appearance fee yeah. for the top guys. Yeah. Like, 
I know what they did in golf because I worked with them yeah. in golf and other yeah, sports. Yeah, like yeah. I know what they pay over there. Yeah. And you bring straight rhythm because they'll understand it. It's a straight yeah, shot. But, yeah. It's like entertaining. They won't be sitting there going, "What's the semi race? Yeah, what's the heat races? Right, right. And by the way, when I say that kind of appearance fee, that's to you know the manufacturers would make money, yeah. the riders would make money. This would yeah. be a big deal. And uh, I, I had called, you know, even Jeremy going, Jeremy, why don't I just introduce you? Like, I don't want any money or not. Like, just yeah. this guy is the real deal. Yeah. He's done these deals over yeah. there and there's a He's lot the of guy. money over there. And uh, Jeremy's just like, it's just, it's hard because the sport. He's like, do yeah. I really want to fight this battle Hey, Roger, again? I want to take Marvin yeah. Yeah. and yeah. bring him to Saudi. Yeah. How do you feel? But my thing is I want... KTM and Mar- Marvin at the right time. If we're going to go there anyway, why not instead of the series alone? Why not the manufacturers make a half a million dollars for going over there? And I'm not making up numbers. Like that's like they would Felt's get a half a million dollars Felt's, to get on the fucking car. That's not going to give them that money. There's no way. No, they're not going to do that. <laughs> there's no way. Yeah. So there's no need to have FIM except for all the political bullshit. That, and everybody's like, yeah, I love when I hear the comment from like old school, not to mention names at Kawasaki, who I have tons of respect for, but. It, they're like, well, the NBA and the NFL doesn't do that. It's like, mm, yeah, no, actually, they do. <laughs> we go to China every year. Yeah, like every yeah, rider yeah, goes because yeah. there is money yeah, for the yeah. league. There and is the money. The NHL's for, going overseas. A- NHL's too, is yeah. going over, but yeah. they do it. Everybody benefits. Yeah, not just one yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right? right. The whole the CBA, the the associations right. get something. Everybody gets else, it. So. All right. From Doctor Papa, Kiefer Yamaha's keep getting more black and less blue each year. Is blue is blue crew established enough, or could Yamaha go through yet another color change, like they've done many times before? Yeah, everything evolves. You can. Well, that's monster money, right? Yeah, that's that's the reason why they're half black, half blue. It's because of the monster. But um, God, when I was at Yamaha, when I was there, like and Steve knows, blue gear, yeah, it was, blue bikes. Yeah, we don't have any stickers on our bikes, even like our stickers are blue. <laughs> Like, our sticker backgrounds are blue with, with just gray. Chad, you want to talk about a guy that bought that? Oh, I know. Or Travis, so the bad. fact that Travis hated blue. He's like, the one team, not that he would ever leave, but there was a moment that yeah. I had a conversation about Travis with Yamaha, and Travis is like, because of his crap, there was a, yeah. same with Chad, he's like, I'm never wearing blue gear. That's the problem. That, that's hey, why it's so could, crazy to me to see a black Yamaha now, where I'm like, I know the rules back then. Hey, they're like, changing. You I couldn't like even that. have black accent lines in, in the gear back then. It had blue or white. <laughs> My question is from a diehard, you guys, and and again, the last time I rode a Yamaha was white with a pink seat when I lived in Vail, Colorado, because all the snowboarders wanted to be motocross athletes. 91, 92, yeah. And that's when I was in Vail. So I lived in Vail from 89 to 94. And I got into it for a while until I realized you can really fuck yourself up on these things. But like, um, at least from what I hear... No matter what color that fucking bike is, you guys know that bike. Every fan knows that bike. Yeah. When I'm talking about yeah, your yeah, audience, yeah, yeah, white yeah. magenta. Can, call it exactly. Blue so yeah, like, yeah, yeah. to yeah. me, it's like I'm proud of Yamaha doing this. But again, this is a way like we could show personality. Yeah. We could bring some other stuff out. Like Kenny posted this car, the bike that he has, the dual yeah, sport. The dual sport. Yeah. And everybody's like, that's badass. Well, but yeah. we can't do it, right? Cause yeah. It's got black background. It's got this. It's got yeah, that. Yeah, but yeah. it like it looks badass, and it's like. I'm hoping more of the sponsors yeah. like push you guys to do that, and like when you look great. It's yeah, we all know Kenny rides a Honda. We're good, right. but right. I, th- I honestly think that's a Japanese thing. Like that goes like their yeah, their no, colors no. and they're they're yeah. very rigid yeah. and. Yeah. So, there's, it's, right. there's no doubt. There's probably a Japanese thing involved there. From Dirty Al Green, who has a more successful sophomore season, AP Seven or Justin Hill? Oh, Plessinger. I'm so out on Hill. <laughs> like I'm so, AP will figure it out. I think yeah. Kiefer? Yeah, I'll say AP. Come on. Yeah. Okay. You hesitated. 
Because I'm not, I'm not. Aaron's a multi-time champion on I a understand. factory bike versus a guy that had a heat race two By years way, ago. Another that, guy we need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another guy. That, Just the uh, marketing side of it is yeah, saying that's another uh, guy we need. I yeah. think uh, there's a lot of things about Justin that's upside for me versus AP. Just in Supercross. That's all. But he's he's going back to what was that Tampa? Tampa two, two years, years ago. ago. Yeah, yeah, everyone goes but back to Tampa two years ago. Knowing what I know from the in, the inside, yeah, I feel like AP will be better. Obviously, Tony should have signed Marty. I told him fourteen times. You think Marty's going to be that? Good, Marty's going to be a shocker. Like, what's a shocker? What's the result? Top on ten that? every weekend. That's not shocker. It's a deep field, bro. Yeah. Tenth. If you got tenth every weekend, I wouldn't surprise you if Marty got tenth. That's not a surprise. He'll, is he'll get tenth every weekend. He could, sure. Not every weekend, I don't think. No, no. Uh, hold on. Flyracingflyracing.com. JT. Uh-oh. Oh, fuck. Hey, say hi to Steve Astafel. <laughs> I've been watching you guys on Facebook Live. Cameras look good. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you. Did you hear the part about taking your jersey down for Kenny's? Uh, that's all right. Kenny's. Kenny's worth it. Okay. I'd be okay right. with that. Right. This okay. is another guy that I really like. Yeah, I like JT though. a lot. This He's is, a good this, dude. This, I am a JT fan. Right. I'm uh, a huge JT Jay, fan. Did you hear I'm not just saying that. I've told that to other people. You have. Uh, I've heard it. Uh, JT, did you hear this hesitation over AP and Hill from Kiefer? There's really not a good answer there. I don't think either one had a rough go last year. So I, I would take AP too because I think he takes it much more seriously right. than Justin Hill does. But. Uh, I don't think there's a lot of reason to be super excited about either one at the moment. Maybe they prove us wrong, but yeah. it was rough last year. You're looking at natural supercross ability. You're looking at Justin. Well, yeah, it takes more than natural ability. Though. I understand that, but I'm just saying, let's say he gets his mental and his physical strength up. Justin's better. Okay. Well, there's only like four, four or five days between now and Anaheim, so I don't think he's going to get it up. And however you want to take that. <laughs> it's not after. It's only 930, dude. Another reason. Only another reason I love him. Yeah, yeah. All right, next question. Uh, Steve from Retired Bubba, you've said multiple times that Savachi's rookie season in Supercross was a success. If AC has a similar rookie season, will he be considered a success? Or is the bar higher? I think the bar is higher for Adam. Do you agree, JT? Yeah, but we're getting we're getting some recency bias from from monster cup too you know um i hate it for adam because i wish there wasn't any pressure on him uh i have really high expectations but i hate that that's turned into some sort of unfair pressure now um because i do think he's going to do really well but i don't think he should have any expectation coming in he should be able to ride freely in his rookie year and do you know whatever comes with that there shouldn't be this you know, like these uh, these power rankings that came out, which are silly, but, you know, it's fun to talk about. And they have him at four already. It's like, man, is that really fair to put him ahead of guys that won races just last year? You know, in 450 right. class, that's, but, that's too much pressure, I think, to put on him. And what, but I would have, what I'm saying, and I agree with JT what he's saying, but what Adam's saying, like, I actually don't think he's putting the pressure on him. Yeah, That's what I'm excited about. Right, he right. he, he actually mind. has said several things to me because I've been around enough rookies now, too, even if I didn't represent him, I've heard the stories. He's saying the right things. I think also structurally, again, like he was very engaged in why we stayed at Cowie, but we have a one. It's our option. Right? I can't like, believe why, you only got him a one-year deal. What happened? Well, well what? we have an option to go longer. Well, let's I mean, just see how he does because I mean, he deserves more. In my opinion, I'm, if he does half, without the pressure, yeah. if he does half of what he's supposed to do, 
second most marketable guy in the sport, first most marketable. Like he's there. Yeah. So the deal that was structured was based for comfort. Just like Kenny going to Suzuki, like RCA. It's a comfort thing for me. Like Kenny loved the Suzuki at the time. Yeah. Everybody's like, oh, you're bringing him to carry your boy. Yeah, he's my boy. But like, A, it was the best deal. And B, he loved that fucking bike. Yeah. And I learned early on from Chad, bike. He and I still wish we stayed at Suzuki yeah, yeah, all those yeah, years, right? right? And it's like, Adam could have done certain things, which I still believe there's a bike at KTM that's great. There's a team there that's really great. Right. There's Honda. There's all these sort of things. But like, for me and Adam, it's like Kawasaki is familiarity. Yeah. Zero change. Really good people. All they want to do is win, sure, but they're not going to put the pressure. The pressure's on the other guy, Yeah, yeah. right? And I think Adam comes in on any other team, to JT's point, I think there'd be triple the pressure that's on it right yeah, now. Yeah. If I had taken him to Honda for one year, or if I had taken him to KTM, or anybody, and I don't think there was other choices, yeah. it was basically yeah, Honda, well, well, KTM, yeah. and, and right, Cowie Cali. that I would have, for a bike sports. But like, even for less money, staying at Cowie was the right thing for to the point where I, I would say right. against JT is that he doesn't have the pressure there. Wow. Yeah. But Steve, would you would you also agree that there's a ton of money up for grabs at the end of next season too? Yeah, that's why I did a one year deal. So, right, right. That's, what, that's what I'm trying to explain. <laughs> you know, but, well, but, but I, I agree with you, JT. That like depends there is, on what the options are, the thresholds are for the options. Well, that, that's the thing. Well, right. it's, it's his option, right? Like, so yeah. if he's happy and things are good, and he's to your point earlier, you were saying top ten. Like, like I expect him to be no pressure, but I expect him to be top five, top six every race, right? Like that's who he is. That's yep. what he expects on himself. If he finishes in that area, he's going to click that option pretty quick. Right, right. If he's winning, if he's top three, yeah. I can promise you he ain't clicking yeah, that yeah, fucking yeah. option. I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. When I saw he did that one-year deal and I started like kind of analyzing the market and seeing whose deals were where, to me, it was very similar to, you know, like an NBA. If the salary cap's going to jump up and there's yeah. a new CBA, yeah. you want your deal to end right then. Yeah. You want well, it to sync up with that change yeah. so there's all this open money in the market. And hopefully, well, JT, Adam has a great year, and then he, you know, is worth story. whatever you decide we, is worth. Yeah. We, we heard that Cowie wanted Forkner, and they just, I don't believe any of that. I don't believe any of that, that they wanted Forkner over Adam, and they were holding it. Like, and that's why Adam's only got no, one year. No, they wanted Adam. Not. Look, Cowie, of course they, Bruce, everybody, they love, they love him. They love they, him. There's They've always no loved doubt him. they love, love, love him. I think this goes back to the old school mentality is they don't – they will make you remember that, like, oh, well, we paid it. We were loyal, blah, 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 blah. Oh, it's yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah. I yeah. get that. Yeah. So let's have a good run. Yeah. But then that equals – there's a time that yeah, ends, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. So I think – the beginning of the negotiations from where Bruce and I ended up, we're both walking away. I always say the perfect deal is if I walk away and Adam walks away like, fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a bad deal. Yeah, that's yeah. a recipe for disaster. Yeah. And if they walk away, fuck yeah, that's yeah, a bad yeah, deal, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And I think we both walked away going, this is fair for the position we're in for one year. Oh, yeah. Or Adam could say, you know what? I want to do a two-year deal quicker than you think that option can kick in. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. He gets into JT's point. He gets into his rhythm this year, yeah. but he's not really, you know, he's like, all right, I'm going to pace myself. He can go, look, I'm, I want the pressure off. I'm, I'm, I'm exercising yeah, my yeah. option right. for that following year. I've said it all along. Adam is going to go fast as shit. He will qualify fastest at times. He will win heat races. He will also make mistakes. He will, lose, he will lose a front end because that's what Adam does. And he'll figure it out. And at times you'll be like, holy shit. Other times you'll be like, oh, shit. So that'll, that'll be Adam Cincerillo's rookie year, I think, in, in a nutshell. Which so, has been a lot of rookie years. Yeah, right? yeah. Like my thing um, though is I'm glad he's so mature so, now of 
being when, safe. When you're talking about mature and understanding, not putting pressure on him. So he's the exact opposite of Chad saying, I'm going to fucking kick Ricky Carmichael's ass. Yeah. Right. Which was Chad. Right. But that's right. what motivated him. Right. Right. Like, hey, but he won a lot, too. Dude, no. Listen, yeah. in 03, yeah. like, I was on the team. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm going for the cha- champion. We're like, what? <laughs> like, you think you're going to win? And he did. Yeah. Well, you know, the funny thing with Chad was that JT was you know, there. Like, you know, Steve was super close and I was there and I would watch him. I was obviously in the race too, but I would go back and watch the race when we got home. And I'm like, dude, you got, you got smoked this weekend. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fine. I'll win next weekend. I'm like, and I always wondered in my head, like, do you really believe Does that? he really think that? <laughs> Are you just yeah. telling me that? Because you just got your ass handed to you. I think he really believed sure that. Sure enough, he yep. did. No, he sure did. Enough, he he 100%. The next weekend, like, right there. Yep. And I'm like, how do you do uh, that? Like, there is nothing that could knock that guy off. No matter <laughs> how irrational it, it seemed at the time, there was nothing that could no. take that confidence away from him. And it was delusion. It was almost delusional. Oh, no. But it, yeah. I, I think it's. I think if you look at guys like Kobe Bryant, you know, whatever sport you want to pick, the legendary guys, they had that, you know, they were, they were incapable of losing confidence in themselves no matter what was going on. You know, if they missed 33-point shots in a row, they were going to make the 31st, and you couldn't convince them otherwise. And that's kind of what he had, and that's what all those guys have. So, yeah, I think you're right. I think he truly did believe yeah, it. Yeah, he'd, he'd get smoked by Stu. Just smoked and be like, need to make a fork change. And you're like, bro, you need a lot more than fork change. But sure as shit. That's what he needed? That's what he needed. And the next race, he'd, he'd stalk Stu down and, and pass him. Or what? And you're just like, this fucking guy. Like, well, you know, what, you know what's funny is I, you know, we would ride together, and he would help me a ton. And I, if I saw something that he could do better, I didn't really know how he could do it better. I could just see that maybe Ricky was do, would do this better or Stu would do this better. And I would just point it out. And I'm like, once I'm past that, you got to figure it out because you're better than me but I can help you with where you're weak and just at least acknowledge it. And yeah. he would always tell me the same thing. He's like, ah, I don't care what they're doing. I need to be the best me. And I'll be like, all right, man, I, I don't have an answer for that or a comeback for that. Like, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a whole different level of some sort of mental thing you got going on than I do. I just <laughs> want to help you go faster. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, that's amazing. Are you, are you, uh, I don't know how to put this politely, Steve. Uh, you don't have to be polite. No, know. but like even for Chad, are you good with what he's been doing and doing? Like, are you? Do you wish he? Uh, I I love you know. Like, I wish he should he have retired. Yeah, but Chad made some decisions. Look, and I and I mean this. We've cried like full on tears. Yeah. At one point in the rig, we were both crying like we wanted to kill each other. One year, <laughs> not too long ago. Um, I have so much love for him and so much passion. I do, I'm allowed to say, and I think he would give me this permission, there was two or three times in his career where I said, please don't do that, and he did it. Yeah. That cost him some financial things. Right. And it doesn't make me happy. It doesn't make me proud that I was the one that said, please don't do this, begging him, crying. I was at the Roosevelt Hotel in in Los Angeles. I will remember the whole conversation with him and Ellie, begging him not to do this. Yeah. And I think that's part of it. And then the other part of it, to JT's point, and he did prove us all, and I knew it because of how competitive he was, and that's why I supported it, that he could come back and win races. Mm-hmm. And he had done that with the discount. You know, yeah. like, that's when yeah, everybody yeah. was like, no, we're yeah. not. And I believed it. What, what confused me is when he turned it to be the marketable guy that you knew and I knew yeah. and they took the chip off, 
I think he would have made more money retiring, like Villapoto now and that sort of stuff. And that's where we started to butt heads. Yeah, yeah. I wanted him to end before he was ready. Right. And then do off-season stuff, do one-off one races. Even in-season, dude. He yeah, was the yeah. most social. Like, he, yeah, yeah. He, he is that guy. Like, you think Ricky and Villapoto, like, yeah. he's marketable. Oh, and yeah. he got it. Yeah. And he wanted to do merch. And he wanted to do these other things. So, selfishly, this yeah. is pure me, because I can't do that for him, yeah. is I wish he stopped two years ago. Right. I'm I'm fine with what he's doing. I just hope that he's all right and you know, he gets out of this fine. Like and I, he's and 30, I th- 37? Yeah, and I think he will and like what I'm really excited for is this last year because the yeah. fans are gonna embrace it. Yeah, it's it. gonna be good. He's gonna have a lot of fun. Right. He's gonna be happy and he's gonna be smiling. I hope to have many dinners with him celebrating right. that. And like even a text I sent him a few weeks ago that it's just like the memories because like it pops up in your phone, right? Yeah, You're like, yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ, look right. at what we looked like. Or I'm cleaning yeah. out the office. Right. I have a lot of things that he gave yeah. me. By the way, Chad was the most generous athlete I've had in a long time. Everybody in a different way. Yeah. But like when Chad won, that guy was generous. Yeah. And like he did stuff for the people around him that I don't know many riders have ever done. And so like he's just that guy. JT, you were around it. Like he, he, he was the most giving when things were great. And I, I think at this point, I hope he leaves on his terms, which I think they are his terms. And that, you know, then yeah. he's, you know, he's, I admire him as the husband he's became. Not right. that he always was, but that he's became. Yep. And the father and, and everything yeah. else. And like that, I got to take my hat off. He's yeah. crushed me in that category. God, and then uh, like how many Chad Reed stories does the industry have when he hangs it up? We've all got them. We've <laughs> all got them. Like, I, I, we By the said, way, that guy, when he hangs it up, we're going to hey. have to have another podcast, and I will come on with him, because yeah. then we can talk about some races <laughs> well, that he legally shouldn't have been racing. Well, that's what we... No, we, <laughs> right. I said this like, a while ago. I, I got s- some really good... And you're going to say, you won that race, and I'm going to no, say, no, I, I know he won that race, right. but I'm telling you, his ent- like, uh, The riders' <laughs> meetings with sunglasses on and stuff. Oh, and, and my God. Chad, we're indoors. I Why you got sunglasses on? Oh, yeah, we've heard it, yeah. Well, even like... I made this joke a little while ago. There's been no Supercross champion that has drank with more fans than Chad Reed. Mm-mm. Like, all these fans all across have these... Everyone's got, like, dude, I was at Indy one year. <laughs> and there's yeah. Chad in the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, all right, Marks. Next next question. Sorry. If Tomac, uh, from Joshua Anderson, if Tomac wins the Supercross championship and does not win the outdoor championship, what will be the view of his 2020 season? A success. A success. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. From Brad Street Racing, if Forkner dominates 250s this year, does he stay down another year to wait for Eli to retire, or does he move up to 450s on another brand? What do you think, JT? I think if he wins, he probably goes. Um, he's young enough where conceivably he could stay down. You know, Adam was down for a long time. I think the market's going to be really attractive for him to go up, though, if he does seal the deal and win a championship. All right. What do you think, Keeper? These guys would know more about it than I would, but I would assume, yeah, he should move up. If you won what's you won the championship and you can make some more money and you get a long term deal, why not move? Alright. How old is he now? How old is Austin? Twenty two? Oh, I would say younger than that. Well, I, think, yeah. I think he's twenty one. I thought I, thought I, I saw his twenty one birthday somewhere. I think he's twenty one. Okay. Okay. Yeah, for like, he's in love, by the way. I don't know if you yeah, guys have yeah. known this, but he's yeah, in love. Good for him. I've seen it on the. Um, <laughs> so I, I think, like, like I think JT made the point earlier. Like the market, you know, if you have good people around you, and I think that's like the Kenny situation. Like, it's not rocket science. When I did it, it was a perfect storm. Yeah. Right. The reason Honda won, full disclosure, is the guarantee. Yeah. KTM was more money. Yeah. It, 
there's a time and a place. Like, I don't think, I think if Cooper Webb had proper res- representation, his deal's double than what he's getting at KTM. I can promise you, if I was representing him, it'd be double. Not 10%, yeah. not yeah. 20%. Yeah. Because I know how bad Pitt and them wanted him. Right. Austin's going to be in a similar situation. Now, having said that, though, if Adam does what he's supposed to do this year, this could be the perfect of all perfect yeah. storms because I won't have to do anything. The right. phone's going to yeah, ring you, off the you, hook. Yeah, you'll be fine. Right? <laughs> like, if he does yeah, what he's he supposed does, to do. Yeah, yeah. And then, therefore, Austin, in my opinion, should wait a year. Yep. Because then there's other people that are going to yeah. retire yeah, or move yeah. out yep. so that he can be safe and secure at the lights, run away with it, defend, whatever, yeah. and then move up, right? right. Like, for me, yeah, there's been riders that rush it, and then there's other riders that wait too long, right? So yeah. it's, a, it's a balance. It's a chess game, right? Yeah. To me, if you care about stability and these kids' career long-term so that they don't have to work again, there has to be some things thought other than just results yeah. or other than the pressure. Like yeah. there has to be like, is the ability, if I move up now versus a year from now, right? Like yeah. it's it just like you look at Kenny, he's not going anywhere now for life, right? That deal's yeah. done. Yeah. It's off to the sunset. Right. When you talk about long-term, there's some guys that like, if Austin is good as he is, like I, I, his first year deal, if he's forced and it's not the right level, it's one year. Right. right. Everybody's like, why did you do a one year deal? Well, first of all, you don't know the whole yeah, round right. about it, but like there's no risk in that. Cause if he does shitty, it's a shitty deal for long-term. Yeah, like yeah, either, it's, one. It's right. either way right. yep. we're in a bad position. So, all right. From the voice of the drunken people. Oh, <clears throat> we all right on Excuse that? me. You okay. Is that your, <clears throat> your voice is the drunken people. Yeah. Or yeah. The tweet. <laughs> yeah, we're good. <laughs> Kiefer, when former factory guys like Reed in 2017 Barsha have to go full privateer, what's the ratio between choosing the bike based on how much help they can get from the OEM versus how much they actually like the bike? Look, when you're on your own, uh, much like Barsha and Chad, just like he was saying, uh, having a bike that you like and you want is 90% of it. You have to be able to have a bike that you can ride to your ability and be confident in, and then everything else should, after that, be secondary. Yeah. You can't be choosing something that you're like, hmm, I'm half in, I'm half out, but I'm wow. going to make some more money, and I'm going to get more help, but wow. your results are going to suffer. Chad, like I said to Chad at Yamaha, if he had liked that bike, he could have ridden out the rest of his career, been an ambassador, he had home on his pants. You did that. Beaks, and then next thing you know, he's not home anymore. <laughs> he's left. I always I because always, he didn't like the bike. I always thought if he would have played that right, like you said, he would have been there for life. And not played it right, Keith and my everybody was telling me he had a career there. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, maybe he he's was Keith. Keith was like. I want him to take my job. Yeah. Like, and and Chad's just like, nah, I don't like this bike. No. Fuck this team. <laughs> <laughs> Another story for Chad Reed, right? Well, he, that hey. chip that he took off in 2012. Well, it went back on. Yeah. I was just gonna say, and I would say that if he's sitting here, and I can't wait to do this with yeah. him. I would yeah. love for him and I to go at it with a glass of wine. Right. Go ahead, JT. Hey, with you, Chad, if you always know where you stand, good or bad. Absolutely. Whether, whether it costs him all the money in his wallet or not, you will always know where you stand. Yeah. Regardless. Yeah. Right. I respect him. Remember he uh, he didn't get he was riding a Honda and he was getting works parts and things were riding really good and then some shock showed up on Tomita's bike or yeah. he couldn't get and he Instagrammed it and said where's my where's my shock. Or, so by the way, that's right around when I was on the golf course. Was it? Okay. <laughs> so just so you know where this <laughs> oh, is. Oh, and then there was uh, who wouldn't give him a UTV. And he, Honda. Honda. <laughs> he, he, got a, yeah. he was tweeting. He was tweeting literally, who wants to sponsor me for a UTV? Anybody? Anybody. I thought he Anybody? tweeted. He, I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, you watch Honda, give me one. I'm like, 
You were crazy. Which, by the way, like, in credit to Yamaha, that's when this Yamaha social media team was like, "Yeah, we'll give Chad a side by side." Right. Like, <laughs> I thought he, I thought he posted a photo of a Can Am and said, "Check out my new UTV" or something. No, no, yeah, I don't but think he, he did was, that. Though. Honda would not give him yeah. one, and he was just like, "All right, what's yeah. this?" Yeah, <laughs> that's fucking awesome. Yeah. I, the Barsha thing, though, that like I'm interested in, because here's another guy that like could transcend the sport. Yeah, I'm a Barsha fan, believe it or not. In some ways, there's other things that like yeah. again. I don't think I could ever do anything like some other guys that retired, like at their time, they have to accept this. But like, this is the two class thing. Like you guys know better than me, but at some point, like there's more money. We'd be able to support these incredible guys. If there wasn't the team having all this overhead of multiple bikes and multiple teams and classes, supercross one thing. But even when you go to outdoors, all of a sudden there's like how many lights guys? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's expensive. Expensive. Everybody's well, like, well, it's the same cost. It's not. Yeah. I'm now hearing about what mechanics are getting paid, which they deserve more. Like, that's Kenny and I, like, I have a policy now, and Adam knows this. It's like, if the team is paying this, and I know there's another team paying more than the mechanic, then you're paying the difference. Yeah. yeah. And I love that. But that, that, right. like, that's what they deserve. Yeah, like, yeah. I can't help with company policy and yeah. LLCs. Yep. But like, Barsha, it's sad. But I don't know that he's in that position if we didn't have to support all the likes guys at the level and they were running a summer Supercross series yeah. and going to fucking school. Yeah, I'm yeah. Just, I mean, yeah. that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> but like, yeah, no, there's only point. so many LeBrons and James Stewart right, right. and Chad Reeds right. and that sort of stuff. Next. Sure. From Kenneth Gustafson. Is it possible for anyone to not look amazing at the test track? No, everyone feels great at the test track. They all get the same line, dude. They run seventy-five the, times, the same six-inch. You know line, every right. little pebble on the track. Right, right. I feel great. Yeah, never felt better. <laughs> all right. From Cody Granfield, why did Hep drop their two fastest riders? Well, they got Cunningham, who's kind of the same as Chiz, right? He's you a feel? little faster than Chiz, I think. Yeah. You think? Okay. Cunningham. Yeah. Did you watch last summer? Yeah, I guess you're right. What about? Yeah, Chiz. You can't. Don't judge Chiz on su- last summer. Judge Chiz on did Supercross. You watch, did you watch Cunningham last summer? Though he was he was, he was really but, good last but summer. in Supercross. Chiz was legit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. <laughs> Chiz, I'm just saying, Chiz, Chiz is pretty old. And I, and, and I'm on the record. Old. And I'm on the record. They should have kept A Ray. Yeah, they did. They should. Poor A Ray. I. I feel like how they they let him go too is kind of yeah. I, 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 if you me, had the opportunity to get if you had the opportunity to get Cunningham and Anstey though, I think I think they yeah. upgraded. That's my opinion oh, as boy. far as talent. Oh, okay. You don't think Anstey's yeah. better than A Ray Outdoors or Chisholm Outdoors? Yes, Outdoors, hundred percent. Yes. Okay, well that's what they're they're going racing with Anstey Outdoors. Okay. Flyracing.com, by the way, check them out. JT. Fly Racing. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Okay. Like uh, are you still you're, you're uh, Jason36 at AOL.com for the uh, uh, BTO? Oh, uh, uh, there it is. No, I meant to say Rocky Mountain. Oh. And I didn't want to say Rocky Mountain because motorsport. And I, now I said BTO <laughs> and Rocky <laughs> Mountain. Well, that's what that team's called. And motorsport is the sponsor of the show. Like, I'm saying everything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Relax. Breathe. I'm first, such an first idiot. I'm so stupid. Don't worry. It's just alive. Uh, <laughs> you're doing a VIP program. I am. Email yeah, yeah. Yes. We're, everybody's doing it now. Chad's got one. I got <laughs> oh, one. Oh, Chad's got one. Yeah. Oh, I knew he'd get that one. in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you're good with it now. I mean, Chad, fine. Chad yeah, says he runs the best one in the pits. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know why he would say that. But I've heard the same thing. <laughs> That's all right. It's, we're good. You can. You, I'm, I'm Teflon now. You are still blocked, though. Are you not? I am still blocked. Yes. You know, and you don't want to know the most 
<laughs> the ironic thing about that is I created his Twitter, and I'm blocked from it. <laughs> I created it. I made up the name. I set the password and gave him all the info, and now I'm blocked from it. Yep. yep. Strangest turn of the And he loves it. Yeah, he loves it. He won't oh, unblock he you. Yeah. No, no. Now it's, now it's just on principle. Right, right. Well, you never know. This season, it's the last ride. Maybe you ask him to unblock you to see yeah. so you could see some memories. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't want to ask him. So now we're at we're at like a standoff. You know, now where it's just like I don't want to ask him, and I know he thinks it's hilarious, and I'm too proud to ask. And so, the good news is I can just Google his social if I'm logged out and then right. I can whatever. I want. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Got you, Chad. Well, uh, we know what you do. <laughs> <laughs> From Ron Dog. Steve, how do you think Jeremy Martin will do in his 2020 return to the 250 class? Well, because Beeks' guy broke his collarbone, uh, J-Mart's now on the West. Mm. Lots of talk of J-Mart. Like, the Honda guys that ride with him, they're pumped on him. They're, like, stoked on J-Mart. The guy was off, and I like J-Mart, but he was off the bike for a year and a half, and he was never great at Supercross, so can we just back that down a little bit? A year and a half well, off the we've bike. We've been down is, this road. We've been down this road. Or let him come back at outdoors. The fastest guy ever at test track. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like I don't get the yeah. Honda guys with the hype. I'm getting texts well, just about let the. Let him be. Just, just you let him be and do what he's gonna do. Don't, don't hype them all up and get yeah. it, set everybody's expectations. Yeah, I like Jmar, but let's, I do too. Let's back do it too. down. Yeah. From Steve, no fun, Mathis. That's Who? not a real name. That's, that's, that's a real name. Steve Five Mathis. Go ahead. Steve Five Math. I think that's what we're getting at here. Uh, who are your top three fantasy guys this year? Don't even get me involved in this. Oh, PulpMexFantasy.com. Please check them out. Sign up while you can. Um, this was for Kiefer. That's good. Oh, no, no, oh. It was, no, it wasn't. Oh. Kiefer's like, I don't know. JT, give me uh, – man, who, who did I say the other day? I said it on Twitter. Uh, oh, Marty's going to well, be – Marty's going to wreck you in the fantasy. Marty's going to be great. Marty's going to be great. The highest scores last year were your guy Chiz. Bogle. So he's – being there, Bogle, yep. Bogle actually beat him. Yep. And then outdoors, I think Gloss was the best guy, so yep. I think he'll have a pretty good bounce back in Supercross this year. So look for uh, those t- secondary guys. Triples. Triples. Thank Chiz, you. I feel like Chase is going to be really good. His bike's going to His bike's going to be really good. Okay. So he's going to like his bike. Chiz has got a new sponsor too. Yeah, Ricky Fowler. Just well, stepping no, up. He's had that forever. Oh, oh. He's, he's got, got another. He's got a CBD. Oh. Yeah. Yep. Is CBD's coming in? They're taking over? <laughs> is CBD taking over yeah. our sport? Are they gonna, some I hope news? so. Well, I, I mean, again, if we're not going to, it's like one of those things with CBD that, like, again, there are people in our industry, the old school, are like, it's illegal. It's like I fly oh, around the world. So dumb, this yeah. is crazy, though. I fly, I told this, this story a million times. It's not just our sport. Like, yeah, I'll yeah. be on a plane and they'll be like, how could Ricky, how could this guy, it's a drug. I'm like, where do you live? But, yeah. but you think about it. And even you, even Vegas. It's like West Coast and New York City, East Coast. But there's a big world in the middle. Yeah. Fly over states, right? That's yeah, fly yeah. over states that are a few years behind. And I tend to be in those states sometimes. Minnesota for Target or Arkansas for Walmart or whatever, wherever I'm going. And they literally think that, yeah. which is some people that lead the teams. Like, I have an opportunity for Adam. And there's people like, like it's illegal. It's like, no, it's yeah. not. So is it an opportunity? I think, look, for me personally... Um, I think there'll be six minimum by the end of the year yep. in the space. Right. Minimum. I'm shocked. I'm shocked that like Monster or Rockstar or Red Bull ha- don't have a CBD flavored or enhanced energy drink yet. Oh, it's coming. I'm Market sure it orders. is. I, I'm just shocked. It's not the market yet. Yeah. No, I agree, Jason. No. Well, Chad got me to buy stock in CBD MD. 
<laughs> How's that working out for you? And uh, I would like some money back from Mr. Reed. I intend to get some money back from Mr. Reed. Back to who you listen. I mean, look, it's doing okay. Get, it hasn't when you cratered. Get money, get me unblocked. Okay, yeah. It hasn't cratered. I'm fine. My investment is, you know, it's still in there. But yeah. I, I would like you holding the bag. Well, I'm hang waiting. on, hang on. It's gonna I'm, go. You know, look, it's not even in Target, Walmart. It's gonna get. I'm waiting there. for the bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might and get if the, the bag happens, I'm in. Yeah. So. What is, is that upstairs? I don't know. Are they singing? <laughs> is that something was in my fucking head? That's our wives? But I, I actually I have to check out, which is Preston probably a good thing, so you actually get something That's done rather than me interrupting. That's Preston up there with no shirt on. But I have to, I have to head out. Are they, are they washing clothes on his abs? <laughs> yeah. Okay. The girls are having a good time on Preston's abs. Right. Yeah. I'm actually impressed. The guy came down here with his shirt off yeah. on purpose. Hey, look, yeah. And for him to do that, yeah. he takes some alcohol. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're having fun. All right, Marks. From Jake Briscoe, what are the odds of AC-92 and KR-94 lining up at A1 in the same gear, shoulders to toe? Wait, wait a sec. Who's AC-92? It's oh, AC-9. Oh. AC-9. Did, it, did the tweet say 9? It says 92, oh, okay. but oh, he'll always be fail. 92 right. to some people. Right. right. I agree. Yeah, I don't know. That's, that's, that used to be Beeks' department, but I don't know. Ah, that's a dumb question. Who cares? Yeah, it's a high chance, I feel like. And I don't know anything about it, but I feel like that's what we're leading up to here. Yeah. Well, Watch the, the same, same yeah. gear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, whatever. From Michael Rourke, elaborate on the bore and stroke capability of KTM, the legality of such modifications. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was great. I, I gotta check out. You, I really appreciate it. Yeah, you, okay. yeah. Okay, they're calling uh, me, going. All right, uh, Steve, I got a spouse at the other side, going. Where the fuck are? Yeah, you? no problem. Uh, well, Steve, thanks for coming by. I really I appreciate it. Yeah. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. thank you guys. I thanks really appreciate coming. it. Uh, thank awesome you. time to come in. Uh, I will be back. The family and definitely would like to be here with Chad Reed. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah, <laughs> that'd, that'd be good. Uh, okay, thanks for coming in. Thank appreciate you. it. All right, let's see Vax fan, everybody. Good stuff, as always. Uh, you want to stick around or are you going to Yeah, split? I'll stick around. Okay, Beeks is going to stick around. All right. Um, listen to these guys talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. We're wrapping up here, too. We're going to be gone shortly. No after dark, dude. I'm, I'm over. Oh, you are? Yeah. Okay, all right. That's what I was coming, I was coming up next, but yeah. Yep. All right. Are oh, oh, we up next? Well, we got to finish this. We have, okay. one, we have one more tweet. Did you say you're nice, over Nice it? to meet you. Huh? Did right, you say you're over Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. We got to drive home. Okay. We gotta drive home. Beat. All right, last one from. Is the video thing going okay? Yeah, it's going all right. Okay, because I don't get any. I'm on it right now, and it's just not a good look. I don't get any feedback from you. I don't know what's happening. I'm busy, bro. Can someone tweet me? I need I need tweets at X on how this video <laughs> show has gone. JT said it was it. good. It was great. No, Face- I Facebook's need independent. I need independent people. Listen, you got Talon that just confirmed. Oh, Talon confirmed. Facebook's yes. loving it. No, Facebook. See? Well, you're gonna get dark side is gonna text you now. So everything's great. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't. I, JT, I got a separate beef with you on this video production stuff. So, oh yeah, I, I, I already gave you my opinion. Yeah, I know, and it was bullshit opinion. Uh, is there so, something you'd like to share with the class? Yeah, there is. I'm gonna I'm gonna share it, JT. Okay, I'm gonna share it. Yeah, go ahead. All right, so we're doing this video thing, and it's working out really good. Everybody loves it so far. It's a big hit, right? Yep. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, so. I went to some sponsors, key sponsors, and said, hey, I'm doing this video thing. I'm investing in the show. May I please see some return for this increased exposure you're going to get? And the folks at Fly Racing said, nah. They were like, we didn't ask you to do video because they can say that to me, right? Like, like we are, we're on a good enough relationship. I'm not going to say any names. Schmack schmeffins. <laughs> well, that's not the whole story. Should not I take the, the Fly story. logo down now? Or? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, please don't. So... One of the gentlemen in that room came to Fly Racing and asked for increases in his budget Thank for you. 2020. 
yep. different different areas, right? The live shows that we're going to be doing. The first one's this Friday. Go buy your tickets. Yeah. Everyone's it's a list. Yamaha Fly tickets. Racing live podcast show. So yep. everyone that's yep. listening, this beaker, that you're, wasn't me. You're out. That wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it was one of those things where we had, we had, really, we didn't have the budget to increase. That wasn't something we had money to do. But we're also really happy with what Steve's doing, and we want to continue to grow with him, and we don't like telling him no. That's not something we like doing. So basically it was like we had to choose. Can we get more exposure on these live shows, and that's something we want to see grow? But we don't really have any more money. So that's cool you're doing the cameras thing. It's not something we went out and said, hey, you know what? If you did these cameras thing, we could give you more money. That wasn't really built into our budget. But you want to continue to grow with them. But, so I just started. Yeah. So I did what I did and just started swearing at them, calling them names. <laughs> that's a great. That's Cause, awesome. Because you know I handle this stuff really well. Yeah. And JT, then, haven't, and then Max and JT are like, whatever, bro. Like, beat it. And flies great to me. So I. JT, know. haven't you seen the numbers for this show? Yeah, and we're all in. We're the biggest sponsor. Yeah, they are. So. Um, what is going on? It wasn't anything that we didn't believe in. It honestly, we just didn't have more budget. <laughs> right, more budget. Right. To get right. So, so I texted them. JT and Max both texted me tonight and said. Show looks great. Like, cameras are good. Talon and Marks are doing a good job. Thank you. And, and I just wrote them back, like, where's my money? But you know, you know what's going to be easy for you now, Steve, is you have this proven commodity. It's, it looks awesome, right? So now you have a chip to go to the bargaining table and say, hey, I did this. This is what you got. Right. This is what I would like to see in return for that. It's so well, your conversation gonna, then. It's no you'll problem, a, but you'll, you'll be introduced to my new agent named Chris Onstott next year. <laughs> so so uh, you'll have a, uh, you have a YouTube channel already? Yeah. So yeah. when these YouTube numbers are like through the roof, and he's got three hundred thousand subscribers, and he's getting millions yeah. of views, you're gonna have over forty million minutes viewed. I guess that's when you'll continue <laughs> to grow <laughs> with the show. <laughs> you really went there? <laughs> oh boy! I got an average of forty <laughs> to ninety million. million. <laughs> I got an average. So I apologize. Yeah, you're dead. Yeah. Yeah, that you'll be talking to Mister Onstott next year, Max and JT. So. Maybe we can meet at A1 this weekend. <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you, Beats. <laughs> All right. We already have to do that anyway, probably. <laughs> All right, this is the last one I got anyway. From Charlie Hustle. Are Blake Baggett's best days behind him? Oh. Come on. Why, why? He won last oh, year. Yeah, Zach. What are people thinking, dude? I could read the Travis Pastrana <sighs> that uh, wasn't real. fill-in question. <laughs> I don't think that was real. All right, that's all. He's so, fine. No, He's Baggett's fine. fine. Yeah. Baggett's going to be fast as balls sometimes. He's going to get some bad starts. Uh, yep. I hope he doesn't get hurt, but he seems to ding himself up during the year. So I just hope he has a decent A1. A1 right, right. train wreck every year for some right. reason. I don't know why. Yeah. He bounces back at, at Glendale or whatever the second round is every <laughs> yeah. time. But, yeah. Yeah. He was incredible there yeah. last year. Yep. Yeah. All right. But, tweet, tweet me some stuff, everybody. I just checked Twitter. That's old news, right? Oh, Samantha says, new yeah. live stream is phenomenal. Samantha, chick. Yeah. Perfect. Another guy said, live vid is legit. Okay, I'm in on After Dark. Oh, so two people are like, oh, killing it, Travis Marks. Oh, three people. Oh, killing it, Marks. You're welcome. Fuck. You're going right to his head. I earned that raise. After you asked, you got about five comments on Facebook Live saying it was good. Oh, Video yeah. is perfect. There you go. Video Notice is awesome. Great show. Video feed is awesome. Looks right, great right. on Heather said it was fine. You're Heather welcome. said it was good? You're yeah. welcome. Yeah. JT, thank you for investing in these new cameras. <laughs> Thanks, JT. <laughs> Thanks for growing with us. Out. You're a dick. Really well. Steve, Steve, Steve could truly appreciate how this negotiation went. We oh, didn't yeah. have to give him any more money for it, and we're getting a ton out of it. 
JT, yeah. the fly logo looks good. Hey, yeah. I, I must I, say. Maybe you missed that part when uh, Steve said that when one party says, yeah, fuck yeah, it's a bad deal. <laughs> hey, Beak, you don't see the checks that our boss writes him. So I will, he, I will, I will he, soon. You will soon. Right? Yeah, you will soon, Beak, so we'll get you deep in those negotiations. Uh, Astefan was good on the show tonight. Yeah, he he's great. great. He, he was, was great. Really good. Yeah, he was, he was fantastic. So I'm surprised he came in, but that's awesome. We all learned something, I think. So. You need to get him. Oh, you didn't get, get him. Into what you said, up. you uh, you guys had a little run in when we did. Oh our, yeah, we did our, my, uh, my, my yeah, podcast. Yeah. He picked up on that and he wanted to know what that oh, was all about. Oh yeah, it was about the rocks and the RCH thing. Like he, I wrote that it's an it was an agency move, you know, oh doing goodness. that, hmm. and an agency directed move because Hart and Roxon and he wrote me an email with like a lot of like I get it. Like, you don't like that? Or was you, it a long email? Or short no, email? short okay, with a lot yeah. of swear words. Okay, yeah, and I'm like, what? What? That's normal, right? <laughs> so I was not happy with Steve. I'm fine with disagreeing or having an opinion, but I didn't like the way he expressed it. So I like how he talks. I like that. Um, all right, JT. Uh, it's late there. We got you on late. Steve and Beek stayed longer than they said they would, which is awesome. But No, uh, I enjoyed it. I was, yep. I was watching and listening, so that was good. Flyracing.com, everybody, from FRFI boot to the Evo pant to the uh, Formula helmet. Uh, they'll, they'll dial you in flyracing.com. God, I love that helmet. Hey, JT. Sir. I'm a free agent now. Oh! Oh, bullshit! You are. <laughs> you, on your, you are an agent. On your on your KX 125. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of engagement. Oh, oh. You can grow oh, with no. me. <laughs> I know. I know where your heart lies. You can't lie to me. Listen, JT. This formula helmet, like it's been cold as shit here in Vegas, and I gotta get this vent kit for it. You can block the vents off. It vents so well, everybody, that it's too cold right really? now for I the venting. Really? Problem? You don't? No. Well, Dude, the top of my head is freezing. Dude, really? there's snow on the ground still here. Yeah, there's snow at my house. Too. I need that vent block kit, JT. I was in Vegas this weekend. It was really cold. See? So, I agree with you. Um, yeah, I'll remind me. I'll see you one tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, oh. absolutely. I didn't realize How it. easy that was. Yeah, absolutely. Give me some more money for those cameras, too, Max. <laughs> and You're JT. only a year away. <laughs> <laughs> is everybody back in the office that flies? Or is it still vacation? Uh, it's hit and miss. Oh, okay. I'm we, there, we had Brad Shaw on earlier. Fantastic guy. Fantastic. Is he going to come to the live show Friday or is he out? I didn't hear from Ulrich at Yamaha. I need to know. Okay. Yeah. He's, I, I want him to go to dealer. Okay. Then we can get the, uh, the greatest retired rider ever. Much right. to the, the uh, dismay of Steve Aspen with the open houses. Conversation yeah. you had. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't so, like hey, that. You know what's crazy? So though, there's like, a, that's another thing we're not aligned on then. Yeah. Well, you know, he was, and I agree with some of that. Um, I've been to a lot of open houses in the last, you know, seven years, and some are really good and some are really bad. Uh, like, I went to one last year, and they had 1,600 unique people there for that open house. Yeah, so but to get JT, was that a multi-brand uh, signing? It, it was, yeah. It was a big one. And, big and one. I think going forward, like, that's what that's what they need to start doing. Yeah, yeah, and, and I I agree with Steve's point is like he's trying to get non endemic people to come to an event like you know what a, a show at the catch would be because that's something they could enjoy. They're not going to really enjoy uh, an open house, right? Yeah. Um, but I think the big ones, if they can get everybody on the same page, it's hard to get stores that carry every OEM. Like that's another challenge. Uh, but some of them are yeah. There's literally no one there. I've been standing there and I talked to the same person for like two hours because he was the only person there. So, yeah, I get some of it. Um, but some of the big ones, like the, there's one at Burt's Mega Mall this weekend that most of the team you go to. I think Honda goes to 
Huntington Beach Honda. Yeah. And KTM goes to Three Brothers, I think. But every every other team will be at Birds. So well, uh, the ones like that, man, I think they get their. I think they get the door swings and the money. Oh no, yeah, want no, the multi the multi dealer ones when they get multi like a few of the teams there, like that. that yeah, I mean, those go back to like the old days when you'd have like, yeah, Ricky and Chad right. and, and yep. Stewie at one dealer, and there was thousand people there the fight breaks yeah. out stew it was yeah. crazy i'm glad we got the stew stories in yeah. <laughs> hey, do you think we'll see him this weekend no no that, I, I mean the last video i saw i said he'd be around more yeah hey, you want to get a chad story right before i go about like open houses <laughs> so i remember when he rode for sam manuel and this was uh 08 right he's leading the championship killing it and they have a big casino and and um, Toronto area, metro area, somewhere. And they wanted to go and show up and just a media event, right? And they're paying that team crazy money, right? He was really well funded that year uh, on that team. He just was like, nah, I'm out. And I'm like, you know, there, there was a lot of turmoil in his life at that point. Um, him and Ellie were trying to sort out their future. And, you know, it was just there was a lot going on. So I was a voice in his ear in his ear that, you know, one of the people he listened to and I'm like, I don't know if that's a good idea. He's like, Ah, what are they gonna do? I'm like, I don't know what they're gonna do, but that's not good. Like this this San Monroe tribe, they they want you to go to this event in Canada. They pay a lot of money. You can't just no show. And he's like, Ah, screw 'em. I'm like, All right. And then we all know how that went. They signed James Stewart the next year. But yeah, yeah that's just, I mean, to see where he went from then to how engaging he is now is crazy. Like, he goes to these open houses now, and he shakes hands, and he's the most talkative, engaging oh, person yeah. there. Oh, even know? at so, the races, when he's doing his autograph signings at his at his rig, like, he talks to every fan. He's like... Yeah. Well, yeah, and you, you guys were around then. You know how much of a difference there is. He wouldn't talk to anybody. Oh, right. He didn't, wouldn't even pick his head up. Wouldn't even make eye contact. I, listen, I talked to him. The first time I ever met him was at a at an open house at Salt Lake City Supercross in 2003. I was there with Nick Way, just killing time because Nick had to sign and we were going to dinner after. I asked him a question to his face, eye to eye, and he did not answer. He never even acknowledged that I asked him a question. And I was like... <laughs> Hmm. All right. Well, that guy's an asshole, and I just moved on. <laughs> like that's uh, just who he was back then. But yeah, it's cool to see who he is now. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and, and and you know, Stu, when you got, I got some one-on-one time with Stu in the Cowie truck that year that uh, with Red Dog and Fisher. He didn't like Fisher, but he was still around, and he was cool, man. And then he's done. He came on a podcast a few times, and and he was good and funny. Yeah. There were times where you're like, this guy's awesome, yep. and other, other times not. But he could be cool, Stu. Oh, I think if we were all just hanging out at his house, we'd all be just having a great time. Yeah. Like he's, a, he's a rad dude yeah. when it's one-on-one. Yeah. When it's on, I think when it's on his, his terms. His terms, yeah. 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 So. so. Uh, all right, uh, JT, cool. thanks, man. Pulp and Mix Fantasy, sign up, everybody. Get on Do it. it. <laughs> Marks, we're doing well for sign-ups. But... Yeah, we're doing good, which just means the competition will be tough. Yep. Uh, what are, what are the odds of a meltdown on Saturday? <clears throat> um, I'd rather not talk about it, but I'm going to say slim. <laughs> Give us a percent of a meltdown. Uh, 5%. Oh, oh, I like that. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Um, uh, Pulp MX Fantasy Show on Thursday. Uh, Pulp MX uh, Fly Racing Moto 60 Show on Thursday as well coming up. So 
It all begins now, JT. Hey, so, your work week starts this week. And, and Friday yeah, night at the ca- Friday night at the catch, seven to nine. JT will be there. Kiefer will be there. I'll be there. Yamaha Fly Racing Live Podcast Show. So good yep. times. All right, guys. Thanks, Later, buddy. JT, see you Appreciate Friday. it, JT. That's Jason Thomas, everybody. You want to stick around for Kiefer After Dark? Are you in on this? I think I'm out for Kiefer After Dark. Oh, I, I got to be able to listen to something later. I get it. I understand it. it might be a shock. To it you, can be yeah. a bit edgy. <laughs> it's it edgy. It's it can pretty, be edgy. Pretty gnarly. Yeah. It's a good listen, though. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm out. See you later, Beeks. Thanks, Beeks. Hey, thanks for having Thank me. Thank you on. for co- go check out what's going upstairs, please. I will. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll stop whatever's going on. <laughs> yeah, please check it out. Oh wait, I turned. Vodge has been gone for a while. He said, Vodge texted me and said, "Please save me." Um, and he doesn't drink. He's like, "Um, I'm bust." Um. <laughs> Oh boy. So okay, so we're gonna do keep after dark right now. Yeah. So uh, if you have a little ones in the car, you have people who are sensitive ears. Please don't uh, listen. You know, please do we, don't do acknowledge we film it. it and like separately and put it up. Yes, I need you to move to the middle. Then okay, moving to the middle. Turn off my mic. I don't. How can we do that? I don't know how to do that. What I just do do? I just stop it now, and then start a new one, and I just upload it separately, like to YouTube. It doesn't go on Facebook. It just goes to the Pulp Mix YouTube, not Racer X Facebook. We needed to talk about this beforehand. Oh, we're but talk- don't don't if you we're stop talking it, about it. We're talking stop about it. it now. Don't don't. In my experience, if you start it again, you could delete the old file or whatever. I don't know how that works. All right, we'll see. Is YouTube even going to allow it? Yeah, we got a couple up there already. Right. Go check them out. Can't you timestamp it? I don't know. I don't know how this works. There? I don't know how any of this works. Well, don't don't post it then. All if right, you're worried about it. Uh, thanks to Bradshaw. Thank you, Steve Astafan. Thank you, Chris Onstott. Thanks, Tom Journey, for coming on, of course. Thank you, people, for listening. Really appreciate it. 702-586-757. You can always call and leave a message. We are going to end the show right here, and we're going to go right into Kiefer After Dark. So, again, we'll give you time to turn it off. See you later, peeps. And uh, we'll see you next week, everybody. And we're back. Okay. Okay. I'm here for the gangbang. It's Kiefer After Dark. Right, I'm alive again. As always, you can help uh, Kiefer. Chris Kiefer can help you out with some things that you need uh, in your personal life. Uh, all right, Kiefer, you ready? I'm ready. All right, here we go. Uh, from a guy with initials KN. Kiefer. KN. Okay. I owned a bike for eight years, and I love this bike. Great graphics. Looked factory as hell. Showed signs of all the right aspects to be a bike to retire on. Farewell tour actually proved to be quite a bit more difficult than just a relaxing turn track on Sunset. The bike decided to switch riders a month from the Vegas final for a rider that was actually a teammate of mine mm. and garage partner of the bike. Wow. Roommate of three years and was supposed to stand up at our wedding. <sighs> a year later, I packed up the gear bags and moved to a new team over on the East Coast, hoping to restart my career and now have my eyes on a brand new 2021 bike. Only problem is I can't seem to get my mind off the old bike. Mm-hmm. The old bike is still with the rider that stole my bike, yep. and, I know, and I know to avoid that old bike like GH at 430. I like that reference. That's like good. That. I've noticed it's hard to test the new bike or even focus on the weekday training while it's still being pissed about the old bike. Any suggestions on how to part the old bike out of my mind and rebuild my training program? That's a tough one. Uh, you're going to have to. Here's here's my thing. You haven't found the right chick yet to get over the other one. There's an old saying, obviously, you know, best way to get over a chick is to get underneath, underneath another one. I tried to do that, and that all, always seemed to uh, backfire on me and didn't work. So until you find the chick that you really connect with and that you like and that is good sexually in bed, because I feel like that's what we as men go to, 
we think about the pussy and how good it was, and that's why you're fucked up over it, and you're thinking about your old homie running it, because that's all I thought about when Heather bailed was every every night I laid in bed, I was like, someone's fucking pussy. Someone's fucking my pussy. You need to find something that's just as good as your ex, if not better, and that will get your mind correct and get you in a in a more focused state. And if you're following her on social media, if you're Twitter, or if you got her phone number, dude, get rid of all that shit. Get rid of it. Cut it cold turkey. You can't uh, have that shit lingering around. So That's a tough a garage mate, bro. Have you been around that? I haven't had that that instance. The garage mate is like whatever to me. It's it's the chick's oh, fault okay. just as much as yeah. the dude's yeah, fault. Yeah, yeah, like, no, it's just tough to do because you got you can't you got you know both of them. Yeah, you gotta you gotta understand stubble. all every dude's gonna want to fuck your chick if she's good looking. Doesn't matter. You're you're what the ne- fuck, Marks. Why are you looking at Pookie like that? Like what? If you seriously, I didn't do it. There's homies all around you that would probably fuck Pookie. Talon. Yes, I'm out. Talon would fuck. Him. <laughs> Fuck you, Lone Wolf. What, she's not hot enough for you? <laughs> hey, respect. Boundaries. <laughs> no, listen, Courtney Marks, I mean. He's basement. Yeah. He's basement. We're talking about getting on top of something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Talk about Excite Bike. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm on top of. Okay. Uh, Slappy says. Um, Slappy. <laughs> recently, I, recently, I've been demoing a bike that a few buddies have already tested out. Oh, God. He's out. He should be out now. This bike's pretty sharp and lightweight, so very flickable for a 120, like a 125. All my buddies that have brought her to the track have warned me about how wild of a ride it can be, so obviously the racer I am, I'm looking at the ride, this bike like it's a star <laughs> 250F. <sighs> I consider myself a B-class rider on the track and a local pro off the track. <laughs> I've done some motoring in my life after dark, and I've had good reviews. Okay. When I finally got around for some test motors with the star bike, it is everything and more from what I've heard. Okay. At first, I tried all the moves at 75 ppms that usually work to get good lap times, and the bike is liking it but not fully satisfied. Mm-hmm. She tells me to rev it up a little more, so I go to 90. Okay. And she's still telling me to rev it out some more. At one point, I'm at 125 ppms, and she's telling me more. <laughs> I hit my red line at 140 ppms. Wow. And kept it there for the rest of the moto. Wow. Uh, this bike sounds like Justin Barsh's Geico 250F. <laughs> That's fucking brutal. It's a good email. That's brutal. Uh, I like it was unreal, but I'm for an out of shape guy like myself. It was hard to keep it up because I felt like I was going through a never ending whoop section, fifth gear wide open. Right. I was only half hard because I was so intimidated by this bike. This has been the case the last few times I've got to demo her. Yeah. So Kiefer, have you experienced a bike like this that 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 has no care of rhinos, how to ride body positions, and only cares about raw speed? <laughs> Because this is the first for me. <laughs> Poor Slappy. Slappy, uh, I've been in your situation where I've been intimidated by uh, a high PPM lady. Uh, very hot, skinny, had a nice fake rack, and uh, she liked it rough all the time. All the time. Right when I started, it was wide open, and that's how only way she could come. So, uh, I and here's what you do. If you're intimidated, you got to get mentally correct before you go in. You, you've already done it. You know what it's like. you got to know that you're going to have a high PPM count. If you can, beat off before you get there. I know that doesn't help your half hard on, but I think that's more mental than it is physical. So um, for me, at a high PPM rate, obviously that's going to make you go first before she can. So um, doing the deed beforehand will help you. And also, I think, will relax you a little bit as well mentally, knowing that you can uh, 
handle your business. I think for some of us as guys, we want to make the chick feel good. Like, I, I want to run you. I want to rail you. I want to make you feel good. I want to be the best you've ever had. And I think we put too much pressure on ourselves as men at times. Because, look, let's face it. All the pressure is on us. Girls don't real. Girls can basically lay there. And, yeah, we'll say, oh, yeah, they just lay there. But it's still good. Yeah. It's still fine. If we don't perform, nothing happens. So you mentally you got to chill out, knock one out before you get there, and just rail it. And if you do a shitty job, fuck it. You do a shitty job. And if she don't want you to come back, hey, that's what you got. That's what you did. Give it your best go. That's all. <laughs> Give it your best go. Give it your best go. That's it. <laughs> what else can you do? Right, right. All right. Uh, this is anonymous. Uh, hey, guys, I'm a 21-year-old dude. I work full-time, and I ride on the weekends. I was a bit of a late bloomer and didn't get my mojo on until the last year or so. Since then, I've been riding as many bikes as I can and learning a lot about interacting with women along the way. Right. During my time busting out motos on these bikes, I've never really found a bike that I meshed with. Gotta get a blue crew. Like Kiefer, I prefer a bike with connection, someone that can understand me on a soul-to-soul type level. Hooking up is not really my thing. Attraction for me has to has to have mental stimulation as well. It seems that most girls my age are unintelligent and annoying. Given my age and circumstances with dirt bikes, what could have helped me attract more intelligent and genuine women? Women. Man, I, I want to be straight up with you, man. I honestly don't have an answer for you there because I'm <laughs> I'm I'm kind of an older guy and I've been out of that game a little bit. And to find someone as intellectual as you want to be it will be very tough. Obviously, you're not going to be on Tinder. Um, you're saying you can't find what the motocross track, but I feel like. That is your best chance. Someone that understands what you do uh, may may not be a track snack, but just could be some kind of family friend or one of your uh, buddy's friends. But to me, dating nowadays would be scary for me. I would hate it to date because uh, I'm like you. I always had a girlfriend. I wasn't really the really big on one night stands i didn't really just go fuck chicks yeah i'm gonna go fuck chicks and just bail well with that voice you're not getting anything but yeah (laughs) (laughs) um but i feel like you need some kind of connection as well i kind of agree with you there i've always had a chick uh if i wasn't really going with them i wouldn't have sex with them so um my best bet is to work your angles through your friends that's the best bet all right. Uh, Frank says, hey, guys, I'm 23. I ride the, I ro- I've ridden the same bike for five years. We have three little 50cc bikes. Two are mellow PW50s, and one is a fully modded and loud Cobra. Mm-hmm. Relations were going good, but now she wants more little bikes. Very bad, and I'm good with three. Now we have a lot less motos, and I don't know how to deal with that. I would even like to get Clippy Clippy under the belt, and it's a source of conflict. Dude, that's, more than that's three? That's the question? Yeah. That's it? Yeah. You, you read these. I know, but I, I thought that was there was. He doesn't know how to deal with the fact that she yeah. wants more. Yeah, kids. you got to tell her. If you're married and you got three kids, you got to tell the truth straight up. You got to be like, "Look, I'm not ready for more. I'm sorry, and if you ain't getting some, we got to come to an agreement where I still need some pussy, and you're not going to have a baby. Like there has to be some kind of agreement. Right. Going getting clipped under the rug. No, not good for no, the marriage, no, dude. Don't do that. Not good for the marriage. Does don't lo- do. Lone wolf. Do you have a chick? No, no chick. Single. How's that going? Not very well, actually. Right. Sucks. Poor Lone Wolf. When well, was the last time you got laid, Lone Wolf? A uh, couple months ago. Random? Yeah, Tinder. There you go. See? It's fucked, dude. Did you tell her about your work stuff? No. I oh. told her I work for Pulp Mix. Have you, was it a one and done? 
Yeah, one and done. See? Tinder the- in Vegas is probably different than other places, too. Yeah, I just feel like one and done. Like, I would be like, if I was a chick and you did a good job, I'd be like, I'd be coming back. Or vice versa. Yeah, but a lot of them don't live here. Uh, they, oh, they dip in. Yeah. Gotcha. People coming in to visit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Confused says... Last uh, one? Yep. Oh, wow. Uh, my wife and I have been married for 11 years, and a couple weeks ago I noticed that she was acting a bit off. Oh, boy. Oh, here we go. This is the good one. I like this one. I asked her several times if she had anything to tell me, and she assured me she did not. Later that night, I checked the phone <laughs> bill and noticed a number that she had been talking to for about a week, but for long lengths at a time. Mm-hmm. I confronted her about it, and she reluctantly admitted she has been talking to a coworker. She promised me that they have never met up outside of work, and they were just talking about work, life, and marriage problems. Then the whole can of worms opened up about how I degrade her, and I don't listen to her, and she's been unha- unhappy for several years. Yep. Wow. Uh, she said that she's talking to me several times about the problems she was dealing with. Her mother died earlier this year. Her brother is a drug addict and a few other things. And she said, I refuse to talk to her about her issues. Yep. So long story short, she, is, she isn't sure she wants to be married to me anymore. I realize I haven't treated her the best in the past years, maybe because of complacency, but I'm willing to do whatever it takes to save my marriage. She says she still loves me, but acts very cold towards me all the time. She says it will take a long time for her to get over the way I treated her, but I don't know if I can handle being shut out like this. It's difficult to eat or sleep and function at my job. Mm-hmm. Man, I can relate to that. I feel like I need her to tell me, yes, I want this to work out, or hey, let's call it quits. Should I believe her and fight for her, or maybe cut my losses and walk away the marriage? We have two children, 10 and 8. This is a rough This one's hit, hits K-A-D. Home. This one hits home for this me. This isn't even funny, K-A-D. No, but I like this stuff. Fuck you. So, paint you a picture. I'm sure some of you guys have heard this. Heather came home one night. She said she went out with her girlfriends, and we were married, I don't know, several years. Uh, I worked at Yamaha at the time. That would drive anybody crazy, by the way. Uh, she came home. I knew something was funny. You can just feel it. As a man, you know something's kind of up. She and I said, hey, how was your evening? She's like, it's good. Real, Give me really short answers. And, and mind you, we're in bed. And uh, I just kept hounding her and hounding her. Hey, what's up? What's wrong? What's wrong? She finally rolled over and said, look, I'm not in love with you anymore. You're treating me like shit. Oh, this is a rough you don't, bedtime. You don't listen to me. I'm done. And literally got up and bailed that night. Left, just left. Wow. So it took me, in your situation, it sounds like you're a little bit like me. I was a little bit selfish. I didn't listen to her. I probably said some dumb shit to her that I shouldn't have because I was at home thinking, I'm married. She's not leaving. I was complacent, just like you said in your email. There's nothing that's going to happen to me. We're, this, is how, this is my life. I can treat her how I want to tr- treat her, and she's not going anywhere. Well, boom, I get slapped in the face. She calls me out on my bullshit. She bails, serves me divorce papers. Immediately, I find out who she was dating. It was a guy that um, we, not knew, but we're, we're around in the business. And because he was there listening to her, you know, you know, singing her praises, saying she's good looking, saying she's pretty, saying she's worth it, and I got some asshole at home, which is me, not listening and doing all the dumb shit that I was doing. Yeah. But I didn't know. She never communicated that to me. Your lady's communicating that to you. You have a chance. So I would work your ass off to fix what you can fix and also ask her straight up, what are the things that I'm doing right and what are the things that I'm doing wrong? Another thing that helped me as well, and I never really read books, but I read a book. uh, It's called The Seven Love Languages. Wow. Are we listening to that? He wrote a better book to try to get Heather back. 
I did a lot of things to get Heather back. Mark's just shaking his head. But I don't read. I don't read either. I was so fucked I, up, I though. I don't read. I was so fucked up, That's actually up, how he got Heather back. He just said he read a book for yeah, her. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, he put a bookmark in a different spot every night. When you look, years, I reading. would write her pages of text how I fucked up. Just sopping, crying, coming over. Hey, I'll, I'll do whatever. Lifehouse. She was over. She was like, don't talk to me. Yeah. This is business. Yeah, yeah. It's about Aiden now. We don't. That's it. It's not about me and you anymore. I thought I was done. Jeez. So she moved on. I moved on. And I thought it was done. Well, comes to find out there's bigger assholes out there than me. <laughs> and your lady will find this out, too. You may not want to hear her bullshit about her brother and her mom died and there's all kinds of anguish at home. And you're just, like, getting drained. You're like, fuck my life. I got to come home to this bullshit. But look, you have to do some things that you don't want to do as a man. And as men, we just want to get fed, fucked, and shut the fuck up. That's what we want our ladies to do. Feed us, fuck us, shut the fuck up. That doesn't work. And if you want a marriage to last and to have a partner in life, you got to do some things and adjust some things as a man. And they have to do certain things as well. But this sounds like the same thing I was, what I was going through, and I had to change a little bit. Fortunately for me, Heather came back. Um, she dated that dude. That dude was a dickhead. Um, she went out with another guy. That guy was kind of, a, a, of a, an asshole. And she realized after I got my shit together that, our family was worth it and we should work on this. And I would not take any of that back because our marriage is so much better now. I'm aware um, she knows what I'm about. I know what she's about. I know what she needs. Um, just because you're married and say I do doesn't mean you know your, your wife. Doesn't You may not know her. People change. So uh, you need to fight for her. If you have a family and Listen, you love you're, her. You're not telling them the number one thing. What is it? Get a babysitter and go on some dates. Well, I'm not finished yet. I was okay. going there. It didn't seem like you were. Yeah. Right. You got to do some things for her. And uh, some of those things are at home. And some like just those, giving it to her? No, no, no. Some oh. those, like things that women right. need at home. Chores. Like you know. cock? Yeah. Well, you got to give her the okay. cock. Right. And you also got to find out if, the, if she's fucking that dude or not. If she's talking to him on the phone and if they're fucking. She says she's not. How's she gonna, how else are you going to do that? I knew Heather fucked other dudes when she bailed. It didn't bother me. Right. That doesn't bother me. I'm like, what? No, but she's having an affair if she is. Right. Heather was having an affair. Heather was just Well, she basically was because she was talking to the dude, Uh, and she went out with the dude. She uh, didn't fuck him. But to me, that's uh, like, hey. Oh, that night? She didn't go out with her girlfriend. No, she went went out with the dude. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. So you have to to make sure that you're okay with it if it works out, that you're you're not going to throw that shit in her face because you're the one that stemmed. It started all this bullshit. So as long-winded as this answer is, it's very complex, and you got to do some things and check yourself and then really focus in on your wife. If it's worth it for you, you have two kids. To me, that's worth it if you love your wife. So uh, your, your problem that you're having is very common. A lot of marriages go through the same shit because, <laughs> let's face it, we're fucking assholes. Men are men are well, assholes. Dude. I mean, can you imagine? We've done some dumb shit. Can you imagine Marks and how much he ignores co- poor Courtney? Dude, there's an exception to the rule. I think Marks is one of those dudes. Thank you. I have a friend that's accepted. Like, Janky Mike does yeah. everything for his wife. I do everything for my wife. He, I, I'm she's not that listening. W- I'm not that way. Going to be in trouble. <laughs> like Heather does more for me than Janky said. He jerked off over top of his wife sleeping. Right? I've never done that. That seems like that seems <laughs> odd. No, that's because she's cool and she let it happen. Okay, all right. 
It's worried about Jenkins. But hey, man, work at that shit. Improve yourself. Read that book, Seven Love Languages. It tells you what kind of person you are and what kind of person your partner is. Um, it's very informative. There you go. All right. Kiefer After Dark, another edition. Let, hold on before oh. we leave. I get a lot of emails about women being mad at their guys for beating off and masturbating. That's fucking bullshit. Men are. Are, are women writing? Do these you emails? beat off? Yes or are, no? Are these are women writing you these or guys are? Women. Women are writing. Uh, my what, husband or boyfriend. What do I do? I found out my 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 man still beats off. What can I do to help that? You can't do anything. Your man's going to beat off regardless. I, I don't believe anybody would be mad. I don't think that's real. Heather sometimes gets jealous. I will tell her she's like. That's different because she wants it. So she gets jealous. Right. She's not like literally mad. Do you beat off? Of no matter how much pussy you get, are you still beating off? I don't get that much. I mean, I'm just like, saying. Like would you still off. beat off? I think every guy would. Marks? Yeah. I just said I haven't had sex for a couple months. So right. yeah. But <laughs> I'm just saying, no matter how much Lone you're Wolf getting, just, and you yeah. can still be happy. We're still going to do that. So lay off. The chicks, that's dumb. Yeah, don't get mad. Getting jealous, I get it, because she may want some. Yeah, if, if you're yeah. beating off and then not fucking your wife, then yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. jacked but, up. But for just, yeah. Just lay off him. Let him do his deal. I refuse to believe that women are actually mad about that. Oh, yeah, they get super jealous. Really? Dude. Why, why do you got to do that? You have me. Oh, well, we're wow. still doing it. Well, you can just do it. Wow. Keep right. after dark, everybody. Good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> Hey, I know. Look it. I know, and I tried. Marks. You know, I had a feeling. You know, I don't I think. I think this was an uh, an anomaly because they he they, was charging life. Asafan was killing. They it. told they me they were great. Be yeah. Beaker and Asafan were amazing. No, it's awesome. They told me done at nine, which is cool. They stayed longer, but I'm just saying, like. I had a whole show planned. The reason why I didn't talk because he was killing. Right. I didn't want to fuck with someone shit on Facebook said you looked like you were in school. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, there's there's a couple. There's only been two people that I've really sat back and listened to when I've been in in the studio. One was Jeb, mm -hmm. because I felt like he was a motivational speaker. Right. right. John Eric was just right. like motivating. Right. And what Astavin? Yeah. I didn't know much about him. Right. I, I didn't follow him. I knew he was around and did yeah, stuff yeah. for Chad, right. but I didn't know some of the stuff he did, so it was entertaining for me. So I'm going to get shit from Tits and from Heather. Heather's going pissed. And, and, and I just want to say, like... Six hours. No, five hours. 5.46 right now. So I tried. I tried. I tried. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> and, then, and then, you know, I just started being like, okay, we're, we're race tech rant. <laughs> Race tech rant, we're skipping. You know, we're going to make that rant. All, well, that was a know, rant. That I know, was several but, and, rants. And then we, just we skipped in. a commercial. Skipped a commercial. Well, that's not uncommon here. But I'm just saying, like... How, what's the longest show time? Probably this one. No. No? No, I'm not. Oh. Not close, but not quite. Okay, all right. So but listen. We, look it. I listen, almost skipped new, After Dark. I couldn't do it's it. A, it's your fault. It's a new era of the Pulp Mech Show. A 5 p.m. Pacific start. Video production. And same end time. And... Fucking home at 2.30 in the morning. <laughs> Bradshaw, Damon Bradshaw, Steve Asifan, Chris Onsot, Tom Journey, all great. All fantastic. Is Anaheim 1 is coming up this weekend. We got lots to talk about next Monday night. Got a big week ahead of us. Big week. I'm on vacation still. Uh, I'm not going to st start working until Friday. Marks, thank you. You know, I really hope I don't regret that 5% comment I made. Yeah. 
Yep. Um, I probably should have buffered. You that. fucked yourself. So I just should have buffered. Just for the record, we have we did not do any of our cool intros, and Swiss girls gonna be so mad. <sighs> I blame Talon. Hey, okay. hey, 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 right. hey. blame Talon. <laughs> Talon, welcome to the if uh, anything first. Goes wrong, it's my fault. Welcome to the first week, Talon, of the uh, full time, almost full time job of the Pulp Mech Show. Talon yeah. single. Pump. You guys yep. got pussy in two months. Yep. <laughs> Hit him up, everybody. Hit him up, ladies. At Talon five one one. Hey, I uh, speaking of that, I met or I didn't meet, but I saw someone from the industry on Tinder. Perfect. You would know her, but I'm not going to drop her on, on right. her. As oh. soon as we get off, you will. Yep. Yep. Oh, perfect. Uh, so thank you, Chris Keever. Thanks for coming thank in. You, Thanks thank to Travis you. Preston as well. Happy New Year. Thank you, Travis Preston. Travis is who knows what's going he on. Got a for plaque. coming down without his shirt oh. on. He got a Can plaque? I say something about yeah. the plaque? Yeah. Uh, spelled wrong. What is? It says YZ45F. Uh. All right. <laughs> it's YZ45F. Hey, it's a new 50. <laughs> I just... Dude, look at this. Look at that. I'm sure that wasn't Steve. That was whoever made the plaque. They messed up. Uh, you give Steve too much credit. I mean, I proofed it. <laughs> hey, I still haven't been paid yet. How do you yet, fucking so. miss? Uh, how do you do that? I proofed it. I just skipped over it. <laughs> I don't tell you. Welcome to Pulp Mex. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That, that, that works perfectly. <laughs> That's actually it. I want to thank motorsport.com for coming on. They're with us. Thank you. Appreciate those guys and everything they do. Uh, and uh, we have uh, sponsored deals on PulpMixShow.com. Thanks to Pookie. Thanks to Moser. Thanks to SwissCore. Thanks to our guests, Chris Kieford, Lone Wolf, Marks, Astafan, Beaks. Good show. Preston, uh, good show. Absolutely fantastic. So thanks, everybody, for listening. Really appreciate it. Next week, uh, we'll be back. We got Galdi. Galdi. Nicoletti. Ooh. And, uh, and, and more. So looking forward to that. <clears throat> Uh, all right, let's let's do this. Thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. I don't know who's doing the outro. I don't know which one he does the outro. Oh, Talon does. Okay, good. Got that. And uh, we'll be right back, or we'll be back next week, everybody. Thanks for listening. We out. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.